Hi, 3XL here and my New Year's resolution for 2016 is to drop these stupid weird science bastards and follow my dream of being a phone sex operator. I've been practicing. Listen. What am I wearing? Nothing but a smile. And some socks. Oh yeah, also a formal coat. A real sexy formal coat. Pretty good, right? By the way, this podcast contains spoilers so go read the books before listening. Insert heavy breathing here. My name's Dewey Oxberger. My friends call me Ox. You might have noticed that, but... I've got a slight weight problem. No. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. I went to this doctor and well, he told me I, I swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> I'm basically a shy person. I'm a shy guy and uh, he suggested taking one of these uh, aggression training courses. You know, these aggressive training courses like EST, those type of things. Anyway, it cost 400 bucks. Yeah, 400 bucks to join this thing. Well, I, I didn't have the money. I thought to myself, join the army. It's free. So I figured, while I'm here, I'll lose a few pounds. And you got what, a six to eight week training program here? A real tough one? Which is perfect for me. I'm going to walk out of here a lean, mean, fighting machine. It's 2016, and that means it's time for a whole new style of podcast from the Weird Science Get Fresh crew. Nothing but professionalism from here on out, boys and girls. <laughs> Let's see how long Thank that you. lasts, huh? Did you hear my belch there? I heard it. I heard there it, baby. We go. all heard it. Happy New Year's, everyone. I'm America's former sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Poland's sweetheart, Jim Warner. And this is episode number 52 of Weird Out Loud. I milestone. hear that's a milestone. Yes. But you were We've just going to say bitches, weren't you? Bitches. You were going to say bitches. That's not professional saying bitches. Where'd the time go, Jimbo? I do not know. It's weird. When we were talking earlier this week about 52 episodes or whatever you like to call them, I almost corrected myself and called them issues. <laughs> Usually it's the other way well, around. It gives people issues. Yeah, yeah. It gives me a lot of issues in my <laughs> life. Uh, we even said that thinking back to those first couple episodes seems like 10 years ago. Sure does. Seems, I said to you, it seems like we were like 12. I with still the, feels with like the humor and everything, now. but Eric, we are the official unofficial podcast of Weird Science, DC Comics Blog. Blogspot. Com. We are proud members of both the Comics Podcast Network and the Weeby Geeks Network. We have not been kicked off of either yet. That's awesome. You can follow us on Twitter at Weird Science DC and like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Weird Science DC Comics. Yes, uh, I, we. I'm glad we kept things consistent across the way. Every address that we have is different. <laughs> we we did not have a good business model. We're a bunch of dummies. I'm looking at these us. things right now. I'm all listening. I'm like, what the fuck were we thinking? Uh, you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. At least that's consistent. And we would love for everyone listening to our wonderful, beautiful voices to go to our site, uh, which I mentioned earlier, but has the worst URL in the history of URLs, according to Reggie. But if you, it is weirdsciencedccomicsblog.blogspot.com, and if I say it enough, Eric, either uh, Beetlejuice will walk by the window, which will be <laughs> weird because I'm on the second floor here, or people will actually be able to find the site. But also, if you want to just type into those search engines, Weird Science DC Comics, isn't that what, what I usually do. say? Weird, you, you should actually know it. 
<laughs> it's I should, fucking should half your site, goddammit. Professionalism. You don't even know. But yeah, just search us out and uh, stop on by because I have been changing things up on this site, Eric. I've been trying Constantly. to get a new layout. And I'm sure there has to be at least one or two people who would come to the site and came yesterday or the day before. And every time they showed up, it looked different. Because hey, I Jim. Was, yeah. I was one of those people. Were you? Did, yeah. it, did it keep changing? Yes, it did. See? That, that was the... Uh, the fun times. But yeah, the new year started 2016. I thought, hey, let's change it up a bit. So I, I had, but every time I changed it, um, I liked most of what I changed it to, but there was always something that, that kept me going back to our normal layout. And it just drove me nuts and I wasted about two days on it. And that really upset me. But Good times. one thing that I added, Eric, was a message board. I had a message board app onto the site. Now, at first, I had it on the actual page. It would come up on every page. Every page you'd load up, the home page, any individual post, it would be there. But it drove me nuts because it would drive you right to that message board. It drove me nuts as well. And I don't know if you noticed, but the uh, in the navigation window or whatever, you had, the address window, it right. would always just show... The message board, and it was screwing up our stats there. <laughs> it was screwing up the stats big time, and you know I love stats. I know you do, baby. I, I did take it off of the main page, and if anybody and everybody, and I, I, I put it up there, and it's kind of one of those things that we never like to do because we're no. always afraid that it's going to show that we're just nothing. <laughs> that nobody <laughs> no likes gonna us. Go. Nobody's going to go. So we, we don't like to put things out on, on a limb, but I did. So it's there, and if you go to the site, uh, you would click on the black button at the top that says uh, Weird Science Message Board. Why has it got to be black? I don't know, because I like it, and it sticks right. out on a white background. That's sure the does. only reason. So, Or there is a navigation uh, little uh, menu on the right-hand side of the site as well that has the Weird Science Message Board listed. And I put it there because we do get a lot of comments on the site. And I like to talk to people in the comments, but it's, it's hard for people to talk to each other. I actually did it so that people who come to the site can talk amongst themselves and make fun of you. Oh. That's basically the whole concept. And when I put it up, Reggie saw it right away, and we started making fun of you. I saw. Mission accomplished. Mission and accomplished. I didn't know yeah. how to register, so I didn't say anything back. And I, uh, again, I may have even, and you don't have to register. You could just put your name. You don't have to register. Just go. It'd be cool to register so I can see where everybody is. Scared. I know. I'm sure it's going to scare everybody off. It's going to be me talking to freaking uh, Brandon and possibly <laughs> Pistol and Manship. We'll all be there talking to each other. But yeah, I'd love to hear. Uh, from other people and I put probably 800 categories you can talk in I might have went a little bit too far with those <laughs> but because uh, it looks very bare right now with a lot of comments from me uh, but yeah if you want to go just go there we have a thing about the podcast we have uh, Batman Superman you can just talk whatever you want because you know Eric we do not have a sponsor so I'm spending all this time talking about people coming to the site for no reason except the pure joy of it Pure joy, pure baby. Joy. But I'm 2016, you're yep, pure 2016. joy. And I'm going to tell you, we also are on iTunes, Stitcher, all those other crazy things. And I beg you, I beg <laughs> of you, please rate and review us because I can't stand us not winning. And I, I said to, to Reggie, it's funny because I have to win at everything I do. It drives me nuts. And this is something that you really can't win. I don't no, know. No. That's what drives me the, the do most Do you want to be Charlie Sheen here? Is that what you're thinking? No. I just I don't know what it is. I will not uh, settle down until we have destroyed every other podcast. I don't know how that is done. 
but I will find a way. Eric. Damn right you will. But yeah, uh, we had a little bit. We didn't. Ha- we did not have anybody rate and review the podcast, as far as we know. Now I want to. I want to call this out right now. We're in the U.S., Eric. Yes. Me and you, U.S. proud, baby. Ow. Yep. Proud. I just hurt myself. I know you did. Uh, that's the only way I can. Ch- I can only check the iTunes on the U.S. So if if you actually are in another country and rate and review us, and I don't mention you on the podcast because I have no idea what's going on outside it's of the U.S. It's because we hate you. Yes, it is, and uh, and everybody hates us, so it's mutual. But you told me you actually got an email. It's not. I always get this uh, listener mail. Somehow you got a mail to your personal email account, bitching at us about a, a rate and review on iTunes. Sure did. What does it say? A Mr. D. Scott sent a mail to D. my Scott. personal, my personal Your per- email he account. He stalked you out. I'm sure you could find it anywhere, but it was just really weirded me you out when I saw it there. It was just on Twitter or something. It may, most likely, but anyway. It says, hello, Jim and Eric. Or should I say, hello, you sons of bitches? Nah. It's I almost the holiday. spit out my drink. <laughs> nah, it's the holidays. So I'll take the high road, even though I'm not high. Hmm. I'm a newer listener for a few weeks now and even took the time to rate your podcast. I even gave it a glowing five-star rating. But then the next week when you went and give you went to give a shout out, you called me George. George K. Not sure who this George K fellow is, but I can tell you this. He's not me and I'm twice the man he is. <laughs> the problem is George K is legitimately a guy on iTunes who rated and reviewed us. Sure so did. I don't know. This, continue, this continues. I want to know if D Scott is is listening. Hopefully he is. Uh, Hopefully. I he has to send in another mail. Send it to you. I don't care. And uh, just explain exactly where this review is, what it says, baby, and whatever. Well, but what else? Does well, hold it say? on. I said anyway. I'll ho- I'll still hold my five star rating despite the name. Thank exceptions. God. We need also, those five stars. Also, I wanted to mention the Crunchy Bar you spoke highly of. Yes. It's available in Canada, so you do not need to travel far. If you want, I will send you some. I love them as they are more addictive than crack and almost as bad for you. Sign, yeah. not George K. And so in my mind reading this, he's from Canada. He, he seems to be from Canada. But so we, we checked, checked and there's checked. nothing in Canada. Maybe he pulled it off. Maybe. He said, took fuck it down. this shit. I, hey, I, he can send me crunchy bars. I, are you allowed to send such deliciousness over the border, Eric? I have no idea. Uh, throw in some fully dressed chips. We're in. <laughs> we are in, and I will give him a five-star review, Eric, as I sit there and chomp away and become a big, fat person. No, man, that's for me now. You're on a diet. you got to watch yeah, your I blood pressure and your cholesterol. Jesus Christ, that's fucking nonsense. I, I'll I eat them in front of you, though, today, unless you lick I, my fingers. Today, I'm telling you, as everybody should know that listens, I am on a full regimen of Adderall. And I'll tell you, remember when I said a couple uh, episodes back that it, it's supposed to take your appetite away. Right. And that was never a problem with me because I never just ate when I was hungry. I, I've now changed that. I, I actually have to force myself to eat now. Uh, good today, for you. today, no, it's not good because by the end about, of the I day, I never see stop eating. I actually normal. keep drinking coffee though, and yeah. by about five o'clock today, I got so dizzy because I realized I had not eaten anything all day. <laughs> so I had oatmeal, la di da, and then I had a freaking baked potato. Oh, Jesus, my you got to get a better diet. My man. life freaking sucks. All <laughs> right, Eric. And you know what? We are recording. There are and, other foods. Yes, there are. We are, are recording on another holiday or just after another holiday. Obviously, so it was New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, whatever. I guess the holiday is actually New Year's Eve. That's when you celebrate because New it Year's Day goes is into New Year's Day. But I, do you ever celebrate New Year's Day at noon? Man, what I the don't fuck are you celebrating anymore? Then? That's what I'm saying. You're, you're kind of – it's actually – what you're actually celebrating is that like one minute before and one minute after the uh, uh, the new year. 
Those two and, minutes are amazing. And I'll tell you, those two minutes are actually probably my most awkward moments of my entire life. Because anytime I had gone to a New Year's party, it's obviously like anyone you're near, you're supposed to kiss on the cheek or on the lips or whatever. I used to run to the bathroom. I do not like that. I don't like that sort of personal <laughs> touching. Uh, yeah, that, I do that. Now, I had problems where we would have at my old job, we'd have a lot of uh, parties. Dudes. And now parties. <laughs> okay. And yeah, there were dudes there. But I knew at the end of the party, my boss, the one lady that was uh, a a family business so a husband and wife and the wife would go around and give everybody a kiss and it was just on the cheek whatever okay. and i knew this lady my whole life and i that would weird me out i'd run to the bathroom every time if, now also i say this about new year's but most of the time i never made it to new year's and in fact i have not gone to a new year's party in say 15 years probably that's and I have not a man of five kids i have not made it to 12 o'clock in probably 15 years as well. This <laughs> New Year's I celebrated by falling asleep at 10.30. And Good times. that was probably uh, later than I have stayed up in a long, long time. And I I used to, I know that I sleep uh, a lot sounder the last couple of years because it used to wake me up because fucking nonsense with the goddamn fireworks. <laughs> the hell do they think it is? There's that guy near you that thinks every goddamn day is the 4th of July, right? He started doing that again the other night. Jesus but, uh, Christ. He stopped from, from July 4th until October. Every Saturday at 9 o'clock, he started shooting off fucking fireworks. And he did yeah. it again the last week, I think it was, but I haven't heard shit since. <sighs> Jerk off. Maybe somebody killed him. Maybe Hopefully. he ran out of fireworks. He hasn't That's been to South thinking. Carolina lately. Freaking wherever the goddamn uh, south of the border is. Isn't that South Carolina? Man, I don't uh, travel. That fucking place is nonsense. Uh, but I'll tell you right now. I, I have a story about New Year's that I kind of told you the other day, but I didn't tell you fully. And it, it makes me seem like a real jerk. Um, but it was way, way back. This was in the early 90s. And we had a little thing called the... Uh, the Iraq War. What was it called the first time? Desert Storm. Desert Storm, When yeah. Desert Storm was going on, I went out on New Year's with my one buddy. And somehow, I, I don't know what happened, people started buying us drinks. And I'm telling you, it was probably around 11 at night. And, you know, New Year's is coming on. That All these people started buying us drinks. And we had no idea. And then somebody came over and said something like, we're proud of you boys, you know, you're, and I'm like, what, what's going on? And somehow somebody told them that me and my buddy were, were shipping out to Iraq. Stolen and, Valor. And I'm Stolen telling you, Valor. by that point, I didn't know what to do because they had bought us drinks for like an hour. And I didn't know what to do. I, I, yeah, I think that they probably would have punched us in the face. So I actually You're lucky said, that's all that would happen. I actually, it was my buddy Jamie who later on fucked me out of a goddamn rent at college. <laughs> But I, I said to him, we we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I do not feel right. we got to ship off early, And, of buddy. course, he, yeah, let's ship off now. And we went, and we got a, a standing, not a standing ovation, but everybody clapped. You as are we left a goddamn the bar, piece of shit. And I felt, I felt bad ever since. How have you so, never told me this story? Anybody, because it's bad. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> we I, tell I each other terrible stories all the time. I, but I didn't. It was nothing I did. I don't know what happened. You now, drank those drinks. You did it. And the other thing that's crazy, it's at that point I had the, I had a very uh, lovely-looking mullet going. I, I don't know how anybody could have thought. I, I used to fashion myself a little Andre Agassi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I don't know what, what they were thinking. Now, my buddy Jamie used to have a you know a close crop there. Yeah. I, maybe they thought that right before you ship out, they shave you. I don't know. 
I, I, I'm still upset about that. My my other I'm, story. I don't know if I can continue this podcast with well, you. Well, my other story was the Y2K incident that I t- I did tell you this. Right. That uh, everybody was so up on arms about that Y2K that you were going to wake up on uh, New Year's that uh, 2000. And all shit was going to broken loose, right? Everything was going to go wrong. And I remember waking up and thinking, oh, man, I want to see. I put on my computer. Everything seemed fine. I I don't even know what else I checked. The oven. Is the (laughs) oven still working? Uh Friggin' refrigerator's on. But then uh, I was on, and somebody sent me a thing over AIM, the AIM messenger. And I clicked on it, and it freaking broke my computer. (laughs) That was my Y2K. Some fucking asshole decided to take it into his own hands there. Uh, that that's my that's my uh, recollections of New Year's Day, but yeah, I don't have a lot of since then since I've had all these kids, I don't even know how many I have anymore. Every time I look, I have another one. Uh, not much of a uh, New Year's deal. And again, it, people always say, a lo- well, a lot of people say, oh, you should go out, you should take your wife out to to dinner, whatever. Uh, especially as years before. And I'd say to them, you know, I, I can't. I have kids. Oh, get a babysitter. There's nobody that's watching no. five kids. Especially then. I had all five in the house. Especially no, your kids. Nobody's waiting. Yeah, really. They'd freaking kill somebody. Uh, <laughs> so what did you do for New Year's? Well, I'm sorry. This is my first New Year's that I went out since I quit drinking. Last year I'd quit, but I didn't go out. I stayed home. And Oh, you quit what? again, huh? What do you mean? Oh, you yeah, fuck you. Yeah, you drank at Christmas, didn't you? No, I drank at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving it was. You're a, yes. You're a holiday drinker, my friend. I, I went out with a buddy of mine whose family's in Kentucky. And he was no, all, Kentucky. out by himself on Thanksgiving. I was trying to be a good friend. So you didn't quit you a year ago, you're about telling that. me. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't have friends. Yes. You, that's, that's a pointed jab at you. I'm saying, though, I uh, I drank. I'm saying I still, you know, oh, not drinking. So you, oh, so a, uh, an alcoholic who goes to AA. No, I'm not an alcoholic. That, the chips, they, they, they'd you so ha- you'd have to turn in your chips. Turn in your goddamn chips right now. And stolen valor. So, stolen yes, valor. You're stolen valor with your goddamn, I haven't drank in a year. Now, I quit drinking every mm-hmm. year ago, but I, I drank once. Up. I don't know. That doesn't count. It's not though. starting up. Okay, know. fine. So I quit drinking for Thanksgiving. Couple after months. Thanksgiving. Couple, Couple months. months. All Jesus right, Christ. you got your two-month ship. Okay, go on with the story. So, much. so what'd you do? I, I'm telling you, I went to a party at a friend's house, and I'm like, you know, it's just a lot of hanging out and bullshitting for the most part. And But uh, I had the most fun. You didn't fun. drink, did you? Huh? You didn't drink at the party, though, did you? No. I'm just saying, I had yeah, a, since you fell I had off a, the wagon at, at Thanksgiving, I, had a I didn't know. I at, uh, oh. at, uh, at 12 o'clock. I'm telling you, an alcoholic, you're not allowed to do that. Jesus you should Christ. stay away from that. When you go out, to, you're just putting yourself in the position, Eric. You're you're putting your to position to lose. And you know what I heard for the first four hours of that party? How nobody has seen me in like uh, a year. Yeah. Were they impressed with how you look? Yes. Were they? Oh my God! They're like, you look so good, Eric. So thin. I'll pick you up back and fuck you <laughs> so if my man was So they are really good friends. Oh, I thought that was the dudes. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the, all the guys with their men. Yes. All right, that's a crazy party that I want to be but invited to next year. At like at two o'clock in the morning, everybody is leaving, and I was just getting ready to leave. And then we pulled out my buddy's uh, BB-8 little freaking uh, figure that you put, you know, you control on the phone with the app. Okay. The expensive one is what I call it. Yeah, a lot of fun. And then on the shelf next to it, he had these little BB-8 like viewer glasses, these cardboard pieces of shit that I've never seen before. And apparently, you put your iPhone. I made you look this up before we got started. Yeah, tonight. yeah. And do you have it up still? I don't even know what it's called. Uh, you. Now you put me anyway. It's some kind of it's some kind of virtual reality. It's like the 3D virtual cardboard box. 
Yeah, it's a viewfinder with you use with your iPhone with some kind of program. And I freaking had these on. First, I did this roller coaster simulator. Really cool. You can look all around. You're just sitting there, standing there, whatever. And then my buddy put on this horror demo. Oh, yeah? And it was the most terrifying thing I had done in the past year, watching this whole thing play out where you're sitting in the middle of a couch and you're looking all around. And that's what you just do. You sit in the middle of a couch like you are in the simulator. And you look around, and the most terrifying shit happens, especially if you immerse yourself. If you have headphones in, this thing would be the most terrifying thing you've ever done in your life. It was amazing. So at the end of the night, already in the January 1st, it was awesome. I'm, writing, was to, I'm writing to Ryan right now as you talk. Okay. <laughs> he just asked me if we were recording. Go uh, on. No, no, that's it. I'm telling yeah. you, that. a lot of it, though, I was just catching up people bullshitting. I had a good time. It was just kind of weird, you know, not drinking. Everybody's getting more and more drunk as the night progresses. It's so annoying, isn't it? And the worst part is at the one point, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. My buddy Doc, he's all like, everybody's doing shots and shit. He's like, Eric, you and uh, I don't drink, man. He's like, was that a personal thing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, I was like, it kind of sucks watching everybody else have a good time with this, but tomorrow morning, I'm going to feel a lot better about it. And then I woke up January 1st with what felt like a goddamn hangover. That's karma, buddy. It's karma biting you in the ass. I had a terrible headache all goddamn day. I ate some fried chicken later on. I had a terrible stomachache. The headache came back, and I just went to bed. Yeah. You're starting out shitty. I, um... I didn't drink until I was 21, and I'm very proud of that. Fact. Actually, the only reason, all through high school or whatever, I didn't drink, and I would get invited. At points, I'd get invited to parties. The problem is is when you turn down things so long, and now you're, you're kind of getting to, to see that just now, yeah. where you tell your friends, eh, and, and they stop inviting you. Well, uh, when I was actually invited to parties in high school, I would go, and I wouldn't drink, and people would call me out on it, and they'd kind of give me shit about it. Yeah. And I, I came up with this crazy thing that I was allergic to hops. Oh, it's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> I used to tell them that, and then that kind of they kind of made fun of me about it. Obviously. Uh, but then, uh, so I went all that time, and then I went off to West Virginia to go to college, and the first night I got there, I got freaking blitzed. I, I had enough. I had enough of being left behind with shit like that. Like and and like I said to the people at that bar that night, you know, we leave no one. No man gets left behind there. <laughs> and then they, maybe that's what did it. Maybe it was the, the thing that I said when I got there. I said, hey, let's drink up. I'm heading to Iraq tomorrow. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't even know what I, I, maybe somebody, I don't know. I can't even come up with a concept of what happened. I don't know. Maybe we're playing pool, and I said, I'll rack it, rack. Ah. I don't know. Just think about that now on your feet? I don't know. There's no no reason. I have no idea. Except for your buddy Jamie went around and told everybody. He was a piece of shit. He might have done it. He actually became a cop later and then ended up getting fired because he kept beating up people in bars. So you can't do that as a police officer. I knew a police officer when I was a firefighter, and he got dismissed because of his – Brutality, well, excessive yeah. force. Well, that's uh, again. This things? is this is what happens. At least we have uh, examples of when the system worked. But it, yeah. it sucks being the people that had to be on the wrong end of it before then. But yeah, uh, like I said, my buddy Jamie was pretty much. He was like you. He's an alcoholic, and just, he would go out to bars uh, off duty, and then I don't know. He'd probably. I'm sure I used to drink around. with him. Probably he was a jerk. Freaking. That kept telling me it was our sophomore year. Kept telling me we were, he was oh we're going to school. He lived right down the street from me, and yeah. we would drive back and forth to West Virginia with each other. So we got this apartment with a bunch of other guys, um, and he didn't show up. And the worst part of it was there were two floors of this apartment, and each one was a separate lease. 
Right. And I was on the lease with Jamie, and I was the only <laughs> one. So I ended up having to pay uh, for two people. And it was fucking ridiculous. Just like you when you try to get on an airplane. <laughs> Jerk, or at the movie theater. Yeah. People people saw the picture of me in that freaking Superman shirt. They, they're they not going to get to see my face, but they saw my body. I'm not that bad. That kind of reminds me of when I... Um... I had to help John Popper into his movie theater seat with all the food yeah. he bought at the concession stand when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah people he, would he know John Popper lived in Quakertown for a while. I was yeah. behind him. Richland Town. Yeah, I was in line behind uh, him at the supermarket in town, and he was buying Duraflame logs, um, <laughs> guns and ammo magazine, and smelt like shit. He used it to throw some like wild parties. Had, it smelled like he had shit his pants, like right before I got in line behind him and just looked awful. Again, he is not a good-looking man at no. any time, but at least in the videos, it seemed they kept him at a distance. Oh my God, guy had the worst freaking acne and just a yeah. freaking just a load. He just looked like he looked like he bathed in fried chicken skin. Oh, he dis- might have disgusting man that John Popper is, and I do not like Blues Traveler. They have okay. like one good song. I I listened to uh, Milk Radio, the app on my phone. And occasionally, Blues Traveler comes on. I want to smash that fucking phone right upside my head. What do you think of that? It's not a very good thing to smash a phone upside your head, though. I know you freaking imitate his harmonica playing every time he comes on. Yeah. Do some some air harmonica. Yeah, there's nothing better than doing air harmonica. (laughs) Guy's a good harmonica player. I'll give him that. And, of course, he'd probably get mad that we didn't call it the harp. Or the mouth organ. Fuck, I'll show you a mouth organ. Listen to the mouth organ, you fat fuck. Wow. It's time for the news, Eric. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. I hate you so much. Yep, I always like to spring it on you. Let's go. I'm not a crazy bitch, Eric. I'm not going to come in here and tell you what you can and can't talk about, but that is inappropriate, and I'm angry about that. You hear me, Jim? Edit that out. Have fun. Boom. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, uh, the other day I told you that uh, Brandon messaged me and said, oh, man, when are you guys going to put up the uh, award show? And uh, and he's like, I don't have anything to listen to. I'm bored. I said, oh, I, I can send you something. And I sent him that clip because <laughs> I know it drives him nuts. It scares him. So, yeah, I laughed. Every actually, time I play it, I actually look behind me to make sure the door doesn't open. I actually should have... Uh, I should have relabeled it so that he, because then he wouldn't have known. But yeah, it, he gets upset about that. But that's what you get. So if you if you talk to me and message me and send me emails, you get crazy clips sent in the mail. All right. Well, there's only one news story, Eric. All right. Uh, this is a uh, weird time for news because most of the sites that I get the news for are shut down this week. Unlike us. You didn't do any investigative journalism? Nope. I actually went to the D.C. site where they have the press news. I think what happens is they um, they also know that everybody shuts down but us, so they don't uh, announce news, which it's funny. because oh, that's why? Yeah. It's <laughs> funny because uh, this is like at the time of year, if I was D.C. and I wanted to release something that wouldn't be quite popular, I would just do it now because nobody would report it and get swept under the rug. But the only thing I could find was that the CW announced that CW TV specials uh, will be shown and will show a Wonder Woman sneak peek and a new Suicide Squad trailer. Do you have any idea what I just said? Yes, I saw this on my Facebook the okay. other day, and I was actually getting excited for when the shows come back. Uh, this is weird, because I'll, I'll tell you what it is, but it actually reminds me of when I was a kid. Now I'm an old fogey. 
Yes. When I was a kid, they'd have those uh, coming up on prime time shows. It right. was like the sneak peek of the fall friggin' TV lineup. Good and times. they also had it for the Saturday morning cartoons. And boy, I loved it. I Me loved as well. those shows. I love them so much. I actually, months ago, I actually sat and watched a bunch that were on YouTube. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love them. But yes, the CW has announced two all new half hour shows titled DC Films Presents Dawn of Justice League and DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Their time is now. Isn't that John Cena's thing? My time is now. I you know, couldn't it's tell you. It's part of his song. Ay, ay, ay. My son used to like wrestling, Eric. DC Films presents Dawn of Justice. Oh. DC Films presents Dawn of the Justice League will be hosted by Kevin Smith, introducing a new Suicide Squad trailer as well as a sneak peek of 2017's Wonder Woman solo movie. Jeff Johns is also listed as appearing, Eric. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, here, we're going to take a bet. What hat will Jeff Johns be wearing? Will it be the Green Lantern one, a Flash one, or will he have a Batman? Batman maybe, v Superman. Do you think he'll have a Dawn of uh, Justice hat? It'll have the freaking symbol with the bat symbol over top of it. I say he's going Wonder Woman. I right. say he will have a Wonder Woman hat on, and he will be the one who will announce that uh, sneak peek. Why don't you have different hats? You're always wearing a goddamn because ball cap. Because I'm not a rich man. I'm not a oh, rich okay. man like Jeff Johns. Oh, my bad. Guy deserves every penny he gets. Sure does. I every love so penny. Uh, the other DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Their Time Is Now, will, of course, be promoting the impending TV series. The special will feature clips as well as interviews from cast and crew, including Greg Berlanti. I don't know about you, but that first one sounds a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch that first one. Uh, the specials there immediately following... Uh, January 19th, all-new episode of The Flash, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, with DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Their Time is Now, uh, followed by DC Films Presents Dawn of the Justice League at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And like I told you, Eastern Time is the only time, Eric, because that's our time. Our time is now, Eric. Our time is now. Our time is now. Are you going to watch both of these? Of course I am. I won't. I'll be in bed. I'll be asleep. I may, if I get around to it and remember, I will tape those things you whatever DVR? you call it now dvr i still call it tivo if i go that i i don't know what's going on I'm, did you I'm have awful. a tivo yeah okay yeah we have a tivo i almost bought a new tv today did you yeah but then we also had to spend freaking gonna say you throwing cash left and ungodly right. amount on a new heater and spent the last two days freezing our asses off but right now it is toasty in here it is actually too hot in this house that's where your hat money's going yeah, really. I, I don't have any more money for hats. I should get. I I would like a um, probably a flat. Nah. See, flash hats. Just it's not going to be a good look. They're either going to be red. Uh, who wants a red hat? I'll have a special weird science one made up for you. Oh, really? Would it yes. be black with a weird science logo, a round logo? No. I would like that. Actually, I okay. wouldn't mind a Green Lantern hat. Not that the Green Lantern is uh, my favorite thing, but I like that look of that hat. Weird science it is. What is weird science it is? How about it's just does it will it just say weird science or it's gonna have that uh that crazy symbol uh the thing that you made up with uh Lisa being uh started. No, don't just say that. weird science. Okay. Come on, I'm not weird a made of cash. Yeah, okay. And then what on the back get? though, all the freaking money's gonna go for putting the website on the back of the hat. <laughs> and it wraps around. It's such yeah. a fucking long ass URL. All right, Eric, that's the news. That's it. All right. All right. Done, done, and done. See you in seven, my friend. See you in seven. In seven. No, we're now just a news podcast. We are done. And it's still it's still late because we sat and yapped forever. Why did we, we get together 
we're going to do a podcast where we talk to each other for five fucking hours. And this is what happens. Every time you say it's going to be a hour. quick one, I tell you, don't say that. You're going to jinx this fucker. I jinxed it. We're going to go on with listener mail or listener mail. And the first one's from Chris. And uh, you remember I forced Chris into sending a mail, and he's going to respond to that. Chris says, hey, fellas, wanted to thank you for reading my last message. It was my first time writing into a podcast, and you were both very gentle. Hope you both had a great holiday week. And before <laughs> I go on, I said to you, this actually really uh, made me happy because I, like you said earlier, both of us, uh, don't really write in the podcast. So for no, him I'm to admit that he usually doesn't yeah, uh, is awesome. And I thank him again. I'm going to be gentle, Eric. I'm a gentle fella. Still working up. my way through your show and just came across Batman 44 show. Oh, uh, do you want to? Is that something you would rather forget? Uh, yes, it would be really? something I would really or, like to forget. I think by now it, it's a badge of honor for you. Oh, yeah? I'm going to get that yep. tattooed on me, Batman yep. issue Batman 44. Batman number 44. What was it? A 4 out of 10, right? Yes. 4 out of 10. Gotta say, right I'm below with, my green goblin. Gotta, yeah, gotta say, I'm with Eric on this one. Cannot believe the fallout from this review. I guess people just aren't allowed to like or dislike different things. I can't stand it when a creator or creative team fosters a cult of personality where their work is graded on something of a curve. This was a lackluster outing, in my opinion. Nothing wrong with that. I've been reading these things for over 25 years, and sometimes good to great runs produce a comparable dud. Sounds yes. like you. I've been reading comics all my I life. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Oh, I love that when you said that. I actually, maybe for this or, oh, you know what we didn't announce also? We didn't announce the award show at the beginning, but I'll do oh. it after this mail. I don't want to screw up. Christmas I'd say now. do it at the end. Yeah. At the end of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll leave it till the end. I'll forget. The, uh, Chris continues, the feedback you received, especially from that anonymous hammerhead on the blog, was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Quote, unquote, anonymous. Freaking guy from Doom Rocket. Who's Jerks. over there? Fucking guy can't get any play on his own goddamn site. He has to come <laughs> and try to cause trouble on ours. That's a dick move that a 15-year-old Jim Warner would have done. Damn right. I think I say that in the podcast, too. But I have class now. I'm a classy fella. I'm classy. I, I make sure you keep it classy. I'm classy yet assy. Yeah. It is as though the comic book fans cannot decide for themselves what they like or are at least not confident about what they do like. And I fully agree with that. So I do agree I. with that. Not just fans. I agree with freaking reviewers as well. Nobody is, everybody's afraid to be like that first one to hate something. Not me. Yeah, I know. You love it. That's your business plan. Business That's, plan all the way. Today on Twitter, the guy, I think it might have been Aqua Anders. No, it was uh, um, Al, uh, Garth Oliver. Garth Oliver, like yes, it was. Uh, said that uh, if the new Aquaman stinks when Dan Abnett takes over, uh, you, it's Dan Abnett, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. He wants me to sick you on it. I said, oh, he'll be there either way. That or Tom Why Taylor. Would, now I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, now I can't either. No, Tom Taylor's on edge of oblivion. Aren't we supposed that's to know right. this stuff? Yeah. Fucking, that's all we do. Talk and yap about fucking DC Comics. We never remember shit. Why would someone seek out a critical review of something if not to have their preconceptions challenged? Are people only reading reviews to validate their own preferences? Yes. Yes, they are. Are we, are they that insecure? Yes. yes. Silliness. I agree, but that's completely that's what, what happens. happens. Well, anytime somebody goes for a review, all they want is validation of their own opinion. It's true. Agreed. It's true. I do hate that this was a torn-from-the-headlines law and order type of issue, wherein the recent happening is distilled down to be fed to a wider crowd and then forced through the prism of a writer's bias. I don't read comics for that. Neither do I. I said to you right away, anytime something involves like a real-life situation, something I'm aware of, like if they... I, Granted, we don't talk about shit, but if uh, if next week 
Midnighter went to France to help out with the freaking charity thing. I, yeah. I, I don't like Midnighter as it is. I'd God, you were pissed it. when Obama showed up in Superman Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I just didn't like that. I don't like it. It's my fictional world. Keep it fictional. Yeah. That, again, you, um, you're you a continuity whore. I don't like the walls to be broken, Eric. I do not, not like them to be broken. I want to commend you guys for your gasp, professionalism, and relative neutrality when discussing the topical events surrounding the conception of this turd. Yeah. I don't know where either of you stand politically, nor do I want to. Damn right. Too many podcasters out there, once they find an audience, get caught up in the rarefied air that is their own flatulence and begin to speak as though they have a certain authority and can, in fact, speak for that audience. I only speak for Green Arrow fans. DC women kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just had a whew. You better get that cough check when you go back yeah, to the doctor. I don't know what happened. <laughs> DC women kicking ass. Hey, hey, hey. They, they called us out. Do you see women kicking ass? Uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago that I defended them on this podcast? Yeah. We, we put up a poll on Twitter just trying to get people's ideas for the end-of-year awards. Best writer. And it was best. No, it was best artist. Oh, was it? Yeah. I oh, learned, that's right. I learned my lesson then and put Gail Simone on, on the writer. <laughs> yeah, we had best artist, and I think it was Greg uh, Capullo. Michael Yannon. Uh, Michael Yannon. And Jason Fabok. Jason Fabok, and then other. And right away, DC Women Kicking Ass tweets us, oh, what, a non-chick poll? No, not even that. It's like they were crying out for feminists everywhere. No, no chick poll? Yeah, no chick poll here. No chick poll. Like, well, there, these Anybody were the listening? Things, Come uh, over here. These the outrage. Were the, um, what were the three of those were what were winning on the email in uh, comments yeah. or whatever. So that was it how we decided we that. Though I'll tell you, then the next day we had Best Writer and Gail Simone went right up there. I didn't want any more <laughs> fucking controversy. But yeah, uh, I actually tried to combat it with telling uh, the I, I tweeted back and said, hey, my wife doesn't like the term chick. And I told you that if we didn't have a podcast or a website where I had talked about all my kids, I would have even said I had five daughters just to freaking be a jerk. <laughs> I have five sons, Eric. Though. I know you Those, do. A couple of them do. Act a couple. A little like daughters. Ah, uh, yes, but yeah, and then they got back to me, and then we went back, and I, I, I would like nonsense. to say things were smoothed over. Actually, it's weird, because they are a blog as well as we are. We like to try to pretend we're not, and when we first started, I actually a felt a camaraderie with them a Kinship? Bit. Yeah, kind of like a, hey, we're, we're sticking it to the man business. And, yeah, uh, underdogs. I, I do not think that they thought the same. Uh, with such reviews and terms as you as uh, saying Kyle Rayner had a rape face. Dude had that, a rape face, dude. Did, Everybody wanted to be inside of, of him. And then I sent them, I again, I'll even go back when, when DC Women Kicking Ass, I had no idea what they were about. Oh my I God. never went to their, they're on Tumblr. I did. It's their main thing. You did. I did not. So I was sending them like weird reviews, uh, <laughs> tweeting them like a Catwoman review that I was saying how sexy she was. Or <laughs> I Maybe they thought I was fucking with them or something, and that's why they hate us. That's the best. I'm telling you. Like, oh, yeah, I just sent this Catwoman to uh, DC Women Kicking Ass. So like, uh, and the header was Crazy Sexy Cool. But what did you do? Hey, crazy Sexy Cool. They like TLC over at DC Oh, Women my God. That's right. I thought it was a blog about like all the DC women and how they kicked ass. Yeah, why would That's you That's all think I thought otherwise? it was. I, all I thought it was. As far as I know now, they just live in the DC area and go out and beat up people. And they beat, beat up, up men. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know what's going on there. I went to their Twitter. Boy, that is not a fun place. Not at all. 
I like fun, Eric, and so goofiness. Why? That is not fun or goofiness. They, That's why they I did not love... like Batman number 44. I, I have high blood pressure. I don't know how high it would be if I was worried about as many things as they're worried about. I'm just worried about getting through the goddamn day, getting up at 3 in the morning. Sucker. That's all I'm worried about. But we're going to continue. <laughs> did we interrupt everybody's mail? I think we interrupt think so. everybody. Wait till that award show. People will see. I just interrupt everyone. <sighs> Sorry for the length and non-topical nature of this one. It's funny because we made it even worse. <laughs> I understand if you omit it and parts are entirely from the show, which we will never do, Chris. Thanks for doing what you do, even during the holidays, Chris. And thanks, Chris. And I'm Thank telling you, you that's one of the better emails we've ever gotten. I love it. Uh, I agree with them completely. And it, it let well. me yell and scream about DC women kicking ass. <laughs> I didn't even say tonight how I fucking hate bleeding cool. Nope. Just think of that, how I fucking hate them with everything of my spirit. Fiber. I, oh, my God. I think they had an awards thing. Like, we had, everybody has their awards at the yeah. end of the year. I think they have an award for, like, most nonsense uh, fucking rumor. That, that's their whole goddamn site. I was going to say, it was just them? It, it just it linked to their homepage. <laughs> <sighs> Weeby geeks are going to kill us, Eric. Weeby Geeks. They, the the Weeby Geeks is the official podcast, I think, or official unofficial podcast of uh, Bleeding Cool. Which is yes, it is. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. Fucking nonsense. Uh, Matty D is the next email, and I'll tell you, Matty D, he got a hold of us. He wants to start his own podcast, Eric. <laughs> and uh, he has a cool idea. I like the idea, and and you came up with a great uh, name for it because what he wanted to do uh, when he does it, and when he does, I'm going to push it hard here. Push it hard, baby. Push uh, it real good. It's like a three-course meal, is yes. what he said. And you came up with the name for the podcast, Three Course Spiel. Sure did. And for once in your goddamn life, Eric, you were right on. <laughs> that is the first time I ever thought, God damn it, he's on to something. All right. Dear Weird Geek Science Fanboy Podcast, or Jim and Eric, I just wanted to first start off by saying thank you for introducing me to the comic Grayson from your many podcast reviews. I'm really liking this book. I was able to grab the digitals just this past week and have been absorbing them faster than Steve McQueen's co-star from the movie The Blob, Eric. I love The Blob. That was filmed kind of close to here. Sure was. I went to that theater and they have a metal, uh, like a bronze thing with the blob coming out. It looks like a big dildo. Oh, Jesus That's Christ. all it looks like. Me and my son were I'm there. Telling you, I tried to get the balcony. Theater. And it, it looked like we were sitting with a dick between us. And Every then I year, looked, and it was actually you. Yes. Yeah. Every year I have plans on going to Phoenixville for Blobfest, and every year I fucking something happens and I can't it's go. All a bunch of people running out of the theater like fucking morons. That sounds hilarious it and sounds fun. Sounds ridiculous. I I'm telling you this year coming up because you isn't just don't it like some, fun. Isn't it sometime in March? Oh, yeah, I'm like it's in DC July. women kicking ass. No one likes fun there. Uh, in, July. in July, I want you to do it. I'm going to be outside filming you, and we're going to put it on the site. <laughs> and I know you're going to trip and fall or hit somebody because you can't see. Because, of course, you will not wear your glasses. Not in public, no. Oh, no. You're too vain. You'll come out. You'll run over a little kid. Oh, it'll be the best. <laughs> the and then is, somebody I'm... will point the blob. They'll be pointing at me, and I'll start crying. The thing is, my buddy really wanted me to do those uh, those Google Glasses, that virtual reality, because how easily my reality is fucked up because of, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't have a real good set of reality and how my mind just goes into things. Yeah. I will totally put myself in the scene and try to run for my life. Uh, you'll come out and you'll actually be in black and white. Second, I would like to wish you both a Merry I'm Christmas. I'm just in black face. Happy New Year. Oh, God. <laughs> now that would be good. Happy New Year. Cheery Hanukkah. Crazy Kwanzaa and Fantastic Festivus. Hope they have been good ones. 
No, they huh? haven't been. I didn't have heat for most of the time. Freaking terrible. <laughs> and the worst was it was it was pretty warm up until like the last couple of days. So like it, Monday. It terrible. Now on to the airing of grievances. Bi-weekly books from DC. Christ almighty, don't let them be three ninety nine books. Of course they will. They will be. My wallet can't take the beating as it is. What the hell happened to drawing the line at two ninety nine? Eh, they wised up. They looked at every Seriously. other company. Freaking Action Labs, uh, Danger Zone. Those books are three ninety nine. They're like, why the hell? If people Inflation's are buying those. A bitch. Sigh, I'm just starting to hop on to new titles, and I'm on the uh, new tighter budget as it is. As the kids say today, what the fuck? WTF, Eric. I was going to say, the kids say WTF. We said what the fuck. Uh, Would you be surprised if the bi-monthly book they do, say they do Batman, that because it's coming up bi-monthly, they switch it down to $2.99 again? No, that would never happen. I know. Tim Drake and Batman Beyond. Okay, so I don't read the Batman Beyond comic, but I do remember that Tim showed up as an old man in the cartoon on Fox with Return of the Joker. Best Tim Drake performance. Don't know if you two have seen it, as it is from the 90s, but it gets a little dark with a flashback to Tim Ro- Tim's Robin being kidnapped by the Joker. The 90s is right in your wheelhouse. Hell I'm yeah. Not, I don't know how. He must think I'm 80 and you're 60. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was in college. I watched every I now was and in again. college in the early '90s, so uh, you know, yeah. a lot of college people sit around and watch cartoons. I watched the show 15, Eric. I actually, I'll say, you watched that in Degrassi, didn't you? Yeah, not Degrassi. 15 oh, no. with Ryan Reynolds. I actually, I tweeted Ryan Reynolds this week about 15. I got no response. I saw I this know, in my I early, yeah, I saw this in my early 20s, well before I had kids, and thought it was a little rough. Mind you, today it may seem a little tame after shows like Rescue Me. Sorry if I went with a reference that you may not have seen, but it's a fucking dark show. You you I, saw all those. I'm telling you that that was airing when I was a firefighter. That was always on whenever it was at the firehouse. I think he was more talking about the freaking Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond? <laughs> no, I watched it as soon as it aired. I yeah, was all about yeah. it. I love that show. It is funny how, as time goes on, things that you thought were like crazy, like my wife would never let my kids watch The Simpsons. Right. And then it kind of became like Family Guy was popular, and then The Simpsons seemed okay. And then South Park, then that made this, you know, it goes down the line. And now they, they watch anything. They were watching that Ephesus for Family. Oh, my God. Freaking nonsense. I hear my nine-year-old in the other room, and all I hear is, I'm going to put you through the fucking wall or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You sure Uh, didn't hear that from you? He's like, no, I was going to say, he says, this isn't funny, Dad. This is like like you. Well, that is all I have for feedback on the last two shows, but I also wanted to throw in one weirdy for your year-end review show. He has single greatest issue. Don't know if it counts as it is an OGN. He says that it is Batman Earth 1 Volume 2. You hate those, don't you, the Earth One? I stuff. do not care for them. I really like this up. universe that Jeff Johns has created for Batman, and his spin on the characters feel more like they would feel, or they would fit into the real world. I particularly like he- Harvey Bullock's rise from a shattered man to a real Gotham detective. This book is great for anyone who liked the TV show Gotham and wants to read a book, uh, Batman book set in a similar vein. Well, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I am too, but I, I don't know. I'd like to read a Jeff Johns Batman, so maybe I'll, maybe I will check it out. I've been avoiding those. I think they even have them at our library, so I could yeah. read it for free. I, I avoid them because of your hate. That's the really? only reason, yeah. My hate has made you not read them? Yep. Usually that would make you do something. No, not with that. Not Not with a book like that, but anything else it would. Well, looking forward to your next podcast, King of the Wicker People, Maddie D. All right, Maddie D. All thank right, you. next one is Paul. And Paul right, and I want to mention another thing about Paul. Paul is doing a comic strip on the on our website. 
and it's going to be every Tuesday. It's called The Weird Side, and it's just going to be kind of comics about the podcast. He's going to make some uh, character profiles. He's going to have a little stories. We, we're even going to send him a, kind of like a running, ongoing story. We just have to kind of make it up. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't really worked on that yet. Uh, I said that you could have a uh, like a horror thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You can That'd do it. Awesome. Go and do it. Yeah, Paul's going to do that. It'll be on every Tuesday, and I'm sure if you go to the site, you'll see it. But Paul goes, after much consideration, I've decided to cancel all of my DC books, with the exceptions of Grayson, Superman American Alien, and Superman Lois and Clark. I may pick up the new Aquaman book, but the chances are slim right now, Eric. He is giving up. He's bailing. I'm telling you, a lot of people are giving up yeah, on Aquaman. I think, every, I think everybody's giving up on everything. This was yeah, a tough decision to, be the to case. make. Yeah, I know. Um, this was a tough decision to make, but it just it just doesn't hold. Uh, I'm uh, problems now. This was a tough decision to make, but it just don't want to. I just don't. Well, that's what it was. It's there's a typo, Paul. You're throwing me off. But I just don't want to keep dumping money in the books that are, in my opinion, subpar. I have Marvel Unlimited, and it's about six months behind the current issues, but that doesn't bother me. I've long been a, I've been a longtime supporter of both Marvel and DC, but as of late, I am always regretting my DC purchases. I will still listen to the show. To be honest, I listen mostly to see what the hell kind of trouble you guys get into or who in the comics industry you guys piss off. Well, enough about that. On to my best of year list. He has a little bit here. My moment of the year, the dildo incident. Jesus Hands Christ. down the best moment ever in podcast history. And then he asks, you hear me, Jim? <laughs> Let's hear it again. You have that ready? Oh, God, no. Okay, well, I'll keep I got it. You got it? You. Let's hear that one more time. I'm not going to come in here and tell you what you can and can't talk about, but that is inappropriate. I'm angry about that. You hear me, Jim? Oh, you God. That out. That's so, it's so funny. It's like one of those things. I'm, I become desensitized to it. Now it just makes me laugh. Whatever, I just it, keep looking at the goddamn door waiting for him to budge in again. Uh, yeah, sound clip of the year is not that, though, Eric, because he liked that live. Sound clip, he likes hot water burn baby. <laughs> and please don't have that. That's the I worst. That is the worst. I, I wake up in the middle that of the night screaming that. Book of the year, Grace, and the single most consistent book put out by DC. Even with that annual, writer of the year, Tom King, artist of the year, Brett Booth, colors of the year, Vincente Cifuentes. Waste of my fucking time of the year tied between Midnighter, JLA, and Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is a he is a Eagles fan, and yeah, good riddance, he says, and I am with him. And that is Paul from San Antonio. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, Paul uh, snuck in some votes there. He uh, We already did the, the uh, podcast, so those votes don't count, but I think that he'll be very pleased with how everything worked out. Except for colorists. Vicente Cifuentes did not make the cut, Eric. No, Brett did Booth not. didn't make the cut either. No? Yeah, he's one of my favorites, but he did not. Now we're going to move on with uh, D-Ron, Darren. D-Ron? D-Ron, Jim and Eric's. I have a nagging feeling that DC is about to screw up and reboot the whole damn universe again. So do I. You and me both. So mumbo jumbo. If in the event this happens, I think they should make Grace and Nightwing again, although new, uh, although new and improved. I think they would. I actually think that... You really think they'd just go and cut Grayson off? Yeah, I, I think they would. Uh, I'm not saying that they would change the creative team or anything like that, but if they're going to reboot, it doesn't make sense for him to be Grayson. If it's anything, I would like them to reboot. Fuck it. Go back to him being Robin. But <laughs> reboot from the beginning, baby. Everything. Back to the beginning. With all the recent banner between Red Robin and Red Hood, I would be perfectly fine with Drake ditching the Teen Titans and joining up with Red Hood as a duo on his own title. 
Tim no longer needs those teeny boppers riding on his coattails. It's time you grow up a little. Granted, this idea will probably go down like a fart in the wind, but since you guys love being attention whores and dig all those emails from the listeners, <laughs> I figured I would throw in my two cents. And he goes on. And I, I would you like a Red Hood Tim uh, Drake book? Of course I'd read it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like it. I'd have to see that because every other issue I read of, like, where they're teamed up, either I like one or I well, hate one. Well, that's because it keeps going back. Exactly. Because it's eternal and they, they are not very consistent. We haven't seen or them in a while. Robin War, you know? Yeah, yeah. There should be there should only be no more than four Green Lantern books, and they should be as follows, says D-Ron. D-Ron is a huge Green Lantern fan, so as I think you... he's the authority. He is. Well, I'm telling you, you speak for the Green Arrow fans, he's speaking for the Green Lantern ones, and he says these are the books that should be. Green Lantern, give me a check or a minus for you, or go, uh, check. Yeah, yay or nay. Yay. Green Lantern Core. Yay. Sinestro. Yay. Uh, that's the one that I, I don't think... I really, I really dig the Sinestro book. Uh, I dig that way more than I dig the I Green do, Lantern book. I do, but right here's now. the thing: because then the next one is a Green Lantern anthology book, spotlighting different lanterns with the revolving door of artists and writers, similar to what the Tales from the Core trade was like during the Jeff Johns run. Nay, uh, I would actually take the green off of that, have a lantern anthology book where you get a bunch. Yeah, but the problem that's is that's how that was. Yeah, the problem is uh, uh, anthology books just they don't do well. Oh, no, they not really at all. don't. Uh, that would fail in like uh, seven issues. I know, but what I would say is that Lantern Anthology book could have Sinestro. So there. So there. Well, but, I, like know, the I know you like Sinestro, but I, I uh, how about, well, I guess you have Green Lantern Corps that takes care of even the, uh, like the New Guardians, I really like. That, so I, did that, I. that would have to be one of the books for me. But I don't know what it would be called. Tales from the Lantern. That's Tales terrible. Tales from the Lantern. Three Course Spiel. Three-course spiel. This would obviously give other lanterns like Belize, Guy Gardner, Arissa, Baz, Sornik, Natu, etc. some exposure to the fans while keeping each character's story short and sweet. I'd be interested in hearing both of your takes on this matter. And that's the end of D-Run. Thanks, D-Run. And like I said, I, granted, Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, I think, are right on. Um... I would really like an anthology book, but not just Green Lantern. I'd like to have them all. And Sinestra, just, I do like the book. Just seems Honestly, like... I just don't know. I, like, I really dug originally when we had the four Lantern books where we had Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, Red Lanterns, and New Guardians. Yeah. The problem with that is, since we had all these books, they always want to do this fucking crossovers. So and yeah. you're buying all four. And I wasn't buying all four at one point, but then I began to because of the fucking crossovers. How about if they went back? Green Lantern, the book, Simon Bass. I really And then the that. core is how in charge of the core, well, and you get the, the main well, was, lanterns there. That was the problem we had before, though. When Hal became the leader of the Green Lantern Corps, the Green Lantern book and the Green Lantern Corps are indistinguishable. It was it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it was uh, it was an issue. Would you like? Uh, actually, I'd like a little revolving door on that. Maybe uh, you know, twelve issues with uh, Simon Baz, and then you go and get a little uh, Kyle Rayner. Honestly, like even or it, maybe a new Green Lantern. Even if it doesn't make sense, like uh, if they they'd have to play it a certain way, I wouldn't mind a Power Ring book with Simon Baz in it and they're working together. No, really. Yeah. That would sell none. Oh, I agree, but I'd enjoy it. Okay. Well, you're just you're just throwing it out there, seeing what throwing sticks, seeing what sticks to the wall like spaghetti. Well, I always do. All right, the next email is a short one from Chisanga. He says, hey, Jim and Eric, now that we are halfway through Batman and Robin Eternal, what do you guys think of the story so far as a standalone story and compared to Batman Eternal? I have not been impressed. I think it's better I, I than Eternal, dis- but it's not I, the greatest. I do. The problem is if you would have taken Eternal and, and 
pushed it down to 26 issues. I think actually if they would have tightened that up that way, it might exactly. have been a little better. That's my biggest the, issue. The, it bookended okay. It was that middle that, that went a little south. Uh, this has just, I don't know. I, nothing has happened. They give you this huge cliffhanger and a really good setup, that first issue. Yeah. And really, when you think of it, nothing really has happened since Maybe then. if they tighten this up to 16 issues, it would have been better. 13. 13? Uh, just a 12-issue 12, 12, uh, miniseries. That would have yeah. been fine. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's got a lot of filler already. And I like this issue. We'll talk about it in a little bit. I really liked it. But, As again, well. it really didn't push the story forward. It's Not more, at all. It's more of a character study, Eric. A Is that what you'd call it, a character study? study? A character study. But thanks, Chisanga. And, yeah, Thank you, Chisanga. I, um, I've not been impressed. And, like I said, I do like it more than the full Batman Eternal. Me as well. Oh, <sighs> yeah. But yeah, that that might be a backhanded comment or a compliment because I didn't like Eternal at all. Uh, J-Man's next. J-Man says, hey, Jim, what's up, Eric? What's up, J-Man? I haven't emailed you guys for a couple of weeks, but I still been listening to your podcast. I know you guys are doing award nominations for Best of 2015. You, If you actually post an article, which we did, or yes. a podcast, which will come out uh, later this week, you should also do a Worst of 2015. I'll give you a couple suggestions. <laughs> My awkward podcast interruption goes to Eric's girlfriend, freaks out, and chimes in on the dildo conversation. <laughs> Telling you, I, I said the next day, she's, she's a star, Eric. Yes, she is. She tried to, uh, you know, put an end to the nonsense, and all she did was start it. Worst single issue that was critically acclaimed by experts, Batman 44. All right, it's coming back around my way now. I like it, too, because that was uh, acclaimed by experts, so that means that you are not an expert, Eric. You are an idiot. Fuck. You're a man of the people. Worst new series in the DCU. And then uh, he does not. Oh, that <laughs> did he answer that? Do you see not that? that I have. I do not see it. Uh, somehow that did not transfer over. Doctor Fate. All right, <laughs> that's what you say. All yes. Right. Anyway, I wanted to tell. Yeah, I. I hey, uh, Jay, man, if, check your email and see if that has it because somehow mine did not get it. <laughs> I, he's just leaving it up. Maybe he's just saying it all sucked. Anyway, I wanted to talk about my favorite weekly DC series, Batman and Robin Eternal. I noticed a number of people on another comic site, Comic Vine, he says, comment on this week's issue, how great it was, and how they can't understand why people are dropping and hating on the series. While this issue may have been better, I skimmed through it at my local comic book store. The overall series from issue to issue has been a failure mainly because of inconsistent writing. I can see how Cassandra fans would really enjoy the last couple of issues, but enjoy them while they last, because very soon we'll get back to the pointless Tim and Jason bromance, the pointless was-she-a-brainwash-automaton-of-mother Harper Rowe, who I still feel is forced into the series because she is a personal pet project of Snyder's, a dick who doesn't get much attention or much action from issue to issue, a just-happy-to-be-here-and-do-nothing Stephanie Brown appearance, and Poppy! <laughs> oh, oh Poppy. Poppy! I have a feeling we're going to see Poppy before Stephanie Brown. She has fallen off the face of the earth. Of course, Stephanie. She's just hanging out with Colin playing video games. She is going to show up like the last two issues and just like act like nothing happened. Turns out Stephanie Brown is mother this whole time. It's weird. If you're not on that list, she she wasn't on the list, right? Yeah. You're not on the list. They don't they don't have any time for you. Worst part about this whole story is that cast will probably not be used much after this weekly's over. I, I still think that they're going to make a Birds of Prey with her. They have God, to. I hope so. They are doing so much to try to push her. Scott Snyder and DC Bro, Harper, are just spoiler, teasing and Sandra, yeah. yeah. Scott Snyder and DC are just teasing the cast fans the same way they teased us about Men Eternal with Stephanie Brown and Hush as the big bad. 
We were talking about Hush. You were asking who freed Hush in Batman Eternal. Early I don't think we ever found out. No. Was it, I, I mean, no, we, we, thought we never it was got Joker. back to it. It's Joker, yeah. yeah. I have a theory about Snyder's next big project with Greg uh, Capullo. After Capullo returns from his creator-owned series with Miller, I think Snyder and Capullo are going to be the new writers for Wonder Woman. And I actually sent uh, J Man an uh, email after when I got this. We actually talked about that on the uh, award show. show. Yeah, yeah. That, and I got this like either that night or the next day. And yeah, I thought maybe he's hanging out in my closet, <laughs> freaking waiting to jump out. He thought there was a cuckold going on or some freaking I don't know what. I always expect. Yeah, and ended up hearing Wonder Woman conversation. Snyder has done the Superman story he wanted to do in Superman Unchained, which I believe had some foreshadowing for events in Batman. He has run Batman into the ground with the stories he wanted to do. A guy who is that full of himself has only one other major character to write in the DCU before he declares himself the greatest writer of all time, and that's Wonder Woman. If you re-listen to enough of his older interviews, you'll hear him talk about a Wonder Woman story idea he wants to tackle, yet there is no mention of this in more recent interviews, as if he was presently working on it. And DC gave him a gag order for discussing all things Wonder Woman related. Yeah, that'll be funny. He, he'll, he'll do this Wonder Woman, and the, the sales of Wonder Woman are decent enough, and yeah. they'll, go, they'll go up like 1,000, 2,000, and he'll, he'll proclaim himself the uh, be-all, end-all of Wonder Woman. That's another guy I hate. I, ju- I just don't like the guy. I, I don't know him personally, obviously. I, it just annoys me. I, he really does. He, he wants to be the smartest guy in the fucking room. I'm telling you, if he came in this room, he would be. But <laughs> What do you guys think about a Snyder written and Capullo drawn Wonder Woman series? I'd actually like it. I think so would I. I'd, I'd read it. Again, it, it's also another thing. I'm sure that if you talk to him, uh, he has to be getting tired of doing Batman. He really uh, does. I want to see a green arrow. That'd be good, too. We, we mentioned that. The Finches aren't doing anything good with Wonder Woman. Pfft. Yeah, you'll hear about that later. Yeah. This week's issue was terrible, which is why I think DC is putting Wonder Woman in a holding pattern with the Finches. Instead of firing their asses and getting a competent writer and a more consistent artist who meets their deadlines until Snyder and Capullo are both ready to take the Amazonian helm. I just read this week's issue of Flash. Although the story did not blow me out of the water, I will definitely miss Brett Poo's art. One thing I hope they change is Flash's overall complicated and detailed costume. I hope they return the simplicity that was Manipul version of the costume. So do I. Yeah. What are some of the things that you guys hope to see from DC in the new year? What titles do you think they should cancel? There's a lot. <laughs> Doctor so Fate, Midnighter, yeah. just off the top of my JLA? head. JLA. Uh, JLA. Yeah, that should be canceled. Uh, what else? Anything I'm else? I'm trying to think. That, the, uh, the big, that uh, Legends of Tomorrow anthology coming out. Just cancel it now. It. Cancel it now. Nobody's looking forward to it. You are the only one. Okay. It's an $8 book. It's 80 pages. Yes. You're not reviewing that. I, I want to read Firestorm. Yeah. yeah, you'll hate it. Well, uh, plus, I, I guarantee you it's going to have no continuity and it's going to drive you nuts. And as long as I know they're going in, I'm okay with it. All right. What characters do you think deserve their own series in 2016? Shazam. Shazam's always Shazam's always the one. Yes. Um, anybody else? I would still like to see a Robin's book. So would I. I want to see a new Birds of Prey book. Yeah, Birds of Prey. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I'd like that. And uh, of course, I would like a Supergirl book. A you know, a Supergirl That's main. A, book. I want a Superboy book. Yeah. There we go. We want a lot of books. Yeah. But yeah. Those would all be good. I personally hope they stop giving Palmiotti and Connor opportunities to rule more DC characters. I'm hoping Venditti's Green Lantern run is nearing its end, and Tom Taylor's doing Edge of Oblivion as a trial run for his upcoming Green Lantern run. That'd be amazing. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Venditti. I like him. 
Uh, the series has not been good since he's taken over. I, I Especially don't, now I don't with the Renegade stuff, flash. it's not people, good. People hate his flash. I, yeah. I do not mind it. Actually, I'm a fan of it. That's all for now. Sorry I was so long-winded, but I miss talking to you guys. Keep up the good work, and Eric, play me something from Trading Places. Oh, I thought about that when you like I read this email. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I like coming to America better, so I'm going to play that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you you've watched Raw and uh, yeah, 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 that's Delirious. definitely ripped from that his whole routine oh, with totally. that where he's like going around, hey Andy, fuck you, you're the fuck you man. <laughs> I love Eddie Murphy. I, I, why can't he just he should just get rid of this goddamn Shrek business and get back to just do a tour. With his old stand-up. Get in that, you, le- really get in that red leather that. outfitter. And the SNL 40th anniversary. I really wanted him to come back as old Eddie. Yeah, I love him. That laugh, everything. He was so good. I like Trading Places, too. I, th- I think it's a little overrated. I, li- I just like Coming to America better. I, I, think I both love Coming to America. Me and my buddy Herb used to watch it all the time. Uh, I like when they, uh, when, uh, what's his name with them? Uh, God damn. Arsenio? Yeah, Arsenio. When Arsenio has that nice apartment then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they want a rundown apartment. And the, the landlord goes, here's my apartment. It's, it's a, a real, real shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but J-Man ends with thanks, J-Man from Santa Barbara. Thank you. Thank you, J-Man. All right. And yes, trading places I think is overrated. So take that. Next Hold one. Up. What? I got to take a break. I'm going to piss my pants. Okay. We'll take so, a break. I was getting really quiet there because I'm just really concentrating on not fucking uh, pissing my pants. All right, and I'm not going to edit that out. I know you're Let's not. Let's go to a break. I hate you so much. And we're back from Eric's emergency pee break oh god how was it talk, how did we have to, why did we have to talk so much about new year's i usually have this freaking like set pretty well when we could take the piss breaks i'm telling you when people listen to the award show they're gonna wonder like at points like where's eric he hasn't said <laughs> you probably got up 10 times during that podcast no i don't think 10 it was 12 it was twice i'm sorry twice uh yeah but uh some of you cut out there i know i did i freaking uh I even I pushed a button. Never mind. But the one time you guys were talking, you guys were talking about me getting them going. I was still here. I just wasn't saying anything because fuck you guys. Well, well, Brandon uh, is the next male, Eric. That you interrupt. Oh, pee in the potty. I was for the just Lord. about to go with Brandon, and you had to go to the bathroom. He says, so "Hey, fellas." Well, I'm Jess just going to come dye her hair. Oh, jeez, was she? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to come out right out and say it. Where is this emergency podcast you promised? It's now Friday night at 10 p.m. and I need it for tomorrow since I have to suffer at work. This is when I got this. I sent him the the uh, thing with uh, Jesse Allen. Let me guess. Is Jim's wife saying he needs to spend more time with his 15 kids? Eric's being squirrely and wants to be paid overtime clicks, doesn't he? Or is it Reggie doesn't have a precious 11 hours to spare? Which, let's be honest, is inevitably how long this is going to run. Did, Ryan run, did run longer than I thought, and I felt bad for Ryan. No, it really didn't affect me too much. But what time did we get done? Two thirty, three o'clock. Jody fell asleep. It ends with Jody is asleep, and he yeah. he actually I thought maybe he had technical difficulties. He uh, legitimately said 
Uh, it was right. He fell asleep. Then he woke That's up. That's how interesting we are. Then he woke up and was on Twitter a little for a while. <laughs> yeah, he had fallen asleep. Come on, guys. This is what I've been begging for, entertainment. Uh, this is, oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. This is what I've been begging for. Entertain me some more for free, damn it. <laughs> Finally snowed here, so inevitably I get sick for a few days, so I curled up on the couch and, and watched Making a Murder. Making a Murderer on Netflix over two days. Great show, by the way. Totally recommend it, especially up Eric's alley. Yeah, he sent me a tweet the other day about it, um, and I meant to do it on New Year's Day, but I felt like shit and I forgot all about it. Well, he felt like shit. It seemed to no, I'm saying that, but up I, a little. I forgot all about it, though, because of that. Finally, after feeling a little better, I get my comics and come back to your site after I read them, and you ch- uh, changed it on me. And it changes back. <laughs> oh, and now a message board's introduced. I never get how those work, but I'm going to give it a try, which he did. He's yeah. the, one of the only ones who, who did give it a try. Uh, come on, guys. They already changed Superman and Batman on me this year. Easy on my old heart. Is this your version of the DCU type reboot over there? Because you, you. you gave up damn quick. Yeah, I was, I was going back and forth. I, I liked, like I said, I liked parts of it, but it just it wasn't fully what I wanted. Anyway. For what it's worth, I kind of like the new style, the brief glimpse I got of it anyway, and kind of wish it would come back and see me sometime, Eric. Come up with super sometime. <laughs> I, uh, I am working desperately to get that look back. I yes, did like it. And I actually, want. I told you, look more professional. Yes. We might even get like previews or something or be able oh, to be shit. on the freaking Google News. Yahoo News. Google News. They sent us Google a thing news. to be a part of it, yeah. and they, we, we sent it to them, and they're like, sorry, you're not professional. Yeah, so God it, damn it didn't look professional enough. It did look nice. Since uh, you're changing things, I have a site suggestion. Let's maybe clean up the lo- site logo. It looks like you stole your Twitter avatar and blew it up only until you can recognize every pixel. No, yeah. the thing is, I, I, we shrunk down the friggin' Twitter avatar from this. I spent like a week and a half working on that goddamn thing. Jesus, that's a, a wasted week. I mean, you have high-quality pics everywhere so else, like phone wallpaper type stuff. But there at the top is that blurry, ugly mess just backgirling, which means being shitty, uh, <sighs> the site up. You know, I am not a, I'm not a guy who can do all this stuff, so the fact that I actually got it well, to look that we good, changed I was it. really I happy said to about you, it. I didn't even read this far into the email before this, because I like to keep it fresh. Yeah. And uh, I actually sent a message to you today and said, we got to get a new logo. You sent yeah. me a preview of something you had. I put it right up. It's I know, I'm like, right it's not now. done yet. I don't care. I think it looks better already, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try tomorrow to get that site look up. I have a way I think I can do it put so much work in that logo (laughs) i took two days to freaking try to change the look of the site only to go right back to what it was i even have a test site up that i was doing crazy shit on uh even more it was nonsense i think it's the second iteration one before that with lisa yeah 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 you're still talking about your logo it bothers me yeah i didn't get the opportunity to write in last week which meant uh means i didn't get the comment about the forbidden topic does eric have to talk very quiet now did, did he have to agree to give over editing control to Jess? I mean, how are you two still alive? She was so angry. I yeah, cooled shit was. over him. I'm, I'm God damn, smooth. that was awkward for all involved, even the listeners. Like, mom slapped dad at the <laughs> dinner table, and it wasn't even your house type weird. I had to scurry off into a corner, turn my back Blair Witch style, and just wait and pray for it to end. That's nice reference. I honestly prayed to the DC New Gods for your you, Eric. I think that's why you might be okay. 
So he, he prayed for you. I'm Thank you. Problems reading these words. Thank you, brother. Or did she get to you? And is the cyborg Eric program the smoke more than ever and never bring up dildos again? God, I hope not. Now, now I have a reason to wear the eye patch. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I'm in sick as hell, so only got to Eternal and Justice League so far. Enjoyed both this week. I hope Eternal stays good, like it has been lately, and doesn't take another nosedive until the home stretch. But let's be honest, it's got Batman's name on it, so I'm here for the ride either way. My complaint this week is that Cliffhanger was lame as hell, which brought down an otherwise good issue. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I, it's nonsense. I thought it was, was kind of okay. cool. No suspense in that situation. Nobody blowing up. We all know this. As for Justice League, I can say I it's really nothing. catching me up on the DC roster. I don't know uh, much about Barda and Scott or the Anti-Monitor, which I have to say I appreciate. I want to read the story with the crime syndicate the first time around, but it's collected so weirdly. Any suggestions? Um, no, I really don't know how the trades look for these off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. I did say that uh, Jeff Johns was a genius and has turned uh, a... Year old story and no great setup for this one. Sure does. Anyways, I'm so happy the art is back to where it was uh, too now. I enjoy it so much more, and I feel like it allows me to overlook things I might nitpick, probably because I'm too busy drooling over its awesomeness. That's what I said. God, I wish I yeah. God, I wish I had that type of usefulness for the world. (laughs) Keep up the good work. I'm gonna make another Nyquil. Take another Nyquil nap. I love Nyquil naps. Brandon at B Mirror. 3660. Yeah, I like Thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Brendan. And I will check out that uh, Making a Murderer show that you no. suggested. And the emergency podcast will be coming up in a couple days. Yes. I think everybody is thrown off. You fucking dropped the ball. I Last week you said, hey, we're going to be recording that, so you'll see that first. And I think it threw everybody off. They said that was never the plan. Well, I don't know what plans it are. Never you guys the don't discuss the plans. I, again, though, we recorded Wednesday night. We got done at 3. When were we editing this? Man, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I we, don't know what we would have had, is. And I told you before we were going to put it up on a Wednesday. What, you think I was? we were going to turn back time? What are you, fucking share? Why didn't you correct me at the time? Uh, because I didn't even think what you were That's saying. Right. And then I realized, what the hell did you say? I told you right away then. I said afterwards. I should have went on and had a little editor's note. <laughs> Pistols the next mail. Happy New Year, Jim and Eric. Can't believe you guys Happy. recorded on Boxing Day. Hardest working guys in podcasting is this hashtag, and that is true. Nice. Great podcast last week. Hopefully this anniversary podcast will top them all. Hashtag happy anniversary. It doesn't feel like an anniversary. And I hope you keep does, up with the personal. I'm not doing anything for it. I hope you keep up with the personal <laughs> stories, yeah, and nonsense in future podcasts. I, I think this one proves oh that those God. are not going away. I'm speaking of my pants because of it. Speaking of which, I'm intrigued by Eric's hints that he has more recent crazy stories about his mother. Oh, and then he says, "So please, sir, may I have some more? You want you want <laughs> nice. to dish out anything, or you're not ready?" Oh, jeez. Uh... What'd she do for Christmas? Oh, my God. I really wish you wouldn't have brought that up. I was going to keep this close <laughs> to the chest. Uh, do you remember me telling you how uh, all my friends were trying to get me out Christmas Eve, and I said I was making up some shit like, oh, I had some presents yeah, to wrap, yeah, and I want to yeah. do my He-Man review, and I just ended up not going out? Yeah. My mother ended up going out and seeing them there. Oh, really? She went out, did she? Well, yes, was, she was did. Was she out celebrating the holiday? Yes, in one of those depressing, I'm by myself manners, and I just really don't want to be a part of it. Did just, she hang out with your friends? I believe she did. Did she hang out afterwards with any of these friends? Oh, God, you son of a bitch. That's what you're afraid of, aren't you? No, I'm just afraid of her like making a depressing scene, and because really? I don't want to hear about it, and it really just bothers well, me. Well, you that. saw your friends since then. Did anybody say anything? 
Yeah, a friend who like I saw at my buddy Jay's uh, birthday party back in July who did not even know who I was. Today she's talking to me again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. At the New Year's party, she's talking to me. Hey, I think I saw your mother. I'm like, God damn it. I'm so sorry. She's like, no. <laughs> and she's like, don't worry. She's going through a hard time. I know what that's like. I'm like, oh, she was, she fuck? was, she was crying to everyone. And that's wasn't the thing. She? It's like, what the fuck did she tell you? I'm not saying that. Your mom hates me, so I'm not going to say anything bad about her. I hope that the gu- I won't even say anything about her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I'm so glad I didn't show up though, because that would have just been an awkward, terrible time. You would have just left. Actually, you'd have problems because you would have had Jess probably drop you off. Well, because when you go out, you're a jerk. No, don't no, let I'm her saying go that out with you. That would have been New Year's Eve with all the friends and shit like that. So she would have been out there too. But I'm telling you, the last time uh, she was at a bar with me, it was a long time ago. Didn't that cause trouble? Didn't she almost a get you lot of in trouble. a fight? No, no. Dead, I think is the word you're yeah, looking yeah. for. See, what what I, happened? She was she she had just fallen off the wagon. She decided to get back into drinking, and my stepfather kind of like you at Thanksgiving. No, no, kind of like me at Thanksgiving. You piece of shit. Yep. So my stepfather, my brother and sister were in West Virginia visiting family, and she was by herself. She's like, "I want you to I'll, if you go to the bar, I want to go with you." I'm like, oh, "All right." And then we went, and then I hung out till like midnight, and I like a friend of mine said she'd take her home. I'm like, "Okay." And so I left, and as soon as Took I her left, home, huh? All hell broke loose. Because I had been seeing a woman at the bar that night who, who was married. Yes. And her husband was there that night. And my mother proceeded to tell him that I was banging his wife. Mm, now, that. she tells me that she didn't say any of these things. But the DJ was a friend of mine. He's like, yeah, I don't know what happened after you left. Somebody's mom like, said something. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> there was nobody else's mother there. No. Oh, yeah. Your mom likes controversy. Yeah, every relative. You have a relative that is a racist and tried to get you to fight like ten black guys. Oh my god! And then called the you called you a pussy because you wouldn't. Yeah. And not so even just that you just didn't want to die. You're not a racist. No. So you're like there was no reason. All she wanted you to do was fight them because of their color. I used <laughs> to go and make I used to go and make sure she was okay. And this one time we we're having a couple of drinks. We stopped by a bar, got some uh, sixers, and we're going back. And on the way back, there's a bunch of black guys in the parking lot. Yeah, they're just she, in the parking lot, right? Yeah, they're just hanging out. And then she walked by saying something about, you goddamn cotton pickers. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And then they're just hanging out in the front yard then. Yeah, they saw I, yeah. We in the front yard, they probably have that, that move with the bat. Oh, my God. <laughs> they wanted and to then, kill somebody, which they I, have every right to. Agreed. And I went out to smooth things over, and then she called me a goddamn pussy for not fighting them. And then I <laughs> talked to her twice after that. One was at a family reunion. One was at a funeral. I was going to say, wasn't the family re- reunion that she called you while you were at the family reunion and tried you to uh, tried to get you to beat up her boyfriend or something? No, yeah, no. She she was trying to get me to beat up her boyfriend because they're like, oh, she's like, oh, he hits me. And I'm like, well, don't see him anymore. Yeah. And then she's... called him up. And made me get on the phone with him. So you didn't stop that boyfriend, Eric? Oh, absolutely you not. I, I'm fucking, I sent her on her way, and I haven't <laughs> talked to her since. <laughs> she does not sound like a good person. She is dead to me. I used to, uh, I'm telling you, yeah. I loved my... What's Aunt her Vicky. name? We need a name. Vicky. Okay. Aunt Vicky. Aunt Vicky. Get to it. Freaking uh, Robert. He's got... I have no idea what the hell happened to her. She, I'm telling you, when my father died, she like she just destroyed herself. Yes. Uh, yes, and I and I also want I want Paul to start drawing a, a figure of Aunt Vicky telling you to go fight people. Oh my God! Uh, now this is a dark place. Now I don't want to have fun anymore. I just want to go think and contemplate my life gonna, and my family. You have to go to the bathroom again. No, Jess is in there dying her hair. Still, 
I guess Purpose it's don't match the curtains. I have I am now uh I've lost my place here. Okay. Uh by the way, we are still in pistol smell. I know it, anyway, anyway, on I to ha- the meat I and cheese. I have more story. That was just from okay. what happened He's recently. Pistol now. says Jesus. anyway, on to the meat and cheese. First, Robin Moore issue two did get delayed by a week. I feel Again, dead inside now. Uh, uh, pistols call me out because I, I didn't know that Robin yeah. Moore was uh, delayed. And I'm telling you, a delay of a week, I'll deal with that. I don't mind about that. It's that JLA business. That month like and a half? Three months. Uh, it was delayed by a week. At least that's what my comic supplier told me. Oh, yes, your famed comic supplier. They have to be right, don't they? Fucking oh, comic Scottish. supplier. Yeah, really. Second, I was really surprised by the news that DC, uh, from DC that they're going to put out some of their uh, titles bi-monthly, bi-weekly. By the way, in the UK, we would just call that fortnightly. I like well, that term, fortnightly. Well, that's fucking stupid. I'll I don't want everyone to say that See you in a fortnight, governor. See you in a fortnight. You cockney bastard. <laughs> but I know that word isn't much in use in America. No, yeah, we not don't since Lincoln said it. We don't use that. That's uh, that's for score. You know what's so funny here <laughs> in America is America? a lot of times I'll say, "Oh, it's half past four. People look at me like I'm a fucking I'm talking gibberish there. That's because most that's, people are idiots. And that's you know pretty common. My mom would say a bunch of things. She'd say Fortnite, and I'd laugh <laughs> and tell her that she's an idiot. I used to tell my mom sometimes. I'm like, you know, mom, I fucking hate your guts. And she I just to watch her cry. Yep, that's all it was. That it, it's true. I wanted to see her cry. I was. I was. I I just didn't like her, and I would like to see her cry. It seems like a good idea until you look at DC's recent track record of getting books out on time. On top of that, it makes me think that perhaps there will be a drop in quality and that it may channel some of my limited funds away from the smaller titles, which we said that was a – that's what I fear the most, that what people who, say, want to keep up with Batman or Justice League – will have to drop another book because some people just don't have the money like you have, Eric. I'm not, saying, they don't pull up to up. the comic shop in their rickshaw and get I'm out, saying. smoke, lighten your cigar with fucking hundreds and yeah. grab your... And in fact, you used to have a pull list at points that got up to $200. It was a crazy time in that my was life. That was a crazy I needed time, to have everything. Right. Yeah, that was, that's... Didn't we all? On a side note, I've recently begun rewatching Young Justice. Have you guys ever watched it? God, I love Young Justice. I've watched all of it. I loved it, too. I watched every episode, Eric. Every episode three times in a row. No, I didn't watch it. I, I, I'd let you borrow it, but I still haven't gotten my gods and monsters back. I'm going to get to that. And what did you think of it? You were a huge fan. Oh, it's the best series that DC's ever put out. I'm telling you, it is better than Just League Unlimited, and I think that was possible. And you like better than Batman uh, Animated Series. Oh, uh, that's hard. I'm telling you, because of all the characters. That's Batman, what you're saying. The anime, oh, fuck me. Batman the Animated Series for the first, like, two seasons was gold it's still a great series overall but young justice was just ahead of the game at that time and they canceled it yeah you're gonna sell the action figures flip flopper that's the action figures i was told by somebody i forget who is that's why that green lantern the animated series didn't uh, oh that's exactly why go. that those series are basically if you don't sell figures it's canceled if not i highly recommend it to you and the other listeners i think it is one of the best anime series dc has ever put out and i, I really wish it had a longer run Keep up the great work, champs, and hopefully we can get another year out of you before one of you die or is arrested for hate speech. I don't know. Oh, you God. said you said cotton picker earlier. No, my aunt said cotton picker. I was quoting her. <laughs> I, I'm going to edit that. It's going to sound like you're just, uh, you just going to come home from the... You're going to say, I came home from the bar and these cotton pickers. <laughs> That'd be so good. What I said to you earlier, I was watching the commentary of uh, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because just watching Leprechaun Two: Back to the Hood isn't enough. Uh, seriously, before we go on, you're going to say how awful it was, and you told me, and it is awful. But oh, yeah. what were you expecting from the commentary from Leprechaun Two: Back in the Hood? I'm telling you, I had the director and who was also the writer and Warwick Davis who played Warwick the Leprechaun. Davis actually was on there. Yeah. Did he talk that, any Wicked? Did, did he I, talk no, a little Wicked? Actually, the director did because of how much he used to watch Wicked did in college or high did school. He, did he talk any, uh, what's it called, uh, Willow? Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. When you said Wicked, I immediately no, heard he Willow. Was, no, no. That's they, the uh, He talked Willow. Okay, he did talk Willow. He didn't yeah. talk Wicked, though? No, not really. All oh, right. Well, what did he say? Go on. I, I don't even know you. if I can I'm just going to interrupt everyone. But no, it's the line, the thing is, uh, the leprechaun breaks into this black woman's house. And she's like, oh, don't hurt me. And then pulls out a shotgun and shoots him right there. And she leans over him. Goddamn crackers. That's what you get for always breaking in the niggas' houses. And then the freaking uh, director of the company is like, I love how ironic that line is. I'm like, I think that's kind of racist. I don't know what you just said was really racist. I can't believe you went there. I hate you. Oh, my goodness gracious. I have a lot to edit out for my year-end Eric Hate Speech podcast. It's a new podcast I'm working at. It's called Three Course Spiel. And it's every <laughs> every episode is three sections of Eric just hating on everyone, and I don't. Why don't you call? Like it. Why don't you use your idea, Bat Flash? Bat Flash, that's the best. Bat Flash would have been a great site. I wonder what happened to that little Eric. Little Eric. Little Eric was going to make a site. Uh, it was a site, right? It wasn't a podcast. It, it, it was it a, a podcast? Site, yeah. I want to, maybe it was a podcast. Maybe he was going to do both, but he liked Batman maybe, and maybe Flash. Maybe it was Little Eric Lee from, uh, who came from the past. It might have know. been, but his, him and his friend were going to start that podcast, and they they liked Batman and Flash, so I told him Bat Flash. So how could he, can't get any better. Bat Terrible Flash. Name. All right, we're going to end the How mail. did I get on Leprechaun? I don't know. How did you ever put that in your player? We're going to end with Manship. Manship. That's because Encore was playing a freaking marathon of last night. I went to bed before Back to the Hood came on. And you just had to get back to the hood. Well, I own all the What's movies. What's worse, do you think? Uh, Leprechaun 2, Back to the Hood, or um, uh, Nerds in Paradise? Uh, back, to, back to the Hood. How about that or Police Academy 5? I don't know if I've ever watched Police Academy 5, I but they are all on demand right now. Yeah. I love the uh, the subtitles of all the, the Police Academy Mission movies. to Moscow? Yeah. I, I thought that was 5, actually. I think that was 7. Okay. I have no idea, though. Ah, Manship I fell off of that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Manship says, everyone needs a break. Everyone except the Weird Science crew. The hardest working podcast crew around. If you listen to last week's Christmas special podcast, then you know what I'm referring to. Oh, I was angry last week. It's going to kill you. We came back from that last break. I actually, again, we don't edit much out. You made me edit me coming back from that break because I just went off. You came off so angry. Uh, I I was. We were having a good time. I was fucking furious at you. Jim was trying his best to force choke Eric towards the end of the episode, but Eric is no <laughs> dummy and knows that you can't force choke through a Skype connection. Duh. If they continue at this pace, someone's going to get hurt, which will probably end up being us, the fans. For the love of Kelly, Kelly Brock. Isn't that Kelly LeBrock? Sure is. Yeah. Come on, man. And Starfire. Please take a break before Eric hires Stinky Jamie to take out Jim. <laughs> Dirtbag dog. I'm telling you, we went to the gym today. And I may not have changed my clothes since I last saw you at work. So you're stinky, Jimmy? Oh, my God. I actually made my kids smell my pits. That's one of the things that a father has to do. I, I stunk so that's why, bad. That's why I don't have kids. It had like an alkaline smell oh, to it. It was so awful. 
And I made Logan come over, and they, he laughed so hard how bad it was. And I heard him run downstairs and say that I really stunk. And then we went to the gym, Eric. I did not take those clothes off. Oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, I did. Uh, and I took a Frenchman's shower, doused yeah. myself in cologne. Thanks for keeping it real, fellas, and being my number one podcast for 2015. I am a smelly man. <laughs> he says, pla- he signs up Plastic Man Ship. All right. All right. And that's the mail, Eric. We are Pretty sure he's used that time. one before, too. Do you think? I believe so. I don't know. I know he's. That's a shout out to this week's, uh, the um, Injustice Annual, Year Four Annual, which we will not talk about in no. this podcast. But is a big Plastic Man uh, issue, and if you love Plastic Man, I suggest you pick it up, Eric. That's a little. And I didn't read it, but what you showed me looked like a lot of Man, fun. That's a little uh, free uh, commercial for Injustice because it is Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo, who I both love. But we're gonna take another break. You have to pee again. No. You don't You don't have to pee yet? You sure? But, but I'll go anyways. I'm, I'm sure you will. This. You have a, a weak bladder. I drank but, a gallon of iced tea so far. La-dee-da. But we're going to go to Reggie's Recklessness, and I have no idea. He has not told me what he's going to talk about, so it's going to be a surprise to everyone, Eric. Everyone. All right. Take it away, Reggie. comics enthusiasts and welcome to Reggie's Recklessness. I'm your host, Reggie Simonson. The new year of 2016 is upon us, and with it comes new possibilities. There have been murmurings around the comics internet of a DC reboot, a story first broken a few weeks ago by our own racially insulting caricature, Mumbo Jimbo. Yet it's difficult not to have the sinking feeling that we've done this before, and very recently. With the launch of DCU in June of last year, the Batman Lines editorial turn when Mark Doyle took over the year before, and of course the new 52, a line-wide reboot that is still so fresh that the comics which launched at the outset would not even be old enough for kindergarten today. Renumbering comics with the same or new creative teams, cranking out miniseries featuring whatever Bronze Age properties deemed relevant, these are just gimmicks that can draw someone into the comic book store but cannot make them support an ongoing comic. So this year, instead of imposing paltry resolutions on my already perfect self, I have devised a list of resolutions for DC Comics to consider as they formulate another year of stories and events. Let's do away with the practice of writing for trade collections. This has been the bane of single-issue consumers for more than a decade now, and it seems to have extended to virtually every title from DC Comics in recent years. The need to extend stories to five and six issue arcs has practically obliterated any enjoyment a single issue reader might have gotten from titles like Superman, and the extended five issue origin story of Equinox in the pages of Justice League United, which didn't even culminate in a real display or explanation of her superpowers, soured more people on the book than it would have had it been written by Scott Lobdell. I am all for increasing the number of original graphic novels produced by DC, and I have no problems with long-form stories, but DC Comics sacrifices its single-issue sales for a more coherent story collection down the road. Write good individual comics, 
have tails run as long as they need to, no more and no less, and worry about the trade collections later. If the single issues are well received, that will only boost sales for the notch-bound book formats that follow. Remember that superheroes do what they do because they enjoy it. Yes, they are primarily concerned with public safety, and yes, their larger-than-life actions can have dire consequences, but ultimately, flying around and punching buildings into concrete dust is a good time, and that's why they do it. By making every hero a reluctant avatar of vengeance, being a superhero becomes more of a shitty job performed begrudgingly than a principled cause born from their abilities. If I lived in the DC Universe and had the power to, say, turn flowers into lasers, I might not even tell anyone for fear they'd give me shit for zapping a giant robot the wrong way or something. Everything is always so grim, every threat seems to envelop the entire Earth, and the citizens always seem to be protesting and throwing shit at their superheroes. You have to wonder why they even bother. Being a superhero is a great responsibility, and saving lives is serious business, but it doesn't have to be such a fucking drag all the time. Even Batman can enjoy swooping around Gotham rooftops, if you'll let him. And please, in 2016, stop dwelling on past stories, please. One of the great failures of the new 52 reboot was its inability to stay the course and develop truly new characters and concepts for an audience of unwashed comic book virgins. It all looked pretty shiny and new at first, but before long all of the comics were dredging up villains and heroes, mining a continuity that purportedly should have no longer applied, and I think DC wound up alienating both its long-term and short-term fans by creating something that, in the big picture, is interesting only in what a fantastic train wreck it's become. This was all evidenced last year with the two-month event convergence that was the ultimate fanboy wank over DC continuity and implied a total lack of faith by DC editorial in then-current comic book series and storylines. Step 1. Formulate a coherent plan. Step 2. Reboot necessary books with that plan in place. Step 3. Stick to that plan. Comic books is a reactive medium that should stay flexible to current events and sensibilities, but if you need to deviate so sharply from your continuity six issues into a series, then we can only say that the publishing plans suck to begin with. Despite my criticisms, there is something DC did in 2015 and the years prior that I would like to see continue. I hope DC will keep trying new and weird books. I can't say I wasn't disappointed in Batmite or Black Canary after having boarded the DCU hype train last spring, but I also found two of the best titles currently being produced by DC Comics, We Are Robin and Martian Manhunter. I don't know if it makes great business sense, but I would rather see DC engage a few oddball miniseries than to add another Justice League book that doesn't represent core characters as reflected in their solo series. And I will always champion attempts to do something new, over retreading old events and concepts, which always comes across like blatant pandering. For Weird Science DC Comics blog.blogspot.com podcast, I'm Reggie Simonson, and this has been Reggie's Recklessness. You can contact me on Twitter at Reggie Reggie, or in care of this podcast. Good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow. It's the caffeine, the nicotine, the milligrams of tar, it's my habitat, it needs to be cleaned. It's my car, it's the fast talk they use to abuse and feed my brain. It's the cat box, it needs to be changed. It's the pain, it's women. It's the plight for power, it's government. 
It's the way you give an hour. Like you were mad at him for not saying goodnight for a second. <laughs> and we're back, Eric. Oh my god. <laughs> I love surprises. You're sending me pictures of fat girls in cosplay, and all of a sudden we're back. So we are back. And it is the meat and cheese of the podcaster. It's the meat and cheese. It's the fancy part. It's what we all have been waiting for. It's what everybody has fast forwarded past that nonsense <laughs> that we just had to get to the books. Uh, I don't know why, because I'm telling you, us telling stories to me, that's that's real life, Eric. This has to be another podcast this, altogether. This is a bunch of nonsense coming up because uh, we are doing the books. And I'll tell you that there will be spoilers ahead. We usually say that at the very beginning, but I like to warn people because, uh, I don't know, people are very sensitive of that. They get mad at people, and we will spoil the shit out of everything. And also, if you'd like to go and see our written reviews and read them, uh, you can go to weirdsciencedccomicsblog.blogspot.com, and you could go over there if you kind of get mad, hey, they did a flash review of something, and I want to know more. We'll usually have that up on the site. And usually the Flash reviews are already on the site. It's just we did not review them, Eric. And so I we don't want to have to read them and talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It gives us a little break. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have a couple of those tonight. I know we've gone back and forth with having Flash reviews and not. They are making a triumphant comeback this week. Excellent. And you know what? It's a holiday week, so people can get off our back. But we're going to start. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, Thank we're going to start. Yeah, it's a holiday week, so we'll only do a five-hour podcast. And plus... Five days ago or four days ago, we did a what's going to be about a four and a half hour one. So I think it was like six hours to record. It was a long time. All right, but we're going to start with the book that we consider the big book every week, only because it's a weekly title, and that is Batman and Robin Very Eternal. Every weekly. Batman and Robin Eternal number thirteen, written by James Tynan the fourth, art by Marceo Takara, Dean White, and Sada Tamafante. Tamafante. James Tyne is back on Eternal. While that usually means a huge step forward story-wise, that's not the case here. That's not to say that I didn't enjoy the issue because I liked it more than what we've been getting for a while. We, we get even more Cassandra Kane history, and it made me want to reach through the pages and hug her. There, just give her a hug. We also no hugging. We also see a Batman that is finally a good guy, and it all leads to a pretty cool fight and an explosive cliffhanger. Ooh. Well, the explosive part may happen next week, but we all know it won't, Eric. I don't know nothing. Right uh, what did you think of this? I enjoyed it. I did too. Uh, it's it, Again, this book, when we get an issue that I like, uh, if I don't watch myself, I may go a little crazy because I'm just desperately wanting an issue to like. <laughs> and I'm telling you, when it comes, it might be one of those, like I said, the, the uh, tallest midget in the circus. But no, I like um, this issue. This is this is a slower issue than like you know some action-packed stuff that we're used to, and especially what we expected from Tynan. But he, this is uh, a two-parter for him because he's going to be on next issue. Yeah, that's what it says. In the and a lot of times, like next. watching Doctor Who, where they do a two-parter, the no, first Doctor half, Who, huh? The first half is kind of slow, and they save up all the action for the second part. Yeah, well, that kind of happens here. The only thing that throws that into a little bit of a, a tizzy there is tizzy. that that we've had two issues like this uh, before from uh, Brisson. I know. It was all... Mindfuck. Yeah, and it was all backstory and and origin. That continues this uh, issue, but I like it because it's not nonsense. Before, you'd get um, sculptors saying, come on, you know, 
Come on, Harper, come into my mind and I'll show you this. We didn't get to see what she was going to say. You know what I mean? It was just thrown at us. It felt like it was forced on us. This did not feel forced. This felt natural. You start with Cassandra Cain being a a badass. It's a decent progression from where we left off of things. We argued a bit about it. but Yeah, I guess where they're saying is in the last issue when you saw Cassandra Cain hunched over, covered uh, covered in blood, that was her finding that out. And then from there... She knew something was going on and wanted to get to the nursery. So, she's going to find the children, Jim. Yeah, she's going to find the children. She's going to find them all right. She actually airdrops into uh, what they call the scar, right? Now, I, I want you to th- – I want to ask you something real fast. Okay. Because she takes a ride in on an Argus flight. Yep. And they're all like – the pilot's like, why would they take us through here? Because people can't be around here for like another 200 years, blah, yep. blah, blah. And then the freaking hatch opens. Somebody dives out. We read, did all the readings. There was nobody here. Oh, I didn't do the flight plan. Oh, what's going on? Blah. So Cassandra's on board. She actually rerouted the flight path to get yep. where she's going. And then dives out and saying how that freaking wingsuit is gone. That is a goddamn Batman wingsuit. What yeah. the hell is our? Did you think anything else? No. Uh, it, Why would Argus it, have a Batman wingsuit? Unless that's just how they 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 roll. That's why <laughs> I, I, I actually I thought about it for a little while. I'm just looking at that goddamn panel where she's got. I'm like, that is a Batman yeah, accessory. Especially when uh, she first opens it, it's the Batman look, and then yeah. she clicks it off. But yeah, it, it's pretty and badass. Then blows though. it up. Yeah, it's badass. It's very she, badass. She no, it's a very cool. It's like a Deathstroke's opener where he dove into Bell Rev. Yeah, and the Bell Rev and the thing, but she's diving into the Scar era. Very enjoyable. The, the Scar. At the, that's at the Ukrainian border. That's no, our that's the our deepest lesson we've, for the night. The deepest we've ever dug into the earth. Yes. yes. And we all died because it of it. It all fell apart and had a lot of trouble. But yeah, she's going to go in. Well, she does go in. And there she is. She's at the nursery. There she is. <laughs> like I said, last issue, I claimed that she was in the nursery. I guess I was well, why wrong. Would, why would you think otherwise? Really? I know it Honestly. didn't say, but this actually spells it out. They're in the nursery. Oh, now. I know that. I'm saying okay. before where we left off last time, I, we argued about this a little bit beforehand because I could see us being at that cliffhanger in the middle of this book. Yeah, I don't think so. But you Only think because, she went from that well, cave plus to Plus because time. here there are all of those robots, and there was no robots there. It, it seemed like it was just there. I think that that was the first part. She saw that or found that out and yes. then said, oh, shit, I better get to the nursery and find what's going on. And that's what she does. She goes, and when she gets there, it brings her back. It takes her back to a memory of when she was a kid. And basically what I got from this is that – the kids that are there in the nursery that mother has collected have awful lives. Of course. Nothing as awful as Cassandra Kane's. Cassandra <laughs> Kane actually is at that point where she wishes she was one of those kids. I want to play with up, those other kids. Yeah, she wants to play with them. They get to be together. They get to have mother hug them. They get to do all this. And, and I want to hug. She sees at the very beginning, she sees them all hugging mother. And out of nowhere, David Kane, her dad, comes and just snatches her up. And basically throws her into a uh, a thing. Uh, what it, I guess in my mind it was that pit that she gets thrown into later. Right. Uh, but then it was just her, and they closed it up for months. She's in the dark. It's just awful. He's an awful person. He wants to take every bit of humanity away from her. But that's what uh, it was like when I visit my father and my stepmother would do to me. Yeah. Well, that's what happens, and you yeah. lost your humanity. But it goes on to show that. Where later, she's again, she just wants to see these kids, and she sees them, and I don't know, in this, does it seem like Mother is teaching them how to hug, the kids? Yes. It's very odd. Like, that's something that you shouldn't have to learn. 
stop the training for a second, and now I want you to learn how to hug one well, another. I told Reggie recently, this is very much like when uh, my mom would say for Christmas, she would want me and my brother to hug. That would be her Christmas present. <laughs> and yes, I begrudgingly did it because I'm cheap. Oh, good. I thought you stiffed her on that. No, 90. no. I think the one year I did, I said, I'm not doing that. Here's your candle. I always got her a candle, <laughs> like the cheapest fucking candles too. But yeah, that was the thing. So, uh, but in this, uh, Cassandra, I really, I'm sorry, I really love the artwork for the flashbacks. Yeah, I do too. I, I actually the like the art. Edges. I like the art for everything. But yeah, no, so do I. It's just it such a distinctive like, look. It's. It, I like that that effect. The frayed edge. Yeah, look. it almost looks even at points like it's a um, a photo album where it's mm-hmm. faded away. It's it's really good. Um, but yeah, you see her. She sees the kids hugging. She asks Sculptor, like, huh, you know, looks at her. And, oh, that, that's hugging. That's what people do when they care for each other. And so she hugs Sculptor. Why would you say that, Sculptor? And, I did not expect this to happen. And it, what I love about that is, is that even at this point, Sculptor had said, like, listen, you can't be out here. I won't tell your dad. I won't tell David about this. So in Cassandra's fucked up life, all she has is a sculptor, really, who she might not be nice to her, but she she's, the, her she's the nicest to her. So, And even then, she shoves Cassandra away like a dog, just says, no, you weren't made for no. this. Even rolls up a newspaper and then I'm telling you, face a little bit. And sprays her with water. Yeah. <laughs> but the, And rubs her nose in it. I don't know oh, what. God. Rubs her nose in the hug. Yeah. But I'm telling teeth. you, where it really goes for me. To that is the next panel you see that no pushes her away and then there's cassandra just sitting there and you see she's thinking about that and it's so sad uh whew, it's getting me here it's, getting, it's a very it's nice moment feels. i really liked it but then at that moment the uh the there's an intruder alert there's these nursery robots i these nursery robots kind of threw me off a little me we haven't well, really sir. seen them before so i didn't know what was going on and it's she reroutes she actually she rips it apart and then it kind of says like oh i've been reprogrammed she reprograms it like uh punching somebody in the face (laughs) that reprogram bitches yeah yeah, that's what you reprogram people with punches in the face but then it says it asks what she wants and she starts to talk a little and she's like and even earlier i think sculptor even mentions like oh we're trying to teach you how to to talk and it's Language. going wrong. Kind of goes away from what David really wanted to do, but maybe after Mother kind of said, you know, this is. I'm the telling way. you, his program was shut down. There's no reason to continue. Like, he'll do what he can on his own, but, you know, it's pretty yeah, much but a shut down. His program was always just him. I'm the saying, program, though, but, like, he did. He really didn't have a program. No, I mean, he his did program. It behind, is, exactly. But, he, he, but now that she's brought to the attention of yeah, Mother but and Mother Sculptor, said, I never want to see her again. Yeah, so she Mother hung out in never, the wings a bit. Yeah, but I'm saying Mother will never see what they're doing. He can right. continue. He's continuing the program. He hasn't stopped. Sculptor's He's, intervening a bit, though. I, yeah, Sculptor's involved, but not really intervening. All she told us, hey, get back to where you are. He's going to throw you in that pit. No hugs. Yeah, no hugs. He's, she's not really intervening. It, Dave, uh, David came from this issue to me, shows that he's still continuing. He <laughs> threw her in a pit. You know, that, if that's not trying to fuck her up like he was doing, I don't know what is. But yeah, he she wants to know where the children are, and that's where you see Orphan is there with his new with his hand, new metal hand, with his new metal hand like Luke not Skywalker. A foot. Nope, not a foot. Not like uh, that uh, Genevieve Valentine issue claimed that he lost a foot. Nope, he lost a hand, and he straps her down on a on a 
freaking gurney type thing, right? It's very weird. It's like a it's like a laboratory table. Yeah, it's a laboratory table. And I'll, table. I'll turn it off at first because it, it moves over the pit and then rele- releases the mic. Yeah, that's what's weird. It's set up in a weird way. Why would it be set up to do that, really? I don't know. And it's... I don't know why he took the time to strap her in just to have her get into that pit. <laughs> Maybe it's that, that pit, it takes a real long time to open. And he, he didn't think he could hold her that long. It's a really so, big door. Yeah, he gets her on this lap table. It takes like three hours to open. And then, he, oh, you want to know where the children are? Here, have a visit. And she Well, gets, the door's finally yeah, open. Yeah, she gets tossed into a, a pit with uh, just dead kids. Just and a pile a, of dead children. It's awful. And she freaks out. She's got blood all over her hands. She's uh, all over. And she goes to get out and then fights. David Kane a little goes away. And then we get the flashback with Batman. And it's a little odd. It threw me off a little. It's very odd, but it, fla- I dig yeah, it. I, I really liked it. I really liked it because actually in this series, Batman's been a dick the whole time. Batman's not a dick here and again. It's because it's the more recent Batman. It's only several months ago, this flashback. Right. But we had always thought that Batman had this thumb drive. He had info on Mother. Never really thought in my mind, hey, how'd he get it? I thought he always had it. Right, he and, compiled the day, yeah, uh, data, data. Compiled if you because, ever went missing. Well, remember, at the very beginning, I think it might have been the first issue, he even opens that case file. He's like, case file 18321, mother, start. And he starts compiling. It looked like he compiled yeah. the info from there. But it looks like from this issue that Cassandra actually came with this info. That mother had started up again. She fought her way to, to Batman, gave him the info. But the weird thing is... He's when he says like, "Hey, I'm dealing with the Joker. It's all Endgame stuff." And I love the fact that we get a timeline of events here yeah. too that we're dealing with Endgame. I like that too. And he's like, "I don't know if I'm going to survive this." Here, take the info, and now it's on a bat zip drive. Yeah, it's very weird uh, because it really does seem like she just showed up, handed him the info, and I. You said while we before we started, we were talking. That you think he grabbed it. He doesn't like just a normal zip drive. Absolutely or a thumb not. Drive. He plugs it He's into eccentric. his belt. He downloads it into the belt, then puts his it, and now hands it back to her. And like, Here. And I think it's all about taking credit. <laughs> when somebody gets <laughs> it, then it's when, when it's handed to Dick, even Dick says, I remember those uh, thumb drives when I was a younger lad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Cassandra's stuff. Ay, ay, ay. But then again, maybe you can think that. She added to the info and that like sealed the deal. I don't know. I don't know. In my mind, he, she saw him out and he realized what she was. And, you know, I don't even know how if she wrote it down like Strix would, but he found out who she was and what's going on. And then he's well, like, you know what? Shit's going down here. If something happens to me, give this to Dick Grayson yeah, the first actually, round. Actually, I think, well, it, in fact, he says, uh, I never thought I'd see you again after everywhere I look. So he he knows exactly who she is. Right. We're going to find out that he interacts with her. Maybe I bet. So I'm you, telling you, maybe she's the one that he probably no. It no. doesn't make sense. I bet no. you that I bet you that she kicks his ass at one point. I bet okay. you back in the day, orphan sex six her on him, and he won't fight her. It's a little girl, and I bet you she kicks his ass. Punch uh, Harper right in the fucking but, face. Yeah, and I bet you he realized you know this something's wrong because he went to find her. I think he went to find her to help free her. Uh, but yeah, he even says that. And then he looks and he's like, oh, what? You're afraid? She's just looking at him. And it's one of the best parts of this whole series. He says to her, listen, they, I'll even read it. I know, what, I know what they made you do. I know how much it hurts you, how much it still hurts you. But you're not what they made you to be. You're something more. You're what you choose to be. And he says, you fought your way over. You, you're a hero. And she starts crying. And it's really be- a girl who has been through all that, who has supposedly 
all that David Kane tried to do was desensitize her from everything. She's a killing machine. She starts crying, and then he hugs her. So good. It is. It's awesome. And that panel, just the hug, is actually the whole art, again, with this Batman, even when she just goes and sees him and his, his cape's in the wind, they have yeah. that symbol. Awesome. Batman's uh, going to his death, but he takes time out to hug yeah, this little he girl. He takes time out to hug her. And I said, I think that uh, any you can get Cassandra to do whatever you want. You just hug her, Eric. That's Seriously. all you do. You want to go on a date with her? Hug her. She's in. So little girl, She doesn't dude. talk a lot either. She'd be a great date. She doesn't freaking bother you. She just keeps silent. All you have to All do right. is hug her. It's Cassandra. If you don't want to watch Phantasm 2, say something. All right. Got to exactly. watch Phantasm 2. Exactly. We're watching Phantasm 2, baby. All right. All right. See, I told you. Perfect date. Perfect wife. Like 12 years old. I don't know. It, sometimes in the series, yeah, I have she, no looks, idea. she looks 18. Sometimes <laughs> she looks 7. In this, she looks very young. Uh, even somebody on the site uh, complained a little. Like, well, come like the on. The girls you dated in yeah. college. Exactly. But yeah, then we go back, and it threw me off at first. You go back to the present, where Cassandra's there looking at her fingers with blood. Now, it, it's obviously, or it should be obvious, should that be. this is the blood from when she fell in the pit. But the weird thing to me was, I'm reading it, and she hugs Batman, and she has her hand under his cape. And at this point, Batman's been in some rough shit. Yeah. I thought that Batman was bleeding, and she was like, oh my god, you're bleeding. And then in a fucked up way made the bat symbol with the blood on her face because bat now she's saying to Batman, hey, look, I'm one of you. Uh, that was not the case. I just she, want to tell she's you actually that. thinking back at that, I think. And, and it, it works so well for me because like this, like she takes the blood and she creates yeah. a bat symbol on her face. And yep. it's, it's like a great little like uh, awesome. domino mask it's effect. So good. It's, it's from it's on the cover as well. Yeah. And it's. It's just really symbolized to me that, you know, after everything she's been through, and even though she freaked out when Harper touched her hair because she's like, you know, all the shit she's been through, like I said, she is part of the Bat family now. And I think she's going to stick around. Like, yeah, I forget I who said so. it during the mail that uh, she's going to be squirreled away after this. But I hope she is not. definitely a part of the Bat family after this. Yeah. it's I, I like her a lot. But, yeah, then you have Orphan shows up. And Can again, you imagine how cool she's going to be with Damien? It, him and uh, Damien and her would be awesome. They're gonna hate each other. So and it's gonna be much. so good. I hope. I hope and they don't gonna, do like gonna, Harper was, and then, no, like she, you said, just put her away for a while. She's gonna I, put Damien right in her place because how skilled she is too. She and it's gonna looks be amazing. Like she could be Damien's sister, really, in this book especially. But yeah, then uh, Orphan's walking around. It's like a horror movie. It's like it's time to die, Cassandra. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Boy, here's David. <laughs> here's Orphan. I'm not going to uh, hurt you, Cassandra. Just want to bash your brains in. <laughs> so good. But yeah, uh, Cassandra jumps out and just bashes his brains in, punches <laughs> him. It's so good. And then she says, it, uh, he, she says no. And I'm telling you, the way they have done her character so much, it is so good that when she does say a word, it, it's has a deeper big. impact. Yeah, yeah. Even when she just says no, it's awesome. And then I thought she was going to try to hug him. But yeah, then he's like, he does the whole, uh, it's almost like the uh, Kung Fu movie where it's like, I told you every move you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, or if, even when they reverse Not it. Not at all. Even, yeah, that's where they reverse it, where the, the, the student goes, oh, you can't fight me. You taught me everything. Not everything. And then <laughs> does a weird stance and then the, <gasps> everybody's upset. The tiger. Yeah. It's the snake. The drunken woo, monkey. Woo, woo. But yeah, uh, then Harper and Dick show up out of nowhere. I want to know how they got there. They just show up. They, they got in the back door. Well, I, no, think. I don't think they airdropped in. I don't even know if what they, I'm telling you, he's got the info in his mind from Sculptor now where to I go know. next. I know. He knows where to go next, but still, it seemed like a hard thing to get to. 
But yeah, they show up just in time to shock the hell out of Orphan. God damn, and, they throw like fucking like seven of uh, bat taser things on yeah, him, shock the shit out of him, make sure he is down for the count. They do that, they shock him, then they shock him again. <laughs> like, That's just... the best part, too, because he gets right back up for the end of the book. Yep. And then uh, Harper's there with the weirdest line of the whole book. There is uh, Cassandra there with a bloody bat symbol on her face, and, and Harper goes, huh, oh, cool bat. <laughs> like, really? And then there you go. Harper uh, gets Hugs hugged. Her. Yeah, gets hugged by uh, Cassandra. I, I imagine Cassandra ran over and like. Oh no, that's what I, that's what I meant. Too. Yeah, I, she's like, oh, I, I missed you too, kid. Kid I, who looks like she's only a year younger. I'm telling uh, you, this, this gives you a feels. It's like that. Uh, I do. I really. Like American that. Alien number two to a degree. It's not as strong as that, but it's still no, a really good it issue. Is, it is, and I like it because of all the nonsense that has happened and all this stuff. This issue actually like toned it down a bit and actually made these characters kind of go well together and you can they get the them idea emotion. and it, it gives you the idea that yes they will fight for one another or whatever they're not just thrown into this they're not just uh it's not just a stupid comic where they're made to team up they're actually they have affection for each other and like each other and i really do like how harper and cassandra their their play back and forth is so i hope it does continue and say a birds of prey that'd be awesome so cool uh, but yeah then mother shows up in a holographic thing that it, it reminded me of star wars of course. And she like shows up. Too. Yeah, she shows up. Just her head. It's freaking weird looking too. <laughs> and basically tells them all that it's all been a setup, including David. David's done too because she has nuclear bombs underneath. Yeah, she totally fucked her yeah. over. And and she's like, oh, don't worry. You you did your job great. Yeah, mother's proud. <laughs> and do you think that it leads this then? Now, David, this is he's been screwed now. Totally. Do you think it leads to him teaming up with them now? I because think it will. It's not. It's not a long. It's not going to be a long thing because he still hates that he's going to steal. Out. Yes. And then they're kind of like going to go their David, separate ways. David at this point has inside information about how this place works. Yeah. Do you think that? And Cassandra should too. I don't like um, the fact though at the last page though that Cassandra doesn't have that blood uh, mask anymore. Yeah, it's weird. That is odd. She she wiped it off. But the rest of the book looks great. Yeah, I'm looking at it actually. I, I that last page. You know, like that jarhead uh, Grace and I. Oh bet. my God, it's awful. Plus, he's humongous. I think that's John Cena. Jesus <laughs> Christ, he's huge. But yeah, it's it's a little off. And you know what? I don't know that I ever noticed the crazy ring, a uh, bit on Harper's mask. No, I've never noticed it before. Yeah, that's very odd looking, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's there. But yeah, uh, she is going to screw them all. She even mentioned she wishes uh, Jason and Tim were there so she could finish the She job wants completely. to play a game. Thermonuclear yeah. global Thermonuclear, warfare. I actually, again, the uh, what does she say it is? A um, thermal a thermonuclear nuclear, device. Yeah, it's basically, ba- uh, what's his name? Boosh or Bausch. fucking Bausch. In, and if, uh, anybody Return disagree- of the Jedi. if anybody disagrees with how you say it, go fuck yourself. It's Bausch. Is it Bausch? Is, I don't know. I've Bausch? had an argument with my buddy for like 15 years about I know, this. I know. Did, uh, a lot of people say Boosh, right? No, Felman says Boosh. Fuck yeah. him. I said anything that would rhyme with douche, I don't think you would say. <laughs> but yeah, Mother basically, like I said, she says that there's a nuclear warhead underneath. It's going to blow up. They're all going to die. Oh, my goodness. That's the big cliffhanger. Uh, I, again, I don't agree. I, I think it's a I great don't, cliffhanger. I, I think it's okay. The reason I think it's a great cliffhanger is because she completely fucks Orphan over. And that's going to lead to something interesting coming down. I, I don't think it's going to blow. No, I'm telling you, man. This is how they're going to start that. Like They're going to do that reboot, so they're going to end things with a bang. This is where they all die, right here. They, they're all done. All done, all right? All done. After that emotional scene, they just die right there. And then I will tell you, it's a, great, it's a great place to, to set off a nuke. Because Agreed. there's nobody around. Nobody would care. 
so yeah good plan but that's it uh I really like the art. Like you said, I think the flashbacks were great, the way the art style was. I think the regular parts were great. I'm wondering where uh, not only has Stephanie Brown disappeared, but so has Tony S. Daniel. Where has he been? I have no idea. The guy was pushed like he was going to be the big thing in the series. And I really, th- it's one issue, right? That first issue? Yeah, that first issue. did he come issue. back at all? I believe because, it's just that first boy, issue. Uh, I wonder where he went. He's going to be the first and the last issue. That'd be great. And the great overall book, story doesn't really push itself. It doesn't push it too much forward. It doesn't push it along. But what you get is very good character work to make you care about the characters more than I have in the series. I, honestly, I think it, it moves it along more than you think just really? because this is Mother's End Game where she's going to destroy all thing and get rid of all her to enemies. Me, to me, when you have the cliffhanger as the only thing that goes forward, then I'm not – I'm telling you, I don't think that that pushes it around much. Agreed. I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed the backstory there to Cassandra and the emotion that we I got did. out of her I because up issue. to this point, she's just been a machine. Yeah, yeah. And she's showing that not only is she not a machine, but she's actually forced her way from being it and has done she it wants all hugs. along. She's a hero. She wants she's hugs the way Superman wants pie. That's right. She's a hero for hugs, Eric. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I think I would give it a 7 uh, seven out of 10 as well. Maybe a 7-5. Yeah. It's a very good issue, but it's around that area. Again, Just because, uh, like you said, it doesn't move the story that much forward. I, d- I really dig the cliffhanger because that's going to lead to some really cool adventurous shit next issue. Yeah. Love the art, but I don't know. It's it's a really good issue compared to what we've got. Oh, yeah. The- that's what I'm saying. If you were comparing it only, if we were doing it on a Batman and Robin Eternal curve, yeah. then this is a 20. <laughs> because it is a lot better than a lot. And again, we get James Tynan next week again, and then we'll get back to the nonsense. And it's going to be a rip-roaring good time. I know it. Uh, I yes. have faith, baby. You have faith. Well, we're going to move on to a book that I have faith in as well, Eric. So do I. Justice yeah. League number 47, written by Jeff Johns, with art by Jason Fabach, Brad Anderson, and Rob Lye. Or Lee. I don't know. I say Lee. All right. Cyborg Power Ring and Mr. Miracle and Big Barda make their way to Bell Rev to get some answers out of Ultraman and Superwoman. But since it was a ridiculous plan to begin with, it bit them in the ass when they realized that Jessica Cruz's Power Ring has just been playing lame this whole time and simply waiting for the right time to strike. And apparently it's this moment. Power yeah. Ring takes full control of its host, downloads Grid in the Cyborg's body, Superwoman somehow heat visions Barda and Scott, and Owlman shows up to break them all out. The- Crime Syndicate is back together, but it looks like they want to work with the Justice League so they all survive. It's funny. I, I wonder why Owlman didn't show up like five minutes earlier and then all these people. I mean, uh, Barda and uh, freaking Mr. Miracle almost get killed. I'm telling you, I don't even understand how they almost get killed because of goddamn heat vision. Superwoman doesn't have heat vision. I know, but you were enjoying the issue so much, Eric, you didn't even realize. I'm telling you, I did the review, and it wasn't until somebody commented about it. I had, no, I had such a good time reading this book. It slipped right past my stupid continuity shit. Yeah, and you're a continuity whore, as we know. And I did like the Owl Man showing back up. That's a, uh, it has to do. I think it was the uh, the Amazo virus when we last saw him making a deal with Luther, and we didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing it was like, hey, look, if shit goes bad or in the future with this fucking thing coming to our world, I need to know that you have my back. Yeah, like I said, he showed up a couple minutes too late to avoid <laughs> some problems, but it, it happened. I don't care, man. Uh, the crime syndicate's back, baby. I like it, too. It's when they do team up. Okay, so next next issue. Uh, don't you think they have an issue about grid? I, yeah, I think you're going to have a huge issue about Cyborg. <laughs> There's going to be some big problems there. Well, not only that, fucking Power Ring taking full control of Jessica yeah, as well. Yeah, but at least Power Ring was still kind of in there. The, the ring, uh, grid taking over a freaking uh, Cyborg is nonsense. 
I really hope he doesn't fuck up his body again, yeah, but really. I think it's just going to use him. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what he does with that new operating system that Cyborg has as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But uh, the issue starts with in Gotham at Ace Chemical, and it was pretty crazy. When Fucking that showed nonsense. up, I was like, what's going on there? And it's just, Batman is just a dick. I'm... I'm having so, it's really pissed me off. We have all these freaking little clues and little hints that something's going on with the Joker. Now the Batman has the Mobius chair. We're finally going to see what this big reveal is going to be. And every time we're about to, something happens. Yeah, and we're, just we're, back yeah we're not going to get any. Reveal. I'm so angry. But yeah, he's there uh, with Hal. And <laughs> he's in the Mobius chair, and Hal's in his uh, construct, construct lazy, lazy boy. boy. And I love, I love it. it. I just don't know why. Why did he go with the chips? So ridiculous. No, right? no, that makes perfect sense yeah, to me. Ridiculous, but he's there. <laughs> if you see my chair, there's going to be chips right there. It's so funny. He's hanging out, and I, I love how. And uh, Batman, though, he's kind of there. It keeps going. This whole time is the discussion of if Batman should stay in the chair or not. Is the, Obviously is not. Is the chair taking him over? He, uh, he loves it. And the way he explains it, though, I don't know if, if it's just me. It didn't seem that impressive. You remember when he says, hey, listen, I've done more work with this chair in a, in a night than I usually do in a month. That's and pretty impressive like, to me. I don't, think that's as, I don't think that's impressive enough to give up your fucking mind to a chair. I, I think it's nonsense. I think he should have said, You year. see all the crazy shit that goes on in Gotham? Yeah, but I'm saying it's just a month, really. I'm saying it, it's not like the chair doesn't have any uh, repercussions. Well, it's Superman, I mean, Batman him. believes he can take it. Yeah, I think he, I He's think a he already knows that he can't. But, yeah, you go on with this issue. I'm this saying, well, the, the whole thing with the Joker is interrupted because they have to go find out what's wrong with Superman. As we saw in the last issue, he had Steve Trevor by the head about to pop it like a grape. Yep. But you won't find Steve Trevor here, which is another no, problem I have. Yeah, I don't know where he is. He just not He ran off. I would have run off, too. I, I, you would have heard I me hope go, so. whoop, 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 running down <laughs> the fucking street. There's it's no just, way. Superman, I don't even care what he did. He looks like he's going to fucking hurt somebody. You're smoking it up? Yeah, I'm smoking it up. Yeah, light it up right in the middle of the issue. You light were talking. Give me a break. Uh, no, he wants to fight Wonder Woman. He wants to see if he can take yeah. his lady love. Yeah. And it's all freaking cut short, though. She just puts the lasso around him. Hey, tell me who you are. I'm Superman. No, show me who you are. Clark. <laughs> he gets his mind back. But Superman, uh, boom! I'm Superman. Batman, uh, Green Lantern, boom! Two men. As soon as the fight's over, of course, so we don't get to find out with Joker, and they don't do nothing to help. No. And we find out another little big thing. A little big thing. I can't a talk to A little big thing. My mind is not working correctly. Yeah, I like to call my Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we a matter out, of perspective. We find out that not only is Clark going to revert back to this raging monster that he is, but since he charged up on the so, uh, the fire pits on Apocalypse. It's going to kill him. Yeah, he's basically got like a cellular and, de- degradation cancer. It's all about it's all all-star Superman now. Yeah, yeah, he he it's killing him. I don't mind that. You no, have I to don't have mind something. It. I I'm I hope really that, that I hope that we find out that later Batman better get off that chair cuz he's getting the worst case of hemorrhoids anybody has ever <laughs> had and that's why he gets off the chair. Everybody has to have repercussions there. See, I I really dig the fact uh, he's already he's already bleeding out the nose and shit in the ears. Yeah, but no, I like the fact hemorrhoids. that Superman's going to die hemorrhoids. That's what's got to be. Nobody wants hemorrhoids. George Brett had hemorrhoids, Eric. He didn't like them. Who's George Brett? 
George Brett, a Kansas City Royal third baseman, Hall of Fame baseball player. He used to do Preparation Jesus H commercials. Christ, are you kidding me? Oh, okay. He used to do commercials for it. At least it's commercial. I thought you just yeah. knew that. No, the, the thing about him is is that it was like something like, man, he's really stepping it up and, and being brave about hemorrhoids. And then that kind of came around later when a bunch of those people did Viagra commercials. <laughs> That's a little lesson for you, a little history lesson. All right. Where were we? All right, we? you good? <laughs> Where were we, George Brett? I'm saying, talking about Superman dying, though, it, it, I like the idea. I want to see where they'll take it. I'm just angry because they pointed out that he's going to be revert back to that rage monster. I'm, I know as soon as they're trying to do something, he's going to be like, ah, I hate everything. And this, I know. Doing everything, uh, it bothers me. My biggest complaint of the book, though, is the lack of motivation for the characters because we have – it was a power ring, cyborg, Big Barda, and uh, Mr. Miracle Mr. going Miracle, to freaking yep. uh, talk to the crime syndicate. Yep. But they've done this in previous issues and gotten nothing for it. But uh, they go anyway, and of course, shit goes bad. I, I actually really like that part at the very beginning. They're going in, and cyborg's talking. He's like, yeah, I'm going to shut down this. Everything, Mr. Miracle's now already did it. It's no, really so, good. Yes. It makes cyborg just showboat? look like, yeah. And cyborg just, he's a little, little too late there. But yeah, it's pretty funny. And then I like it because it leads to Cyborg like, hey, do you take care of the guards too? No, my wife's doing that. And <laughs> just beating the shit out of she people. Just breaks taking... in and starts beating oh, the shit so out of everybody. Good. Everybody's all being like covert and shit. She just breaks yeah, in. Yeah, she just breaks in. That's her diversion. And they go in and they find uh, Ultraman first. Yeah, Mr. Miracle, they split up too, which is always a fucking good idea. Yeah, the, yeah uh, that Mr. always Mir- works out. Mr. Miracle goes after Ultraman, who honestly, out of all the crimes you get, he is a big pussy now. Yeah, yeah. He, he is so terrified of fighting the anti matter. He doesn't want any parts of this. He's all weak too. He's oh like, yeah. He's like a skinny legs Peyton Manning over there. He needs some kryptonite in that bitch. Yeah, really. He really does. Uh, but yeah, he's just he's scared of the anti monitor. That's and it, it does nothing. They have no information, and friggin' you know, bar, uh, Power Ring and Cyborg going to talk to Superwoman. And of course, you know, Power Ring goes evil. And Cyborg, even though he did this before doing Forever Evil, I'm just going to connect to it. And he gets the shit fucked out of him like he did last time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying the issue. Don't get me wrong. I'm having a good time. It looks yeah. great. But we're doing the same shit we did before and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, but then you get Grail. Just a little. And uh, she wants to go. Uh, she and wants to get Steve Trevor. She wants some of that sweet, sweet Steve Trevor action. Everybody wants some Steve Trevor action. I don't know. He doesn't look like he's hurt there. I don't get it. I don't know if he's hiding in the freaking sewer. He's got his gun pointed up. He's he's looking up a bit. So I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's in Bell Rev. He he broke in with them. I don't know. He was the one. He can get in. He just can't get in that super security. No, no, he was just about to have his head popped. He's hiding in the sewer. You think he's just hiding, watching really Superman do. and Wonder Woman fight? Waiting yeah. for it to stop, like uh, being like uh, loud, so he can come back out. Yep. And then we we get we go back to Bell Bell Rev, and I thought it was awesome because through this whole time, uh, Power Ring has had this problem where the the ring is always all berates through. her. All Volthoom is always you know yelling at her, but. It's, it all was a setup. It and I thought was all she had a handle on it. I did sense. too. But it makes it, you realize now she never did, that Walthroom no. was just waiting and waiting to happen. That's and so badass. The worst, the worst to me or the best is that Walthroom starts pretty much trash talking before shit even happens. She's, oh, he's and, been trash talking this whole time. Even, and, well, I'm saying like, she's like, oh yes, you metallic monster, free her when they're going to free a uh, superwoman. And uh jessica like i don't think we should do this uh there's problems and and cyborg just keeps doing it and that's when it happens Balthoom takes over and it's awesome it, it is it, such that, a badass even page. that panel is so good and it, it 
It sh- it shocked me. It actually it shouldn't have. It, <laughs> I guess power rings only there. What else could have happened in the long run? But it shocked me. Because well, they're obviously like, not going to get any shit. answers out of the crime syndicate, so nothing no. else could have happened. Well, again, they they're not going to get answers. They're going to get some uh, fists. They're going to get fists and feet. And we get super help fight. We get Superwoman heat visiting Bart and Scott for some reason. Yeah. Well, I'm she's waiting. She's there I'm, with Rosemary's baby. I'm telling you, I'm so I'm so waiting for an explanation on that because she is just the Earth three equivalent to fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. No and, heat vision. And it's weird in a book with Jeff Johns. He would I know that he would have said that. That's not something Jason Fabok would have just used. Maybe they're going to explain it. He I would have had power ring zap him. Yeah. But yeah, she uh, she zaps him. But when they first show her, when she first is there, and she's like, "Quiet, the baby's sleeping." Oh yeah, she's. Fucking it is one insane. of the most evil panels I've ever seen. A fucking evil pregnant woman. Holy moly! You've seen that like five times. What are you talking I've about? I've seen it. Oh my god! Yeah, very evil. Those just yelling <laughs> at me. The one I think it was Rafe when Rafe was born. Uh, there's that big joke of the uh, pregnant woman like yelling at her husband, like you yeah. made me do. She was doing that. It was right out of the, you know, generic book of pregnant ladies. She was just, <laughs> and I'm telling you, all I kept doing, we never took Lamaze classes or anything like that. Right. So when, by this time, this was our fourth kid. So I figure she's got a handle on it anyway, and pretty much it's just going to fly on out. The, the doctor should have been there with a catcher's mitt, but uh, she was having problems. We went there. They had, they were going to induce labor. We had to go because there was going to be a snowstorm right around the time. So we went in there and they realized what we kept saying, something's wrong. Something's cap. She was giving birth. They finally yeah. came like, holy shit. He's and coming too out late for an epidural. too late for an epidural. So she was just yelling at me, but I'm like, okay, just, just breathe, honey. Just breathe. <laughs> Fuck <Asshole>. you. <laughs> you fucking asshole. And then there was a nurse and the nurse would go, just breathe, honey. And then my wife would go, oh, thank God you're here. Thank God you're here. And I'm like, God damn it, I went in the corner. I think I talked about this before. I went in the corner and watched the news. I was so angry. Oh, so angry. Uh, but yeah. We I think continue. she still holds that against you to oh, this day. My God. She, no, what happened then? It was snowing. And we got done and we had uh, our other three kids were at the babysitter. And I said to her, well, there's nothing left for me here. I'm going to go get the kids. And I still hear about that all the time. Uh, that's, that's bit me in the ass more times than than you can imagine. But yeah, uh, hopefully somebody is there for Superwoman because it looks like she's about to give birth there. And honestly, I was waiting to see if she was going to be pregnant still, if she had the baby because it's been a little while since we saw her. And she, you know, yeah. she's been pregnant since before she got the Earth uh, Earth Zero. I always forget what the hell this one is. Yeah, yeah. But um, at the end, Owlman blasts in like, "Don't kill anybody. We're going to team up with the Justice League to stop yeah. this." And it's good, too, because the anti-monitor, he's hatched from his little metamorphosis or whatever, and yeah, he wants yeah. his chair back. Yep, and he is back. He's fully back and ready to kick ass. He, it says he wants his chair. They show there's freaking grid. I'm looking at the thing now. And at this point, they still were against each other. This is where uh, Superwoman actually just turns, heat visions every Barda and uh, Mr. Miracle. And then out of nowhere, Owlman comes in again. Another awesome panel. So good. And then he's I love nope. the crime syndicate. And I'm actually a little pissed off because they introduced uh, Deathstorm and Forever Evil. Yeah, yeah. I love that character, but they killed him. Yeah. I so want him to be part of it. And yeah. also Johnny Quick's gone. Johnny Quick. Love gone. Johnny oh, yeah. Quick. Flash took care of him, right? No, Captain oh, no, Cold Captain took Cold care of him. No, Cap- no, no. The fucking Mazaz did. Fucking Captain Cold yeah. blew his leg off and the Mazaz is totally I destroyed think him. blowing the leg off. It was good enough anyway. I agree. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was Flash, but it was Captain Cold and, and Mazaz. But yeah, uh, Owlman comes in and says, we're going to have to work together. 
And, and it's such a cool fucking scene. I just want I want to see how they react to the Justice League how they are now. Oh, I know. It's going to be amazing. Um, that's the best part of it to me, too, because I was sitting there afterward. I put the book down. I pushed it aside a little bit. I'm sitting there. Man, the Justice League have gone through so you many light changes. Up yeah. Light up a cigarette. Light up a cigarette. It's there like you just contemplating. Had sex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, we we are miserable guys. We this come book off is better as than miserable. Sex. I'm telling you, this book actually, the, when we get issues like this, it actually um, it makes me glad that we do what we do. Because I actually enjoyed it, especially me. I don't have to review it. I just read it for the podcast, and boy, I was enjoying it. I was enjoying. I think in March you should get Justice League. Really? We'll switch. You haven't done it yet. Yeah, I am. Maybe we'll switch a bunch up. We got to talk to. We got to talk to the Get Fresh crew. See what's going on. See if they want some things. We'll have a a freaking lottery. We'll give them. I I feel bad because we give. I give them the shit. It's like the the bottom feeders. I give them, uh, but they deserve more. Eric, they deserve more. Yes, they do. A lot more of my stuff. Yes. I uh, I love the art in this issue. And oh, Jason Fabach is back. Yeah, then... well, we just did our awards, and yeah. we had Best Artist, and I picked Michael Yan, and I don't know. If if this issue would have come out before I did my picks, it may have swayed me at the last second. because I kept boy, talking about this issue good. during it. It looks so good. Yeah, I didn't read it until today. It looks so good. Uh, what would you give it? There's a lot of great stuff in this book, even though I didn't agree with everything. I was able to look past it because of how good this was, but I had to give it an eight out of ten. I give it a nine. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and uh, it's just I, I was sitting there and I was fucking complaining to myself about them going back to Bell Red to talk to him, fucking Cyborg reconnecting with uh, Power Ring, even though it fucked him over last time, and then the freaking um, Superwoman having heat vision. I'm like, Ugh, yeah. I want to give this higher, but I just can't. But it's I'm still great. Actually, I after talking about, it, I want to give it higher as well, <laughs> but I put nine out of ten. And I really liked Hal and that fucking lazy boy. That was the Love first it. note I had. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next book and the last book of this first section. And it's The Flash, number 47. Written by Robert Van Ditty and Van Jensen. Art by Brett Booth, Norm Rapman, Andrew Dahlhouse, Jeremy Cox, and Pat Bruce. This issue spend, spells the end of the Professor Zoom story arc and also Brett Booth's run on this book. Story wraps itself up after some flashbacks and forwards. Flashbacks and forwards, Eric. And the big reveal... Flash forwards. Yeah. The big reveal wasn't as shocking as DC might have made it out to be, but I liked it all the same. The real star here was Brett Booth. It didn't save his best for last, but just kept doing the same thing and kicking ass like he did the whole series. I don't care what Reddit says, Eric. I am a Brett Booth fanboy. Never care what Reddit says. No. They're all they're more miserable than us. We look Seriously. like a fucking, you know, a fucking field of fucking daisies. I was going to say, where are you going with this? I didn't know. I was going to say sunflowers. <laughs> I don't know that there's fields no, of sunshines. sunflowers. Hey, sunshines. Um, I really liked it. You said to me uh, in the meantime during the day today that you didn't like it as much as I did. No, I did not. I did. I did because now i'm trying to pull it up there i like i like the art i'll agree with you you told me that you didn't like the panel layout as much now it's been it's that's very typical brett booth panel work maybe i'm just so used to it by now uh i didn't mind it the thing that threw me off were these flashbacks and flash forwards they kept and even so when they kept saying before that's bothering because it's in the future it's in the future but it's before for zoom i so know it makes yeah. sense but it did throw me off a bit so uh, i'm telling it just you, kept throwing me off when i kept looking at my like, like yelling yeah. at the book this is after it's the future and God i damn had it. to read it a couple times <laughs> and i actually ended up really appreciating it because when they would go forward it was a combination of showing how what's going on now uh, or what happened in the Flash life's mirrored Zoom's life in a bit right. because he kind of forced that issue. But it also 
gave one of my favorite things where you get the juxtaposition of him telling a story and then you seeing the exact opposite. And in fact, through this whole thing, Zuma's been telling us how Flash ruined the world. It, you, it Flash ruined my world. What Flash ruined the future. Flash did this and that. He kind of did, but it's only because Zoom hated Flash so much and was so jealous of him that he destroyed the world but still blames Flash. Because and, the people would not stop talking about the Flash. No, after and he in ruled fact, it. he became... He got the Speed Force in the future. He became the, the next Speed Force. He was a speedster. and He was a slowster. Well, he was a slowster. He could slow down time. He can manipulate time. So instead, of him, being, instead of him being fast, he would slow time to make himself go faster. Pure fast, yeah. Around. Yes. And what happened is he basically took over the world, or at least Central City or Gem Cities. Uh, he basically took it over, killed everyone, and they didn't like it. Obviously. obviously people don't like getting killed no. then he started burning the city down because they kept having monuments of flash and in this in this future flash is long gone but he said your legacy lived on god damn it nobody would ever shut their goddamn mouth about you so he just kept burning everything he burned buildings down he toppled buildings and that is when he kept saying like oh the, you the flash ruined the future he burned everything he but no he did yeah. He did because he hated Flash, and I really like it. And I like it as a villain because we've seen this. He's never gonna. End. It's never gonna end. No. He his only thing in his existence is his hatred of the Flash. The one thing and, I really like that I don't remember from the original continuity is that flat like the stuff that uh, Zoom has been doing to Barry, like mm -hmm. setting him up his entire life. Yeah. Is so that his life mimics Zoom's. Yes, and you get that, and you find out in that where Zoom, Zoom's father killed his mother mm -hmm. and was convicted of murder. And so he, in his mind, thinks, okay, Flash, in, in his future, Flash had a perfect childhood. His parents didn't die. They, you know, they were fine. And this is what he gets. Oh, his mom and dad loved him. Oh, well, you know what? What would happen if he had the same upbringing I had or the same disastrous childhood? Right. So he went back and did it. We see it in this that, yes, it, it's no shock, right? That, no, that's it's no thong, shock. I'm saying that, that, Nora, But I like the twist of why. And that's the only thing, though, is that for most of this issue, I'm reading it. I'm like, this is kind of old hat. But that it, it little twist there I that, liked. Yes, that, that twist I liked. Now, the only thing that now, I Now, if it happened like before, it. then there's no twist, and I just don't remember it. What I didn't like about it is... He has gone through all of this. Like, it, yes, he goes back and says, I want to see if you're going to be as good as I was if this happened to you. You know, your mom died and your dad's in jail. But it didn't mesh well with everything else that he was doing. Like, he Not at all. Like, he didn't need to do that, really, because well, he was already trying to ruin Flash. So it almost seems like, in my mind, he should have went back in time, done that, Went back to the future, Eric. Back to the future. Back to the future. To see what how that worked. And then when that didn't work, because in fact that made Flash even better, then get mad and do his plan. And again, I in my mind kind of think that's what happened. I know it didn't. Uh, but that's what it seems. And, and again, when you start doing this time travel, you start getting a weird thing like, when did he do this? Did he do this before and then go back in time well, more? That's the thing. I, did he I go back if... in time and start this and then do it at that point? Well, I forget. Did he go? Did he go back in time with the cosmic treadmill? Well, that's the thing. Yes, that's what, yes. I and thought. I put that. That's what. That's a 
uh, awesome name drop. If well, you I'm saying that's what the original Zoom did yeah, before. The, the Cosmic Treadmill. And he mentioned about Rip Hunter, which I thought both were great. He, yes. he mentions he got Rip Hunter's journals. He got the Cosmic Treadmill. He went back in time. So you would think that he could kind of, you know, mix and match, go back and forth or whatever. Uh, but I don't know. He, that is very um, left out in the open. It's, it's just it's very open-ended. weird because he would go back. Um, I know, in my mind, he went back to where he first met that freaking time broad. Yes. And then waited all that. It, just, or whatever it felt name was. really weird assembling all of these people throughout time because how it like I know he's the freaking absolute roller of the gem cities and shit like that. He's from the future. He has knowledge. But for hundreds of years, trying to remember exactly where everything went down and who these people were. I know it, it actually like I said, that kind of fell apart for me a little. Uh, yeah. Waiting them waiting. They even show him. He's in the lab with Henry when Henry finds out that he's going to have a son. He's like, oh, Henry, a son. But it, yeah, that that seemed a little too convenient. I'm telling you, even the parts like the fact that he has uh, Magali's power that never shows up again. The fact that he has the Zoom crew, it kind of feels like it's thrown aside. Like it's never it's not important. Well, yeah, well, and they we're not going to deal off. with anything. They yeah, took I know. Off. But, just the fact, I'm telling you, the whole thing with the powers, the fact that he has Magali's powers, he's going to do all this, never uses the powers once. Yeah, well, they, they call it out at one I point. I know they do. And he's like, no, I just want to be, yeah. It seems like, it does seem like everything was a forced way to get to this issue. Uh, but I still liked it. And I liked it, like I said, and like you said, I liked the twist on why he killed uh, Nora. Nora, yeah. And I like that. And, and the whole thing where it they set it up well, where Henry has to know that the Flash is Barry. He found that out and all this. And, and you get them. And I'm looking at my notes here. I'm trying to think what else I put. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I like I like Zoom as a villain because he's just pathetic. He's a pathetic guy. I'm, who, I'm telling you, Zoom is one of my well, favorite villains. Yeah, and he'll never be satisfied. But in the meantime, he starts fighting Flash, and it is a bit weak. The, it's very the weak. fighting. Because... They're just fighting, and the whole time Zoom's just yelling that he's better. Like, I'm yeah. better, I'm better. And we're, and... Yeah, we're getting some backstory because he's talking while they're fighting. Yeah, they're Because he has that. the time. That's kind of cool. I dig that. Yeah. Normally, I hate that shit, but he's Zoom. He has time because he can yep. slow shit down. But out of nowhere, freaking Barry just is faster than him. And I'm like, well, oh, that was just luck. But then it turns out he can use the speed Well, here's force. the deal. I didn't mind that because at that point, he got faster because his dad was about to get killed. And it's to me, that is the speed force equivalent of somebody who can lift a car when somebody's stuck under. Okay. He didn't think about it. And again, what happens is he has to let loose. And when he saw his dad almost die, he's not going to hold back. And he even says at this point, yeah. oh, I've been holding back. I thought I'd tear through time. Now I realize what's going on. You, you're my opposite. You can slow down time. I can move it forward. And though and we get the negative speed force shit kind of going off in the old continuity. Yeah. So you have that going, and that's at the point where he says, hey, I realize I, I don't have to you know, hold back. So they go and they fight. There's a pretty cool Honestly, it's, it's still kind of weird to me because, he, like, you know, he realizes now he's still not certain, though, that he won't fuck something up by no, going this fast. No, he's not certain, but I guess it's one of those things where, he, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. He's got to do it. Uh, but really, the, the one who saves the day is his dad bashes yeah. that freaking Zoom over the head. Uh, and then that's when he's about – actually, that's a little sooner. He's about to kill them, and that's where he comes up. But then you get a lesson, Eric. And you oh, get yes. A, you get the lesson, and I'm trying to find it. It's the craziest thing. When he realizes the whole thing's going on, it's that it's the Hefeli 
Keating experiment. And oh, I was God. like, okay, here we go. Where he realizes when he's the opposite, but he says, listen, uh, they had two atomic clocks, three atomic clocks that go around the world. And when they got back, they all had different time that shows that different things move through time different ways. And that's when he kind of comes up with the idea, listen, uh, we're opposites. I can move time forward. That's how they go. And they just clash and then out of nowhere flash just knocks him out and i i kind of wish that flash would have just outsmarted him somehow the fact that he used the speed force to like overpower him and like you know a positive speed versus a negative speed it just doesn't feel right to me it it is a weird ending like i said they should be the equivalent of one another because the way he stops like you know slows down time and flash can speed it up supposedly with the speed force yeah it just doesn't feel right to me. I, he really should have outsmarted him somehow instead of just being well, faster and, and beating him about the face. In, in earlier Flash stuff, and even at, I think at the beginning of uh, Van Diddy and Van Jensen's run, but especially before, uh, they really stressed the quick thought of, I love of that. Barry. That the speed force also affected him. He could figure out things. Oh, this is going to happen. This he's, he's almost like he can see things before they happen because he thinks so fast. They've really well, gotten away from that. I really dug it too because my buddy Stan used to fucking yell at me all the time. Flash, he's like, Flash is the worst. Oh, like he'd be running by. All I'd have to do is stick my foot out and he's done. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here, goddamn lunatic. Yeah, yeah. But uh, at the end, then uh, Zoom is knocked out and Henry, Henry's an ass. Oh my Henry's God. Henry's a, he's a cold, he's got a PhD in murder. That sure guy, does. Because he, takes their he, mailbox he just keeps waiting for the instance where he could actually be put away for some yeah, reason yeah he i think he likes he's one of those guys that get out of jail they like the security of the uh you know three meals a day institutionalized <laughs> he, likes he likes being in the yard uh he's gonna go right back because he's about to bash zoom over the head with a fucking mailbox and kill him and barry stops him and i don't know i think he's gonna impale it into him no you think I and then he's gonna say some quip like you've got mail <laughs> Special delivery. There you go. <laughs> COD. No mail on Sunday. No COD. <laughs> DOA. There you go. No mail on Sunday. <laughs> package. Here's my package. Handle with that? care. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> but yeah, he. Uh, f- the weirdest part is when Flesh Barry stops him. Goes no, I'll, Daddy. I'll be right back. That and is then, so weird to me. And then comes back with like <laughs> sedation. Yeah, it was weird. It Very was, odd. It's such an odd thing, but yeah. Daddy, we're having a nice moment, but I got to make sure this guy doesn't get back up and fuck us over. Hold then, on. And uh, I'm yelling about this issue all of a sudden, and I'm gonna. When you hear my score, you're gonna be like, "What the hell?" But yeah, Daryl shows up, and they're gonna arrest him. Barry's there. Listen, this is Thawn. He he killed my mom and kidnapped my dad. I can prove it with uh, re- evidence. Yeah. All I can say is that they all—they have the forensic evidence still. They really didn't look into it because Henry just confessed. Because if he yeah, Zoom threatened to kill Zoom his son. Zoom was going to kill him, so they just locked it away. They never looked at it. I don't know. Hey, don't Barry, know. what about that evidence with the dead security yeah, guard? Yeah, I put my thing. He also he Zoom came and pulled the trigger when he had it, but there's no way you're proven against that ever. Plus, he also broke out convicts. He, yes. he was the one who was the mastermind. He's got to go to jail for that. I don't care if he was wrongly uh, imprisoned. It doesn't matter because you know what? 
he confessed. Yep. So it's not like he can sue them either, like those guys when they're wrongly <laughs> accused. He confessed. So I don't care. He broke some criminals out. He should be going back to jail. The thing that uh, actually confuses me, or, or I wonder why, they never do tell you what happens to him. No. At this point— We get down either... looking like a badass. Ian Barthon, you're under arrest. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. And then we move to the actual arrest. And, and the best is, that's not even him. That's Barry saying it. Barry saying yes. It's so ridiculous. Oh my God, you're yeah. right. And the, the only reason I forgot they that look Barry alike, just, I, I just looked at it. Like, yeah, yeah, he switched because Daryl came and said, oh, I'm a "Hey, you idiot. see the flash?" And he's like, "No, I haven't seen him." The only reason you can tell is because he doesn't have that fucking exactly. Uh, what is it? Formal coat on? Fucking no, the that fucking is... formal coat. But Piece yeah, he's like. Thon, you're under arrest, and they're like, uh, Bar- "Barry, you're, you you're a forensic scientist. You, you Barry. can't arrest people, but no. <laughs> citizens arrest." <laughs> <laughs> Wait till, and it, I, I want to see the evidence because obviously, either they have to have something on them, right? I would they, think so. They put I'm him you, in prison. He's in Iron Heights. This is the thing, though. He can prove it, but he's had this evidence, and he's been trying to prove his father's innocence all this time. I know. I know. Don't don't start me hating on this issue. But no, I'm telling you, the best part of the book for me is when they wheel freaking uh, Thawne into his cell. Yeah. And he's all like, you know what? I might be in prison now, but I won. Do you hear me? I won. And then at the end, he's just looking at the glasses. The guards <laughs> go away, and he's just by himself. I I won. I won. It's so good. I actually think I that love should that be so a question much. mark. But, yeah. Uh, I think that's how I finally it. realizes that he might have won, but what kind of win is it? And now he's going to die, I guess, but I know. in the prison. Thing is too, it's that he actually being arrested has gone against it. The, the cops aren't going to hate Flash anymore. Well, here's the problem is, that's where we have a problem. That's my biggest problem going forward. And I can't really say it's a problem with this issue because it's not. Right. Um, the next arc is, is the cops after Flash. And after this, it feels weird. And it feels weird because you never get this idea. Yeah, they're like, oh, we haven't seen Flash. They have no idea about Flash. But again, you kind of can say like, oh, so there was this guy dressed up like Flash, this crazy outfit, like reverse Flash. And hey, Barry might even tell him stuff. Why would they still be against Flash? Everything that happened was a reaction to Barry trying to fight reverse Flash. Professor Zoom, I mean. Yeah. Not reverse Flash. Uh Professor Zoom, and from there, he, I don't know why they still hate Flash. Like I said, they hated him at that point because Zoom had made the big uh, bubble, that energy and barrier. he almost blew people up, but then he saved everyone. Yeah. And it's it's very odd that you're going to go forward, and this is where we're going to get that arc where the police are so desperate, they get the rogues in on you know, trying to get the to Flash. That, I, that sounds awesome. It does. It still is odd. Because, like I said, it seems very evident to Zoom he still won. Now I'm mad that I called him Reverse Flash. <laughs> well, honestly, we're, fuck that we're Reverse both Flash. Idiots. We're both idiots. No, th- no Thong used to go by Reverse Flash back in the yeah, day. I'm like they changed names. Now Professor they have the Zoom. whole deal. I know. Um, it's a confusing thing, though. You got Professor Zoom and you have you Reverse Flash. You know what I hate? I hate Eobard. I, Eobard? That, is, that is the worst name. I can't Not in 25th stand century. it. I don't like writing it, I don't like saying it because I'm always <laughs> afraid it's like. Uh, Hippolyta. Every time I'm going to say the <laughs> goddamn name, I'm afraid I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, A-Bard. I don't A-Bard. even know how you... A-O-Bird. Hey, A-O-Bird. What's going down? But yeah, uh, he's in jail. I it's don't a, think we're going to see him for a while. It's a very lackluster finale to me, though. Um, I had a lot of problems with the crampness of the panels that Brett Booth did. I, I love his art, 
but he really compressed so much shit with this panel layout that it didn't look great. Well, again, I think that what that was was, number one, I think that there was more story that could fit in a regular issue. Right. And also, I think a lot of things were rushed. In my mind, maybe it was rushed because he was leaving, and that was known ahead of time, so they had to tie this up. But again, it probably would have been this issue anyway. Going forward, it would have been uh, this one to end it. But yeah, I um, the only thing I think was rushed was the actual fighting where it just kind of ends. I, I like the idea that Flash realizes uh, that he just can't hold back, and that's, he realizes that by saving his dad. I'm telling I you, that's, like the, that. that's the worst part to me. It's because you always hate, like, in Jason Bourne or something like that, where somebody has lost their memory, yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden they beat somebody half to death, and they look at their hands. The one thing I hate is where somebody is getting the shit beat out, and all of a sudden they realize, hey, I can win and win just yeah. because. I, I like that he, the Speed Force, kind of like he doesn't think. He reacts. When, and it's something that he would do that too, which would have been, if he didn't do that, his dad's dead. Oh, yeah. His dad basically says, I'm not I'm turning anybody the, the, old. I'm going to beat the shit out of the you. The learning curve became too fast at that point, though, because he would, shouldn't have known, like, you know, he did this. He saved him real fast. But, I don't know, he should not have known Eobard's, like, um, power set to that degree where he knows where, well, if I just push the limits a little bit more, even though it could kill yeah, everybody, just, I'm still going to do it. I know that that was thrown in the uh, the Keating, the whatever that was. Yeah, whatever the fuck that was. Thing. But I did like where, Pretty comics, where he's about to hit him with a clock, and he's like, it's about time. Or he's like, oh, time. I, I do love goes, that. I'm like, like, why does he have a clock? But yeah, I love it. It's I about time. He's like freaking Flava Flav. He just pulls the <laughs> clock out. Here you go. But yeah, I really like the art. Again, I may have uh, rated it a little higher than I normally would have because it's Brett Booth's last I'm year. Saying, I really that, like the that. art. And I, I like what ended up, though. Uh, I like what everything with Zoom I really did like. Uh, I don't know what's going on with his dad. If next no, issue not. he's just having breakfast with his dad, it's a bunch of bullshit. Because I'm telling you, if we throw everything out, he's still got those girder, all yeah. those guys out of jail. He should be in jail for a couple years at least. I agree. Um, that, I'm saying as much as I didn't like the panel work, though, and I've been bitching about the new Flash costume, yeah. that one page where Flash is standing over unconscious uh, Thawne, yeah. love it. Yeah. Love it so I like, goddamn I much. like a lot of the, the pages. Uh, though I know we had a complaint earlier about the overcomplicated Flash uh, outfit. Yeah. The only thing I don't like, I'd like more of a symbol. Uh, when he's just standing there, the one thing, the symbol always looks a little small to me. I, I would like it a, a little bigger. That's just me. But yeah, uh, Brett Booth, a lot of these haters, they go on about how like he all the muscle and, I and like all Brett that. Booth. I like it. I like him a lot. Uh, but I gave it a 9 out of 10 on the site, and I'm going to stick with it because the, I'm a man of my word, Eric. The fight was all right. I just don't agree with everything with it. But my favorite part of the book is the last page with Thawne in prison. It, it's just – it's really cool. Yeah. I don't know. But I would probably give this a uh, 6.8 out of 10. All right. You're a jerk. But we're going to move I on. I tell it how it is, baby. Yeah, you, you tell it how it is. your business plan. We're going to move on to Ryan's. Ryan, brightest daycare clerk's other side segment, which he told me he is going to talk Rocket Raccoon and Groot number one, Eric. All right. Rocket Raccoon. I love that Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> you saw a movie once, didn't you? I did. I, I think I saw him in a movie once. All right. Take it away, Ryan. Science and welcome back to the 
45th installment of The Other Side. I am, as always, your host, Ryan Brightest Daycare Clerk, coming at you this week with Rocket Raccoon and Group Number One, written by Scotty Young, with artist Felipe Andrade, colorist Jean-Francois Beaulieu, and letterer Jeff Eckleberry, published by Marvel Comics. Secret Wars is still not over, but the Marvel Universe is getting back to business as usual regardless. Uh, It has been eight months in comic book time since the events uh, heretofore yet unknown events that conclude Secret Wars have occurred, and Rocket, Raccoon, and Groot are gone from the Marvel Universe. They are, for all intents and purposes, dead. This book opens with the funeral for Rocket and Groot being overseen by the Guardians, um, it's a pretty touching moment. Uh, I really like the look of the thing and venom in that opening scene. Uh, their overall character design for the book, uh, being a little more shapely, uh, let's say than usual. Uh, they do have some good, uh, almost cartoonish proportions to them in that opening sequence. I like that, um, venom isn't quite the, uh, overbearing gorilla-y type. He's kind of slight, um, a little more like a reverse pear shape, which I liked. I thought that was a neat um, choice for that character. Uh, the empty coffin from the funeral. There are no bodies for Rocket and Groot, so they are uh, giving a funeral to an empty coffin. But that coffin is jettisoned from the Guardian's ship uh, in a manner that visually compares uh, kind of to the, the Star Trek scene with Spock. If you haven't seen that, there's no reason in saying spoilers for that. It's probably older than most of you are. Um, uh, The coffin then sort of being shot off into nothingness uh, eventually finds its way through a wormhole of some sort uh, and into a different dimension where it is very quickly smashed into bits by a spaceship on the land being piloted by two characters called Pockets and Shrub, a.k.a. the Spaceballs of Rocket and Groot to their Star Wars. Uh, Then we see Pocket and Shrub uh, getting into some really visually stunning space battling, uh, which I thought was nice, because otherwise uh, this first issue uh, feels a bit slow. Uh, And then they find themselves uh, escaping that space battle, um, and find themselves working their way into a random analog to the Mos Eisley Cantina, uh, where a hooded, shadowy figure uh, pays Rocket's pockets. I can't even say they're not them without thinking they're them. The shadowy figure pays Pockets and Shrub a large sum of money to deliver a container to someone called Lord Raxoon. Raccoon sounds eerily similar to raccoon. Uh, do you reckon that's a coincidence? Nah, couldn't be. Uh, Lord Raccoon is some crazy-ass tyrant in this dimension, or so he's described. Pockets and Shrub uh, go to deliver uh, the cargo uh, and are taken before Lord Raccoon, who looks like a a uh, nice mashup of Rocket Raccoon and Darth Vader, and one of those red Imperial Guards from Return of the Jedi, um, who really carries himself pretty much like a uh, no-nonsense mofo. Uh, he has pockets beaten up pretty thoroughly, then sentences them both 
to torture followed by death. Then one of his uh, adjutants uh, informs Lord Rakzoon uh, that he sentenced Pockets and Shrub to death, thinking they were thieves, when in actuality they were delivering a gift to the great and powerful Lord Rakzoon. Uh, so he decides to not have them killed and goes to inspect his gift, uh, but nobody checked in advance to see what it was or um, anything of the sort, which goes to show you maybe he's not as no-nonsense and quite such a, a badass as we thought. Uh, this is where things kind of go a bit off the rails uh, in the story, so stick with me here. Um, they're there, they're talking about the, the gift he was given, they don't know what it is, nobody's opened it, he uh, has this large uh, crate cargo hold that's opened, um, they say there's not anything they can tell that's in it, but when they open it, they discover it's a life form, uh, but one that wasn't picked up by their scanners, uh, so that means that it is an organic life form, uh, but possibly not quote-unquote alive in the traditional human sense. Then we find out that what was in the cargo hold was the strange hooded and shadowy figure from the previous cantina scene, and he very swiftly takes out Raxoon's guards and reveals himself to be, spoilers, Groot. But not just any Groot. This Groot is all sorts of carved up with random words and phrases and symbols. Uh, he looks like a living tree from a prison yard or something. Uh, apparently Raxoon, who at this point we can all assume officially is the main universe rocket raccoon using a fake name, asks this character Groot, who are you? which is pretty odd because these two are best friends, more so than, like, Luke and Han, and Groot picks up Rocket and says, I am Groot. And the issue ends. Big cliffhanger. Hoo boy. Now, I wasn't sure what to make of this book, or really any of the books coming out of, the, uh, out of uh, Secret Wars, mostly because it hasn't even ended yet, uh, but I really like this book, and I think it will be something interesting to read the next issue for, um... Because while we kind of got a little uh, exposition-heavy and building uh, the universe for this first issue, I think the second issue and the story will start to answer more of those questions that were posed here in the first issue. Uh, plus, I think it's a really neat story that it splits up the team. Uh, you know, it puts Bush, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid on opposing sides here. Uh, to make it something you might understand a little better, it would be like taking uh, Eric, your Imaginex friend, Shay, and uh, turning him 100% Image Comics out of nowhere. And uh, he's just all like, Ooh, yeah, I'm going to get a Walking Dead headband and a Wicked and Divine eye patch, and my new favorite books are Captara and Citizen Jack and Nailbiter. Uh, which, in all honesty, I think Eric would like Nailbiter. Uh, it would give him some of the horror vibes that we all know he goes in for in comics, plus it's really well-written and a, a really interesting drawn book. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, you get my point on that. Uh, this book turns a Rocket and Groot story on its ear right away, uh, and even though it probably won't last long that this status quo has been upended, it is a nice, uh, albeit brief, change of pace. I think the art is great. The story, while having some pacing issues, doesn't... Um, have too many problems. Uh, the predictability here in the first issue, not really an issue, not really something to, to worry about. It's a number one. Uh, you're not going to get a lot of, uh, you know, blowing your hair back moments in the first issue. Um, 
So other than that, it was a fun read. Uh, I really enjoy Scotty Young's writing, and I just realized, okay, maybe I didn't just realize it, but I just remembered it, uh, that Scotty Young is a central Illinoisian, uh, like myself, and actually lives here in the same town as myself currently, and is from uh, all in the same area we are as well. Uh, also, Jenny Frizen is from here where I live in Peoria as well, but that's a story for another time. Uh, maybe when I get around to going back and reviewing, uh, like, the first issue of Revival, uh, I think that would be something you guys might like if I am able to find time to put that in. Uh, but I think that this book is really good. I hope that people are checking this out uh, and not just jumping uh, with both feet into the Obi-Wan and Anakin book that got released early this week because of all the shipping problems that Diamond had, putting, like, five new Marvel books on the manifest for the wrong week. Uh, but I could talk for days about how bad Diamond is and uh, how they don't seem to be able to know what it is they're supposed to do. But that's a story for another time, so I'll leave that. Uh, along with uh, the weekly books, I've been reading and just recently got caught up on Autumnland's Tooth and Claw, the first eight issues of that. Really cool, um, interesting fantasy story, uh, world full of animals. And in the, the second arc, the issues seven and eight, really blows up a lot of what you uh, had come to expect in that first arc and makes the universe a whole lot bigger, uh, changing things up in a really neat way for that second arc. Uh, I'm going to start in on reading Batman the Cult, a book I, I have heard a lot of different people talk a lot of good things about. I was finally able to get a, a copy and trade uh, to read, so I will definitely be checking that out. Uh, and I'm getting finished up on the Deadpool Classic Deadpool core trade uh, with a lot of Rob Liefeld work in it and uh, really, really enjoying those as well. Uh, but that's going to be all for me this week. Uh, if you have any thoughts or suggestions for other side reads, you can contact me directly or go through the Weird Science Guys uh, in care of them to reach me as well. If you'd like to listen, I have my own podcast, uh, Brightest Daycare Weekly Comics Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and my website, which is brightestdaycare.com, where you can also read all of my weekly reviews. Uh, you can reach me via Twitter at BDC Comics or email me directly at brightestdaycare at gmail.com. And uh, I have pages on Facebook, Google+, and Tumblr as well. Just search Brightest Daycare, two words. And that will do it for me. I will see you all next week. And until then, I will see you on the other side. Oh, yes, I'm sure a lot of people went belly up on that one. <laughs> Grand! Great! Thanks a lot. Hi, Eric. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm all right. Oh, that's good. How's the family? What family? I don't know. I'm just making small talk like I always do. It you always do? always backfires at me. I told you the other day, uh, went in and talked to two of our main bosses, one of right. our really big bosses. And I walked in, and it's a lady. She was talking to the it's other guy. It's a lady. It's a lady. And uh, I actually went to see the other guy who I needed to ask some stuff. And I go in, and the lady goes, turns around and goes, oh, 
there he is, the guy with all the answers. And I go, hey, if I had the answers, I wouldn't be working here. <laughs> and they look at me like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, yes. And then I got a pink slip, Eric. I no longer have a job. I am done. Well, my productivity is going to go up then. Uh, that is right. That's what they told me. They said, I am talking to you too much. Too much talk when you actually show up. All right. We got a How couple more you. books, Eric. We have three books down. I six haven't missed to a go. day this year. Six, yeah, this year. Six to go. I like that when uh, you were in school and you'd always have that where at the end of the year, hey, see you next year. And it would confuse people. What are you moving? <laughs> no, you stupid. See you next school year. That's freaking, I mean, when I was in college, people would not know what's going on. All right, I went to West Virginia. They don't know things there. They don't know things. We live in Quakertown. They don't know things here. That is true. You know why we like uh, Halloween in Quakertown? Why's that? Because that's when we get to Pumpkin. Oh! Hey! Yay! You means fucking our family. Yes, it does. It is late. We are nowhere near the end, and boy, it's almost 2 a.m. Good this time. is the shit that we do, and all we ask for is somebody to click on that five stars. That's all we ask. And maybe write a little sentence. Dear, uh, I guess you wouldn't put dear <laughs> in that, but, you know, the iTunes, yeah. hey, these guys, they know what they're talking about. Even when Jim fumbles through the fucking mail, <laughs> I enjoy myself. Right, are you trying to find your notes or something? What's going yes, on here? No, I just, I'm, I'm so tired already. I'm goofy and we got a <laughs> lot of books to go. Uh, but we'll start it up now with one of my favorite books, Eric. Superman, Lois and Clark, number three. Written expertly by Dan Jurgens and beautiful art by Lee Weeks, Scott Hanna, Sergio Cariello. And Lee Weeks again, I have. I don't good. know why I wrote that good. again. Because it's some, pretty good. Somewhere, maybe he letters it as well. I don't know what I'm talking about, but here we go. Three issues in, and this book is already my favorite Superman book, and it's quickly becoming my favorite book, period. Nice book. This issue is full to the brim with tension, fan service, great art, and a Superman and Lois Lane that we've been looking for, maybe since the beginning of the New 52, Eric. I wasn't reading comics pre-Flashpoint, but Dan Jurgens makes me want to. I'm just too lazy to do it. I know you are. Superman fans should be flocking to this book, but I think that Lois Lane fans are benefiting the most from this series. (laughs) It's clear that Dan Jurgens and Lee Weeks not only know these characters, Eric, but they love them as well. And it's so great to just sit back, light up a cigarette like a badass, and enjoy this book. All right. What do you think? I love this book as well. I love the entire series so far. If we can just get away from those goddamn, like, what is it, Oblivion Stones? Yeah. Uh, I, again, the whole thing with uh, Inner Gang and Bruno Mannheim, at least that ties in a little bit, but I, I don't even need that nonsense. Actually, I'm kind of cool with that be- just because I I'm try- I was trying to think back on reading this, and of course I didn't do any research on it, but um, I don't think we've really seen Inner Gang since the New 52 started. Yeah, something I did, it probably was Convergence. I think it was. Mannheim. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's okay. Again, you, you don't get enough for it to really mean anything to me. This issue at the end, Bruno Man, I'm like, hey, uh, you think I'd kill my best guys? Hey, right in the Yo, fucking swimming pool. Over. Hey, get me a look like an accident. <laughs> get me a hair dryer. Oh, the police show up. They're like, why were these two mooks swimming with their suits hey, on? I said what? they're classy. <laughs> oh, hey, they like to swim classy. You know us. Hey. There is a little issue. And why did that generator fall in the water then, uh, Mr. Mannheim? Hey, you asking too many questions. You Slippery look like you want to go for a swim. Hey. Slippery when wet, huh? 
<laughs> men at work. Hey, they were the HVAC guys. I don't know what they're doing. Ay, ay, ay. What are we talking about? Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, I even put my review. Listen, I'm, I don't really care right now about Bruno Mannheim. And I really don't care about the Oblivion Stone. I think that that will come around uh, to uh, not bite me in the ass, I almost said. But it'll be interesting down the line. Right now, all I want is Lois and Clark and especially John. Uh, Little John. I I love Little John. I love Little John. I said Little John in this book is the wild card because there are a bunch of things. Is he going to get powers, Eric? I believe he will. What's he going to do when he finds out his parents have been lying to him every goddamn step of the way? Well, he's going to run off, of course, because yeah. that's well, what kids do. That, the, the thing that they're going to luck out if it happens now, he's young enough that he's not going to be able to go anywhere. If he was like 16 <laughs> and then he they finds out he's going to be pissed, he's going to run off. But boy, I like every bit about him. And they Well, even, even when we find out, though, in this where um... – Superman's talking to Lois about, well, you know, like, don't worry. These people who yeah. tried running off the road, they didn't see you. They didn't see me. They probably just don't – they don't think any, you're anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then John comes out running. Oh, man, I can't wait to tell the kids at school. But John, you cannot tell anybody about this. The police said not to because of the investigation. That motherfucker is telling everybody. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is too good of a story for I a kid know, not to though. talk about. He's a good guy. He's a good kid. He's uh, still a kid. I don't trust him. But why I like him – is, I don't trust children. Uh, Dan Dan Jurgens does such a good job of making him pretty much the exact thing of both his parents. He's got like the investigative deal of his mom, and he's got like the the do good attitude. He's so good. It's really good, and honestly, a little bit. I got felt myself a little. I don't know. I felt like a jerk a little bit because when I was reading the book. We're talking about, you know, Superman's like, I took care of all of this. I really wish you wouldn't be doing all this uh, investigative journalism. Yeah, wrote, yeah, and, she's all, and she's all talking like, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I wish you wouldn't, honey. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is Lois Lane. And it's kind of a bitch move. But I don't know. I don't want to call her a bitch because I love this no, Lois Lane. compared the thing, to New 52. I love this Lois Lane. And if, say I'm Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's Clark. He's like, hey. You know what? I, I don't know. Oh, I see Bruno Mannheim. Bruno Mannheim all of a sudden. Hey, I, I wish you wouldn't do it. Oh, really? How about you go fly and stop another earthquake, you fucking jerk? <laughs> Superman's doing just as bad a thing. Agreed, but at least he's being secretive about yeah, it. he's being secretive, and this leads right into the thing. What happens at the beginning? He fights a fucking telepath. And uh, I said, telekinetic in my, telepath. And in my, yeah, in my review, I said that basically... He is now fighting a villain in blank. Who, yeah, I love blank. Who is is going to exploit his greatest weakness? Yeah. And that in this, it's not kryptonite. It's not his identity. And again, why I love it, it's not just his identity because yeah, okay, so oh, I don't want to. No, it's his existence. Right. Nobody is supposed to know he's there, and I think he's throwing it more in people's faces than Lois ever has. <laughs> and I'm telling you, he's a, oh, I wish you wouldn't do it while he's flying around in a fucking black suit. Why is he wearing a Superman suit? I don't know why he's wearing that. He could have coveralls flying around. I know they're going to go like, oh, my God, there's a guy flying, but that's not that crazy in this no, world. No, not in this world, no. So you would get, no, oh, 
oh, man, he looks kind of like Superman. No, he's got a black Superman suit. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Plus, this Superman is not flying around. He doesn't have powers at this point. Yes. So you have a older-looking Superman, and that's just causing trouble. <laughs> Why is he doing well, that? Even, even Blank, when he's fighting Blank, Blank's like, what are you, his cousin, his that's older brother? That's what I'm brother? saying, what? and that, I, thought, I thought that was fucking awesome. That, the way that opens up where you get a cold opening, you have no idea who Blank is. He's destroyed a, f- a fucking town. And he's like, oh, you're in there. I, I know you're alive. And it, it's obviously, it's Superman. He comes out and he's like, huh, who are you? Are you a brother, a cousin? And I'm telling you, I think that should have stopped Clark right in his tracks because, boy, that, that you is big time. You realize at that point time. you done fucked up. Yeah, that's big time. And he really fucked up by not killing him. He, he flew him up in the in the space. Uh, dude, I got so scared when he flew him in the space. I'm like, is Clark going to kill somebody? It's because, funny because he knows his secret. Yeah. Even in my review, my review, I put that you know it's very hard to find a, a formidable villain against Superman. The guy can do just about anything, especially yeah, when Superman. he has his powers like this one does. And I said he could just throw shit in the sun. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! And the, the funny thing is. A lot of times I write my intro to these before I read the issue. It's just my right. general thoughts going in. And then all of a sudden I thought he was going to do it. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. But, yeah, at the last second, uh, he brings him back. He doesn't Which I'm calling him, shenanigans. I know. This... You you message me. You're like, how could Blank breathe in fucking space? Because like, he said he's really Christ. fast. But I said, it. you know what it is? It's a fucking comic book. You and your continuity. That's not even continuity. That's fucking nitpicking. That's what, hey, you look, know, what it, you know what it was? A fucking awesome comic. It was it, a very awesome it comic. It made you worried. I, I, I was, was very cheering. worried. I thought he should have done it. I, right away, I'm like, yeah, that's going to bite him Honestly, in the Honestly, though, the fact that he did, like, you know, he brought him back, and we see this leads in, this was in the past, mm-hmm. leads into this whole, actually, and the thing is, what the outcome we get of it, I think it might even be darker than killing somebody, yeah. that he's just... Taking people and yeah. locking them well, up. Well, that's what's more fucked up about it. Because the the funniest thing, again, and I, I hate to admit that how dumb I am when I'm reading comics half the time. When he, when when Hank Henshaw, and we'll get to it, when Hank Henshaw goes and finally gets to blank cell. Right. I actually thought he was pulling a green goblin, and he was looking in a reflective surface and saw <laughs> blank. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, he's going insane. I thought blank was in his mind. Uh, but yeah. in your mind. Then this, the second time I read it, I'm like, no, it's more fucked up because there are a lot of people. In a there, lot. I want to know just everyone there. he has in them, those cells. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's very dark. But blank, what happened is he didn't kill him, but it led to an awesome thing where he made his fortress of solitude. And I like I even read an interview uh, because I really like that fortress. And oh, it's I read awesome. An it's like the coolest thing I've ever fucking and, seen. Yeah. And Dan Jurgens said that he wanted to do it where Clark came to Earth, our Earth, and after he kind of had to make do and, and make things his own way and kind of go. And it's so funny in the issue, he says, boy, this isn't as good as my, the, my real fortress. I'm like, holy shit, either you're fucking insane or what? Because well, that's the boy, thing. I'm re- I read the book and he's going, yeah, I think I was, I thought it was going to be like a little workshop, like something like he yeah. was building a I barn. actually, we thought that it was going to be something under the barn. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like he had to take the stairs down, almost like uh, when you saw his first quote unquote fortress, the solid. The bomb shelter, yeah. Uh, the bomb shelter. And uh, I guess it was actually Superman, Con- Wonder Woman. 
Was it Superman? Yeah, it was Superman Wonder Woman. You're right. I thought it was going to be something like that. No. This is the coolest fucking compound I've ever seen in my life. Even the panel where how he enters and he hovers down is so awesome. It rivals the fortress. It rivals the Batcave. It is a badass fucking place. And it's inside of a mountain. And I like the uh, way that you see a couple of the things from recent uh, issues. Even uh, the, the car. Yeah, that he had to hide. It's got that Dennett Fender, and then the he even walks by that suit of that guy. I forget. What I can't. I can't remember was. his name. I want to call him Shocker, but and, that's not yeah, right. Like yeah, um, Shockwave, I think it might. Shockwave, been maybe. Like yeah. yeah I, we're probably wrong. But I remember you even saying, "What's he going to do with that suit? Why is he just destroy it? Throw it in the sun? He, he took it away. Yeah. And there it is. It's right the there. And I like is... how it's like almost like a, a wink to you, like, "Hey, we didn't forget." And then he goes down, and you want to call dark, and I know you're getting right there. He goes down the hall, and the motherfucker killed the Iron Giant. <laughs> he is fucked up. Yes, the head of the Iron Giant on display is a trophy. There. He's there, and I guess in one of the cells, Hogarth is there. He's he's crying. <laughs> it's suspended animation. Yeah, this with a tear going to be there for eternity. <laughs> a suspended tear. Oh, and somewhere Vin Diesel is, is uh, there as well. He's still crying over Paul Walker. Yes, he is. <laughs> Boy, that got dark. I know, right? I remember they. Uh, my wife actually wouldn't see uh, the last Fast and the Furious because of the whole Paul Walker thing, and I yelled at her so much. <laughs> like, you did not know the man. He's an actor. Jesus Christ, who are you? Tyrese, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson? Tyrese, you're not Tyrese. You can go see the movie. You didn't know him. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where'd we go? But yeah, the whole thing, he went to the fortress to check on Hank He's monitoring Hank He got called away. And this is another thing where uh, he even, he lied to Lois. Yes, completely. Everything about this book is, it's all about secrets. That's all this book is. He lies to Lois. He lies to his son. I don't know what, but. I really like the slow burn of it too, because I'm telling you, we read the first issue. We loved it. It's all about family and togetherness. And he's been lying this entire time. This issue would start, it takes a dark turn. And I loved it because so he is doing it to protect his family. But what he did was fuck everyone because he put freaking blank in this uh, in his fortress, in his zoo. Pretty much. Say. And uh, he has Hank Henshaw there and he's been checking on him. And he basically has Hank Henshaw there just checking his vitals to make sure that when he wakes up, he doesn't have this crazy thing happen to me and become Cyborg Superman. And in this issue, he wakes up. And shit has gone bad because uh, blank is in his mind. It, freaking Bonus shit's just, uh, yeah, going all over the place. Everything's all over the place. The telekinetic shit. And he uh, basically, uh, blank is already telling Hank Henshaw, like, Superman fucked you. You're better than him. He's fucking, you know, deal. And he gets him. And Hank Henshaw just basically, I don't know, Hank Henshaw slash blank, basically just crumbles the whole place on Superman and walks away. And he, he goes he and releases still, He still, it's almost like um, Steven Seagal in uh, Hard to <laughs> Kill. Hard to Kill. He just wakes up out of this coma and just starts walking. But he goes. Honestly, he, it's not as bad as Steven Seagal in Hard to Kill. <laughs> no. But uh, it all, everything makes sense. That's what I love about this issue. I love about Dan Jurgens in this is that he needs to know codes, but he was in Superman's mind. He's like, yeah. I saw these codes. Here they go. And then that's when they have the huge uh, uh, shit shattering uh, reveal where he's thinking. And he's like, I can glimpse, I can glimpse images in, in his mind enough to know the combination in other places, other worlds. One glimpse in particular, what can you tell me about Coast City? 
Oh, and it's damn. fucked up. And it, like, that's big for you. That's huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's not as big for me, but yet I'm like, holy that's shit. That's where I started reading Green Lantern. Yeah. And I'm telling and... you, as I was reading, I'm like, why? Well, I can't wait till Eric sees this. Oh, my like, God. He's no. going to love it. Uh, but yeah, then he goes. I'm he, looking at the freaking zoo, though, he has. I'm thinking, yeah, I think the one I is Maxima. Yeah, uh, you, you might remember Maxima from the freaking um, the the Supergirl. Uh, the hell was it? The the Academy, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, the Crucible. The Crucible. Yes, yeah. it looks like she's in here. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it does. Uh, trying to figure out who else I can who's see. Who's the big here. gorilla guy? I have no idea off the top Actually, of my head. Wasn't there that beginning? Was it the beginning of Superman's run? It wouldn't make sense that it's him. But remember, at the very beginning, not Superman's run. Uh, Jeff Johns. Right. Uh, when he jumped on Superman. Wasn't that first panel with him and Romita where he was punching a cybernetic gorilla in the face? I think it was like the yeah, first I think it big was. panel. It I think it was sense. some kind of weird Titano. Yeah, I don't it even doesn't remember make that sense that, was. that would be him. But yeah, no, it looks like a Yeti up. from like the like the second Doctor's era of Doctor Who. Oh, Jesus Christ, you and your Doctor Who. But yeah, it's fucked up. Like I said, I thought that was his reflection. <laughs> it was like freaking green big goblin. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then uh, he's like, hey, let's... Uh, and he knows that Superman has a family, a woman and a child. He's seen them. He's like, hey, let's go pay them a visit. He's him and Hank Henshaw are going to go visit Lois and John. And that is fucked up. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I love Blank. Uh, as far as villains, I, I, obviously he's new, right? No, yeah, he is. I love yeah. the fact, too, that Superman even says when fighting him in the beginning, this is somebody who had no counterpart on my Earth. Yeah. He's never faced him before. Nope. He doesn't know anything about him. He has I really no dig idea it. about him, and I really like him already. In one issue, I'm like, he is fucking evil. We already see him. He starts off with freaking burning up a building and then laughs where he goes by a, a, a fucking sign and takes that, off all the population. That's goes, another problem I have, though. How did he bad. fucking change the population on the sign? I think it's just the way they had it on that thing. I, I think, think it was just fucking just, things they could turn. I think it's placards. Little plaques? Yeah. I mean, okay. if somebody dies, I'm so, sure they like went in my out mind, and changed in my, it. in my mind, he became Billy from that Twilight episode where he could just change everything with his mind. He sends people to the fucking cornfield. No. I think that either, if anything, it is like a billboard with it printed and he just ripped it off or something. And there was like, I, I, if I go back, maybe there mind. was a zero at the end and he just took the rest of the, the numbers off. I'm looking now quick. But yeah, I... You get you get hung up on weird shit. I do. <laughs> I'm it's looking at now. He's walking through. He sees it. It says population three one o six, and it looks like he actually took the three one and the six off the way they show it. Oh, thank there's you. There's the space. So yeah, he just took them off, and he's like, "Yep, accuracy counts." He used his telekinetic powers there. But yeah, then we get Bruno Mannheim with the whole thing. He throws the guys in the pool, like he said. <laughs> it is odd. They're they're in their suits. Yeah. The, and, the cops come around. Why were these guys swimming in the suits? Hey, the classy, huh? Hey, classy swimmers, you know? Hey, oh! But yeah, they are. Uh, What's an inner gang? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm a legitimate what businessman. What's an outer gang? Well, hey, you keep <laughs> asking me. But yeah, then they have the Oblivion Stone thing. And this Oblivion Stone is just, nobody cares about it. No, that, I don't give a shit at that's all. That's the one, one blemish in this book is this Oblivion Stone. And it'll and, probably be awesome, but oh, I just yeah. put it on It'll probably lead to this. And if you want to talk slow burn, boy, that's a slow burn. We don't even know what the hell's going on. It's in the saw system. Yeah, they just keep killing people on the way to get it. But yeah, then it says next blank unleashed. It's going to be awesome. I, I have full faith in this. Book. Weird thing is, I can't say for certain, but I'm pretty sure they said it was in the saw system last issue with somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I think killed. that he did. They just keep pointing him the same way. It's like, like, hey, where's the Walmart? It's on Fifth Street. Next person you see, hey. 
Where's Walmart? It's on Fifth Street. Okay, I just wanted to see if it moved. And then murders people after he asks. And then throws them in the pool. <laughs> hey. Hey. Who has a generator that close to the fucking pool? Yeah, I, I don't know. And also I'm looking. The one guy's already gotten his arm in a sling and then the poor guy gets thrown in the pool. Bruno's in his goddamn... It's going to be a new line. I'm going to throw you in the pool, Jim. No! Yeah. Right there with the Heatmaster 200. The Heatmaster 200, too. It's actually not even a generator. It looks like it's, it's a, a fucking heater. pool water. Why is there a fucking heater uh, there? It looks like they're having a good time. He's half naked. You get out of the pool, I guess. You want to be heated? I think it's is for the water. It? I have no idea. No, it's, it's, it can't be for the water. It's out next to the fucking table. Maybe it's got hoses in there. I don't know, it man. might be like one of those heaters that they have in them fancy their bathrooms. When you're at the Ritz-Carlton there, Eric, and you go in the bathroom, it's got those heat lamps. The fuck do I go anywhere? You you love those heat Actually, lamps. Actually, I, I had those in my uh, apartment above the adult world. Oh, really? Yeah. You had that fancy apartment above it the adult world. It was pretty sweet. You put it on a timer, so I used to forget. You can only have yeah. a bath, there was no shower head. Yeah. But like, I'd turn it on for 15 minutes, get in the water, and do just you have lay one, there, did your wash bed, up. Did your bed have like a, a quarter magic thing fingers? that would make it fucking... No, it did not have a magic fingers. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. It, hey, it was good. above the adult world. You could just send them all up there. They go from the jerk off booths right to your bed. God that happened it. one time. Yeah. Fucking so uh, my roommates left and they went down the stairs and they didn't lock the door on the way out. And I was just taking a nap. I just got done like a third shift or something like yeah. that. And uh, I went to sleep and they come running back up the stairs at one point because somebody was in the house. Well, here's the deal. You're right above the adult world and it just had well, probably what a stairway right out. Yeah. People think that's just another part of the adult world. I know. This is yeah. where the Was magic there happens. any signs that have like, uh, please do not enter a private residence? Yes. Was there? People can't read. They're in the adult world. <laughs> They're all Christ. horned we up. We were talking the other strong. day. We went by. We passed the adult world every time on the way home. And we were saying that. It's shocking to me that that place still is open. You say it's all for jerk-off booths, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw t- my buddy like a work, doc worked there. Man, and when, was uh, he a jizz mopper? No, he it wasn't. Bruno was the jizz mopper, okay. and he refused to do it. Gotcha. But um, that'd be he, great. He had a teacher come and looking for quarters for the jerk off booth that we had really? in high school. Nice. Which teach? Uh, we better not say that. No. Give me a little hint. Actually, Dude, I, I actually don't remember who it was. There was nobody <laughs> I had. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, well, I like this issue. Eric. So do I. I. Love the art. I think that Lee Weeks is awesome. Uh, I think this art nails it. It's very simplistic, but I really dig it. I'm telling you, I think that that gives it that classic look. A retro feel, exactly. It gives it a retro classic look. There's no fancy panel layout I put in my review. It's a very simple, laid-out book. It's not confusing. It tells the story. It's not flashy like Justice League. It's classic. It is a classic look for classy guys that get thrown in the pool, Eric, with their suits on. But yeah, and Dan Juergens, I've had some issues with some of his other stuff at points. So have I. Not with this book. Not at uh, all. He, it's almost like there are some books that guys are just made to write, and this is it. He, like Booster Gold? Yeah. Actually, he he still hates me because of that, because <laughs> I didn't know he was the one who created Booster Gold. But everything he's done with Booster Gold since I've been around. Sucks. Uh, yeah, hasn't been good. Uh, this is great. This sure is, is so good. And again, if I saw him, I'd tell him that, and he'd probably take that as a big insult. But who the not. fuck are yeah. you? Hey. I'm going to throw you in the pool like Bruno Mannheim. Hey, get your... Don't do that. That was Lois. That's my new Lois. No, that's you screaming because you don't want to get thrown in the pool. That's me. Please, no. Why is there a shark painted on the bottom of the pool? Who would do that? Because it's your uncle's house. Who would do that? 
I don't want to know why you and Dan Jurgens were swimming at your uncle's house from fucking 30 years ago. I don't know why we were, but we were, Eric. And I bet him to touch that goddamn shark mouth, and he wouldn't do it. And he wouldn't do it. Nope, nobody would. <laughs> I gave this book a 9.5 out of 10. Or... I would probably give it an 8.7. Really? Yes. This was probably one of my favorite issues of a book in eight years. Now, since we last read Eight American, years. This American actually, Alien? Well, that's the thing. I keep saying that it's one of my favorite Superman books, and I keep thinking to myself, well, I do really like Superman American Alien, but I'm going to go only because this seems to be more of an ongoing thing, and, and it's involved in the regular continuity. So I This is my go, favorite Superman book in the regular continuity. Yeah. Uh, Superman American Alien, I love. But again, uh, I still don't have complete faith in Max Landis. He can really pull the carpet out from under us, but... Uh, this book and that one are the two best Superman books, so I'll say it's Regular books suck. Yeah, yeah, the regular truth Superman books are just nonsense. But we're going to go to another bit of nonsense because, boy, this <laughs> next book sucked. <laughs> go. Wonder Woman number 47, written by Meredith Finch, with art by Miguel Mendonca, Dexter Vines, Beth Sotella, Sotello, and Rob Lee. Yep. Wonder Woman contemplates life on, now that Ares is back, but she doesn't get to have much time for very long because Cheetah has infiltrated Paradise Island and looking for an ancient gem that gives the Amazons their immortality. Wonder Woman tangles with the Cat Lady, but in the end, it's Cheetah who decides to leave the gem when the god of the hunt denies her her Cheetah persona if she chooses the Im- immortality from Hera. That's right, gods can't play along, and Cheetah curses Wonder Woman's name as she runs off and Diana doesn't do a goddamn thing to stop her. Nope. Uh, you know what? You know what about this issue? Would would it shock you if somehow tomorrow uh, I got a call from Dan DiDio? He called me up on my line, and he's like, hey, Yes, already. Yes, hey, already. I heard what you said about Bruno Mannheim. Hey! <laughs> no, if he called me up and said, Hey, listen, you guys were really down on this Wonder Woman. Um, it really wasn't an issue. This was an issue that was written a long time ago, and we just kind of forced it into the continuity a bit and uh, went with it because David Finch couldn't do the art, or there was a... This issue really did not feel like it came from the last issue. I'm saying that didn't make me feel better when he said it about Martian Manhunter oh. and JLA. Yeah, but that was that was different. That was a spelled out that they did this. This is supposed to be in the current run. And I'm that telling you, it, is part, of, that it was. is part of the current run, and that's what makes it fucking terrible. No, I, I think that this wasn't, and they forced it in. This was just a cheetah. To me, it was a cheetah story, and they forced like three issues into it. They mentioned Ares being alive. They yes. mentioned the uh, brothers of Themyscira out of nowhere. Fucking uh, bloody tears. And the bloody tears, which made no sense. And also the whole thing with Hera, which more ties into the Brian Azzarello run. Agreed. Than really what happened. There is nothing that says to me that, like, where's Donna Troy? Where's the issue with all that? There is nothing in this issue that makes me think of what we ended up where Ares showed up and all the crazy shit oh, was agree. going down in Donna Troy. This had to have been a story that was already maybe meredith finch already had it in her mind maybe she wrote this story as a pitch to get the book i don't know it seemed i told you it seemed like a undersized shitty annual agreed doesn't really fit anywhere because with cheetah and all that that seems like something that would be a side story and then they even go and change cheetah's backstory a bit when she's talking about it from what it was fucking wonder woman's all like yeah she took the god to kill her dagger and plunged it in her heart to become no she did not you fucking liar yeah and i'm telling you this whole brothers of themiscara they throw that in and i said to you that it seemed like meredith finch was making up for the whole thing where she She jumped on and she killed them all off and it was like donna troy and all them killed them off 
Uh, and I don't know. You, you like it would be like a fan outcry about Omega Man. Seriously. I don't think there was real fan outcry uh, no, fan about outcry the Brothers about the of Themyscira. I'm saying I, this Brothers of Themyscira. No, thing, I mean it's so the whole run. In. Yeah, I, again, here's the problem: is people were yelling about Azarello's run, which shocked me, and people listening would, might be like, "Bullshit!" They, no, you saw it as well as I oh, did. God. We actually were in on a page, which I really liked. The people, the people were very nice. I haven't been back there. I lost my bookmarks. I have no <laughs> idea what this page was. But the it Batman was a, Wonder it Woman. It was a page. weird Batman Wonder Woman like tribute Wonder message Bat. board. And yeah, that's what I'd call that uh, if it was a website, <laughs> Wonderbat. But uh, oh they, man, um, that'd be an awesome name. Actually, actually I think give if you, you that put freaking... Wonderbat, people would get confused. Exactly, it's a, a, the natural. That's what they I would thought think of it's immediately. a natural site, even though that was Wonderboy. Or... No, what I'm saying, but it's a Simpsons reference to uh, yeah. the fucking natural. Yes. Okay, so but they all ah. hated. They hated Azarello's run because you weren't getting enough back. Uh, Batman. You weren't getting enough Wonder Bat. You weren't getting enough Wonder Woman in that, they said, and that she wasn't dealing with the rest of the DCU. And did yeah, it was his own contained story, which I really And when Meredith about. Finch started, that was what she kind of forced in there. But she also seemed to be trying to say, like, hey, I, uh, I'm i not Brian Azzarello, which it's obvious. Oh, yes, very uh, obvious. She has a little better body, too. Actually, Brian Azzarello is a sexy man. He looks like a freaking, he's in, uh, what's it called, Judas Priest. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, he's Rob Halford. I couldn't remember his <laughs> name at first. But uh, the thing, she she tried to wipe shit out, but it's all coming back, which yeah. is weird. Now, the whole thing with uh, letting Ares come back kind of seemed like it was sticking it to that run. But this Brothers of Themyscira just comes out of the blue, and he's there. I forget his name. Uh, he's there. Fucking, oh, uh, Anastasio. Uh, yeah, yeah, Anastasio, you know. Anastasio. Yeah, Anastasio. But uh, he's like, oh, you left us to die or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's so ridiculous. My bad. And she gets so upset, she starts bleeding blood again. I'm telling uh, you. I'm bleeding blood. <laughs> blood comes out of her eyes. You made me bleed my own you blood. You made me bleed my blood. Uh, yes. <laughs> Who am I, Nelson? Seriously. Um, yeah, she's bleeding out of her eyes. Not even explaining. No, he I'm doesn't even react to it. That's the thing. They're trying to shoehorn this in. It never made sense to me in the thing because they said in the last uh, last issue how she's going against her god of warhood and she's fighting against it. And this is what's causing you know like her to bleed blood. She's yeah. it's killing her. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when we first saw that, and the only other time we've seen that is right after Aegis shot her with a yeah, god, god killer arrow. So why why would I assume that she starts crying blood? Because of going well, against her God of Warness, when she just maybe, got shot with a fucking God maybe Killer Arrow. The God Killer Arrow, since it can kill a God, the other thing that would kill a God is to go against what they're the God of, and that twists and turns into that. Because when she's talking to Anastasios, uh, she feels pity for him, and the God of War should not feel that. And then she starts bleeding. I don't know. I that, don't know that's why. what I get. It's fucking that, that is me it is. making it up, but maybe that's what happens when you go against what you're the god of. If you're I know, the, but this whole this if whole If you are the god blood, of smoking like a badass and you I give am, up smoking, or you don't smoke with that foot up, uh, you will bleed. You'll bleed your blood. I almost <laughs> said it again. I said that thing a little bit nonsense. ago. Nonsense. Do you have the issue up? No. I'm looking through it, and I, I really like when Anastasios is like, hey, look at me. I got a stump for a fucking arm, you whore. And then he says to her, when I woke up, I was trapped under a pile of rubble, and our village was on fire. 
then she says, I had to do this to free myself. If I had known at the time that there was no one else to save, I might have made a different choice. Do you think he's talking about killing himself? Yes, I do. I got it that he was like, I had other options. But I decided to cut my god. I went all 127 hours yeah, on this and, bitch. And that arm. Did you ever must, see that movie? Yeah, I yeah I did, uh, for a little. Yeah. I I only lasted about 10 minutes, but uh, I did see that part. Uh, the weird thing about it, how long ago do you think that happened in this book? In I would uh, say it was like three months ago. Okay, that wound is not healing. That stump is still bleeding. <laughs> he has got. He's a not lot changing the bandages oh, properly. No. He's got a lot of problems now. He is hanging out in the jungle. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing out there. It's a deadly just, jungle. Yeah, yeah, really. That's another thing. It's so forced. She mentions this goddamn jungle like eight times when she's going through it. But she's after Cheetah. I, I just want to get through this. I, I agree. No, I'm telling you, though, freaking, you know, she's sitting on the goddamn beach contemplating life now that Ares is back. And Desic comes up. You know what? Since you're back, we're feeling how happy you are. Oh, by the way, a bunch of our sisters just got slaughtered. Yep. What do you mean, slaughtered? Oh, that cheetah woman. She came. She's yeah. going to go do some oh, stuff. that cheetah. Uh, the, all the dialogue in this book is so... Terrible. Uh, and it's like, it's that generic thing where uh, even Anastasios, he's like, how'd you find me? And then she just goes right into it because it, it ha- she has to explain. So, when I first saw you, I mistook you, I mistook you for cheetah. That, that doesn't say how How'd you do that? Yeah, and she's after something very precious to the Amazons. I have to stop her. You, you don't need to tell him that. We know this. We yeah. already know this. Why are you telling him to let us know? <sighs> I already know. And then you Yeah, so hey. she starts on the hunt. And then I love, well, but even before that, I, I don't even care how long it takes to this. Now I'm getting angry <sighs> because Anastasia's like, hey, why are you waiting? What are you waiting for then? <laughs> I've avoided down to Troy and her band of murderous minions this long. I certainly don't help need your help. Thanks for catching us up, on? Anastasio. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we don't need it. And then uh, I love to, my favorite part of the book is that she sees Cheetah and has to fucking put her finger in her mouth and see where the wind's coming. Seriously. Oh, that it, actually bothered the shit out of me. You are the god of war. Yeah. You've lived on this island. What are you doing? You were no, raised and, a warrior. Yeah, and not only that, but I think that because Cheetah isn't attacking you yet, you might get the idea. Also, you might feel the breeze. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's She's going to, if she went like, she's licking her finger. <laughs> You're like oh, that. You know what, don't. Get out of my face. And then puts it up, and she's like, oh shit, it's going towards Cheetah. What, what good does it do? No, you're fucked now. Yeah. It's fucking nonsense. Next, she's going to put her fucking ear to the ground and then listen for fucking wild boar. I don't know what she's doing. What else do they do? I have no idea. They fucking uh, put their goddamn ear on the train track? I was thinking of the train track, too. And I don't know. I, I don't want to go on because I'm going to start oh, uh, disparaging Indians. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you go. Exactly. Oh, buffalo. <laughs> Many buffalo over hill. <laughs> Man, woman who speak great of... spirit and sky tell me they are frightened oh god <laughs> get, Look at ra- that get rain sticks out <laughs> we need crops oh fire water tastes hey, good oh, but oh, ro- <laughs> oh my goodness oh god it's god raining now jim it. it's raining now Christ. it's raining all right holy <laughs> it's raining hate oh it's raining hate like it always does and we are off of the weeby geeks network it took us a couple of all right we that is hate that's very close to hate speech it is and not fact, i i my i like hey yeah, hey yeah, hey yeah, hey yeah. you have to go up and down 
Uh, what's worse, us doing that or almost every Italian in the 70s movies being, or every, yeah, every Indian being Italian? What's worse? I'm telling you, they, everybody else did way worse than we'll ever do. Did they? So yes, they what, did, what you're saying is everything that's happened to the Indian folk uh, has already, it's already worse than anything we can do. Exactly. Uh, okay. How about if you burn down one of their casinos? Would that, Jesus would that, Christ, what is would wrong? Would that be better? Let's no, go. We're no, heading to, We're not trying to up our ante here. Okay, what, what's the big one? The Mohegan Sun. We're, we're heading there right now. We're going to go in. Hey, 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 I don't know where this book is going. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get back on track. Oh, yes. Fucking Wonder Woman tracks down Cheetah. They, hey, have a, hey, <laughs> they have a little conversation about how, hey, you killed my sisters, and that gemstone is mine. Oh, yeah. no, my grandmother's. Yeah, it's so weird. She, she catches up to him and is like, hey, you killed a sister, and that stone was my grandmother's. What the fuck are you talking about? I had no idea. And in I'm fact, saying, we had were a talking about the eye, and I had no idea at that point that it was any kind of stone. And the I worst part know. is the freaking name for this, the gem, the eye of whatever. It's, a, it's Wonder Woman's grandmother. I actually looked up a proper uh, pronunciation for it. Yeah. I have no idea, so I'm not even going to say it now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually, one of my other favorites is right after she uh, she does her Indian voodoo. Yeah. And uh, there's Cheetah, and she's like, huh, according to this map from Argus. I, I love the fact, too, she's talking out yeah, loud. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This whole issue is a bunch of fucking nonsense. Nobody does. This is, I'm telling you, I said to you today, and I'll go with it again, this issue is like a fucking retarded episode of the goddamn super friends with a with a gi joe ending yes. like and now we know the, the rest of the story <laughs> and knowing's half the battle yeah knowing's half the fucking battle because what happens is they go to that goddamn temple wonder woman's about to go in her fucking mother shows up out of nowhere the and goes, ghost hey. of hippolyta and basically through, so what hippolyta says in I this do, part dude 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 when you read this did you say it like this Diana, <laughs> no, don't I go I in. I get man. through this goddamn issue. It's killing me. And uh, she I like shows to read up. Stuff she, out loud. she looks pretty cool, but she shows up and basically what she should have said is, "Diana, my daughter, I know you've read twenty-three pages up until now, <laughs> but they didn't matter because no. you're not going to go in the, the temple, and everything that happens is going to uh, fuck." cheetah and she's not going to take it anyway go back to the beach basically you told me, life yeah, some more. yeah you basically told me if diana just sat on the beach and got a tan nothing would have changed nothing and in fact maybe everybody would have been better off I don't know. we wouldn't have had anastasia fucking telling yeah, us nonsense he would have just kept hiding the yeah. poor guy just wanted to hide maybe i don't know maybe now diana's going to get him some bandages or something i actually I kind know. of find it i'm a little pissed off too because uh hippolyta tells diana that she cannot go into this temple because it's Hera's temple and yep. other, now that she's the god of war she cannot enter other gods temples because it'll create a fucking war between the gods yep. i'm like and diana's like hey Hera and i are friends now it shouldn't matter oh no it, it matters i'm like this, this is fucking bullshit get over yourself already no, Hera. what i would really like though I would have liked because she just, uh, Hippolyta says, no, you've only been friends a little. She's been a goddess forever. I wouldn't have went that route. If I was Meredith Finch, because in um, Azarello's run, yes, Hera became her friend. But Hera was also just awful at points. Yeah. And if I was Hippolyta, I would just say, hey, you know Hera. Wink, wink. You know, you can't, you can't, all bets are off with her. You don't Since know. Since when do ghosts give friendly little have, winks? I'm telling you, wink, wink. She, like, she might have had a bad breakfast and it would have caused shit. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, she goes back and forth. She goes both ways, as they say. Her. And uh, But I'm saying, I would have went that route and that would have tied in a little better. Yeah. The whole thing of, oh, basically saying, nah, she's not really your friend. She's only been a friend a while. I, I think that came off as, as shitty. 
Um, but yeah, then uh, I like when Cheetah comes out with that fucking huge ass stone. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's humongous. And basically, it makes it so that she either can be immortal but has to be Barbara Minerva. Yeah, the goddess or, of the hunt denies her the cheetah yes. now that she's going to take the immortality from Harry because gods can't get along. Yeah, it's nonsense. It's a bunch of nonsense, and I don't know. If, and if, not Minerva yeah. throws oh, gemstone, curse you, Wonder Woman, I don't and just know. runs away. If I was away. her, I think that if I was her, I would take the stone, become immortal, and I have a long time to figure out yeah, how say, to become cheetah again. Work on yourself a little bit, darling. You I'm know, saying. you got all the time in the world now. Yeah. Start learning the guitar. Well, even that. You even can learn that, the guitar and go out on the road. Say that was the case. Say she stole this fucking gem and took it. It wouldn't have worked anymore because it's off the island. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It's a bunch of nonsense. You know what I used it's to It's like do? the fucking uh, Holy Grail at the end of Crusade. Yeah, yeah. You chose wisely, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was just going to tell you, uh, being immortal or whatever, I used to sit and I always wanted to know how to play the guitar. Yeah. And instead of learning to play the guitar, I would sit and dream that if I could stop time or, like, travel through time or go out of time, no, that I could learn how to play the guitar better than anyone and then come back. All you got to do is go to a crossroads and ask the devil to be the yeah, best. I Sell your soul. That. Plus, I was scared. Get some Tommy Johnson I was, action. I was scared of that shit. Eric. I know I you were. scared. Ah, uh, what did you give this issue? Well, you can say. What, what did you like about this issue? Is there anything? I, the art is not David Finch, and that's one of the biggest problems because you ex- the t- writing has been terrible in this book, and the one thing you expect going in is at least having a kick-ass yeah, looking look. Yeah, really kick-ass. David Finch is not on this. I'm no. saying, the art's not bad, it's just very simplistic. threw me off, too. Doesn't I, really I think do we even said you. it, we might have even said it last week, but for right. some reason I, I forgot, because uh, I think I said, Alan, you're not going to get David Finch's art, but Ooh. I forgot all about it when I opened up, I'm like, what the fuck happened to David Finch? Because, again, I'm not reviewing it, so I don't write down right. you know, all that. So I had to go back and look, and I'm like, eh, that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm one like woman I thought with... started off looking awful. Yeah, I'm saying I like the stuff with Cheetah. I thought yeah, she I looked like great. Yeah, I like Cheetah. I like the way Cheetah looked. And I, I'm telling you, I really like the character of Cheetah, and this was not a good issue to have her back in. No. Nothing fucking happened. No, they they changed her origin, and her stabbing herself with the god god killer it doesn't even make any goddamn I, I sense. Know. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And again, if that was the case, I would have expected when she starts turning back into Barbara Minerva to be dead. Yeah. And if they said that that was the reason this is a new origin and the reason that she maintains or stays as Cheetah is because if she reverts back, she's dead because Barbara Minerva stabbed herself in the heart. I, I might I'd still go with cry that. bullshit. Fuck I it. don't know. If for a new origin, that's not the worst. Uh, in the one, I guess I was reading back. It's a god killer one. dagger. If it kills a god, it's gonna fucking kill you if you stab well, yourself in the heart with you it. You almost have like um, uh, Centurion, the Centurion with Roman, right. where he was gonna die and he accepted the uh, uh, Centurion as the uh, Alpha Centurion as a way to save himself. Uh, he was kind of caught between that uh, again. Fucking I, I Roman didn't stab much. himself in the heart with a goddamn no, fucking he, Roman he got, spear. He got hit. He was I gonna know. die. I shit fell on him in that museum or whatever. How can Boy, we bring if up Doom? anybody? Yeah, if anybody knows what we're talking about, like, kudos to you. Seriously, man. But now, doomed. um, the fuck was I just gonna say there? You were talking about the issue. I know. I'm like just, cheetah. I, I had something with cheetah. God damn it! Now I can't fucking remember. Oh no! It went back. It's like I used to fucking joke around my friends. Like I fucking hate vampires. You know how you know someone's a vampire? You stab them in the heart and they die. They're fucking vampires. Yeah, that's a vampire. Right it's there. Like, you know when they're a witch, they drown. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, there's not much to like about this book. Uh, that's all I got for you. I'm yeah. saying the art's not terrible. 
It's just not what you want, and the writing is god awful. Yeah, the writing is is the worst. And I'm telling you, I had it written down here. I was going to give it a four point five out of ten. Now it's a three point five. I had a four out of ten. I'm I've like, talked I'm you up. I'm going down too. No, I'm going down to a three point five as well. No, I'm saying before we uh, yeah. the pocket, I talked you I up a little I bit. I think I had a three point five, and you, yeah. you, I'm going back down. It's funny because for some reason, I think this happened before. I actually just changed it in my notes <laughs> for no reason. Why am I changing the score <laughs> in my notes? I actually just typed it in. Three point five out of ten. Three point five out of ten. And if anybody is uh, liking this run, I, I don't know what's going. Good on. for you. Yeah. You Honestly, put, God you bless you. You can put your head to the fucking train tracks and listen for Buffalo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yeah. We go on with Great the spirits next book of this. Uh, Tell me, Wonder Woman will really pick up soon. <laughs> uh, me smoking peace pipe. Uh, this next one <laughs> is idea. Superman Wonder Woman number 24. Written by Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Doug Menke. Ardian Saif. Tom Derenick. Oh, you're smoking piece of pipe now. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Jaime Mendoza. Jordy Tarragona. Mark Irwin, Will Quintana, and Tom Napolitano, Eric. Napolitano. Yes, that is a lot of members. I thought I was just reading off the members of Chicago, Eric. The <laughs> band Chicago. They had a lot of members on that stage. Of all, the, uh, of all the Superman truth books, Superman Wonder Woman is making a late charge to being my favorite, Eric. It's all about Parasite for me, and that continues this month until he gets royally fucked. Oh, he gets fucked so hard, so hard, and so good. Purple ass. Before that, however, we learn. You can fuck him in the mouth. That's we for sure. learn Mr. Ben's plan that is full of daddy issues, and find out that all Superman may need to get his powers back is a stern talking to. <laughs> in the end, we learn that Superman's a big fat liar. Him and Diana still have things to work out, and Parasite has a huge reason to hate both of them. <laughs> oh yeah, Vandal Savage kills Mr. Ben, and Superman can fly out of nowhere, Eric. I don't care what you Super or Manship says. Just imagine. See, I'm not even. We're not even going to go into this yet because I want to deal with this. At the end, he <laughs> grabs motherfucking Parasite and Mr. Ben and flies off. You say, just imagine watching Superman leaping the fuck around back to fucking Blackgate and Bellwood. Hey man, that's how Hulk gets around. Leaping around like a fucking little. I don't know what. I don't want to get hateful. Spring Hill yeah. Jack. I don't know. Don't you think that instead of leaping, he'd just get a truck and just drive? No, because he doesn't want to look like he a dope in front of Wonder Woman. And I don't care. If that's leaping, it's an awful thing to do because it looks like he's taking off. Just it imagine really how, like, how much it would hurt Parasite and Mr. Bend. At the whole thing, it's not, it's, again, okay, so we say he's leaping. Okay. He has to have a fucking power that he does not have anymore to hold fucking Parasite Mr. Ben while leaping. No, it's he's, a bunch he's of still, nonsense. He's strong. I can hold some people. No. No, you're both wrong. It's not a leap. It's not Lords of Leaping. It's well, you a, tell me I nitpick out of they, stuff. No. Nitpick? That, that's huge. No, no, because I can't say he's flying because we don't see him freaking just hovering in air. We see him taking off, which could be a leap as well. Again, though, if he couldn't fly yes. and he's leaping, why doesn't he let Wonder Woman take them? He says, I'll take care of them. And he wants to pitch off. in, man. No, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. He's not going to let Wonder Woman do everything. I think that it was We've a been seeing Superman annual. He wants to do his part. And I hate it. And of anything, we've seen heat vision come and go. Fucking we've seen nonsense. him get strong. He's weak. He's... Flying is out of the question. He cannot I agree. fly. He cannot I agree. fly. So I'm going to leap. Bull. Shit. Also, he seems <laughs> to be able to breathe underwater in this, but yeah, maybe it was quick enough. 
Dude, if talk. you don't have a problem with fucking uh, blanking outer space, then you can't have a problem nah, with this. I don't. Water. I know. No, because the whole arc and this whole book and all of these other Superman books, it's based on this. Everything is based off of him losing his powers. Being now, depowered, not completely. Fly, if he can fly, though, he that, no. Yeah, it's nonsense. But yeah, you can say he's leaping. I don't see it. It's stupid. <laughs> fucking get on a hippity hop. Fucking hop his way back to Bell Revan. Get a rascal. Plus, he's going to two separate fucking places. Yeah. Doesn't make sense to leap. It's going to take him weeks. Where's, it, where's the other place he's going? I thought he was just he taking went, both no, of the Bell Revan. No, fucking, if you see at the end, uh, what's his name? Unless they transfer him, Mr. Bend is in Blackgate. It says oh, Blackgate really? Prison at the That's end when he goes. Up. Yeah, and you know that uh, Parasite's definitely going back to Bell Revan. So yeah, it, you know what it makes sense for Claire said to be in Bell Revan uh, for yeah. Mr. Ben it to go to fuck Frank. Sense. He's I say gonna, doesn't. He's going to be leaping his ass for months. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, we'll get to the issue, which I I'm yelling. I, I actually like the issue. I know. <laughs> um, at the beginning, I, I actually like this, and I think Tomasi does it a lot in in this book, especially where it's a very quick rundown of like the players involved is Great. what I wrote where you get you see Superman you see Wonder Woman you kind of it's not forced in like last we you know last month in Superman Wonder Woman but he always gets you up to speed I don't uh, know because I opened this book up so I had no idea where we left off last really? month well, you, you open it up right away. There is Wonder Woman in that crazy power sucker suit. And I did not remember yeah, that Yeah, she got sucked in. Well, you, you just don't remember shit. Because I know. that was the huge thing. It took her over. And you don't even get that at first. It's, it's just Superman's like, oh, Diana, can you hear me? And the only thing that threw me off, and I really do like the art in this book. Now, it uh, had like 7 trillion people. Did I mention that it was like the uh, members of Chicago? Yes, you did. How about Parliament Funkadelic? It's like yes, that. You it's did not mention Parliament yet. Okay, well, I'll mention them now. Parliament Funkadelic. But yeah, uh, the only thing that threw me off with the art in this whole issue was the third part of this first page, where it's Mr. Ben. Looks like Clark. <laughs> He's there. He's talking to them with a Britney Spears fucking mic there. Uh, he kind of looks like the depowered Clark from uh, Flashpoint. He looks a little like Army, like the weak Clark. Threw me off again, but uh, you know, there's Superman with his, his uh, Truth shirt on. Uh, Wonder Woman's in the power sucker suit. You get uh, Parasite. Suit? You get Parasite going to town, which I love, <laughs> and then you get a uh, nappy time Firestorm. And it's funny. Cause, I'm so angry that Firestorm you know, does not do shit anymore. I was going to say, it's so funny in this because they, they want to keep mentioning Firestorm, but yet he's done nothing. And I'm even, done. Do you remember how happy I was when he was in the solicits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm I like, even all right, said, we're going to get Firestorm so excited because I said, oh, you're going to love this issue. Firestorm's in. And you're like, you went into the issue thinking that Firestorm was going to be a major part. He just nope. he just pulls a blunder and tries to help what looked to be Somalian pirates to me. <laughs> you never help them. <laughs> hey, and, you. Uh, who, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And then uh, he got captured. And he's been he, – it's nappy time for him for nappy a while. Nappy time for a long nappy time. Nappy time. Uh, but, yeah, Fuck Ben – Firestorm. Uh, basically, this whole issue boils down to Superman trying to free Wonder Woman while uh, fucking – Ben just tells his plan to everyone. And I hate that. I, I hate actually... it too, just because how super science this is, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. And this, I'm saying Mr. Ben may be a smart guy, but the idea that he can get Firestorm there to, as an energy source and also transmute this energy that he's collected into his own, into Ben's DNA, it yeah. kind of sounds a little over the top to me. It is over the top. I don't mind the plan. It doesn't make much sense to me. I like what he's trying to do, and I, in the end... 
he's trying to kill Vandal Savage, which is awesome. And it, it no, leads, I dig that part. It goes well, but the particulars of what he's doing make no sense, and the particulars of how they stop him make no sense, and it drives <laughs> me nuts. But in the meantime, he's trying to get Diana out of this uh, the power suck suit, Eric. <laughs> I don't. I wish they named it because I don't even know what the hell it is. Because no, I have no idea. It's, it's a like a big ass armor, but it also ends up being able to fight Superman through mind powers of Mister Ben. And yes. there's a lot of craziness. Going a lot of super on. science going on. There is, but I really like weird science. That maybe. is weird science. I was waiting for you to say it, but I really do like how Superman is giving it his all. He can't do it. He's really struggling. In the meantime, Parasite's just just going to town. And if you are a fan and have read uh, New Suicide Squad, y- you know that that always leads to trouble with Parasite. He cannot overpower himself too much. But he's going for it. He's doing it. And then uh, Clark gets captured. The uh, Quarmer suit, the Super Suck suit. Called Super Suck suit. Grabs him and has him. And then that's when Ben really goes off. And he basically just tells everybody his plan. And I actually... <laughs> I hate that. But now that, that I look at it, mustache. I don't mind it as much now out of nowhere because I like that he's saying like, hey, my narcissistic father and I'm going to kick his narcissistic ass when he is just as bad. And he thinks he's so great that he's going to tell Superman and Wonder Woman his plan and get away with it. It's not going to happen. It's so funny to me that I turned Angle Man into fucking Vandal Savage. I know. Well, and here's the thing that he is Angle Man. Mr. Ben is Angle Man. And they never use that. No, but I love it. Yet, angles are mentioned in this he whole issue. He sees all of the angles. He, you, you thought you had all the angles and all yeah. that, and it's almost like Tomasi's like, "Yeah, you're not getting what you wanted, you fucking assholes." <laughs> but here, I'm gonna rub it in. Uh, I actually thought that was funny. But I yeah, did too. I, I like Mr. Ben. I don't mind him. I don't like that he's just telling them their plan. But again, know, it, it's because please, the plan is so convoluted. Can that you he please has to, explain but, this plan to me? Because like I just said, he's going to have Firestorm who he's been sucking energy off. He has all those villains that he's been sucking yeah. energy off. And then he's going to use that energy and Firestorm to transmute that power into and Ben's getting, own DNA. And seems like he's getting Wonder Woman's power. It's everybody's, well, he's getting everybody's all this power. power. He's getting everybody's power. Yep. He goes down inside this water where there's a suit built that's going to yep. you know, take all this power in. Yep. And he's, you know, he's a little guy inside the suit. And somehow a black hole opens in his yeah, chest. This is where I do not uh, – this and is then where – the issue he, goes off. He the begins rails to thing. grow the, to fit the suit. Yep. And I'm just completely lost about what yeah, the fuck I, is going on. I was on. very lost. I even, I put in my uh, review that uh, there's a confusing battle because I don't. It's hardly a battle. It's, like is this rack black hole shit? I don't know. The only thing I can say is that it ties into that's why they kept saying like those black hole yeah, black monsters hole masses and things. Or whatever. It's all that. He's t- that's where I get that. He's been siphoning off that power. He's almost like he's been stealing cable right. off of Vandal Savage. He's been grabbing the cable. He's not <laughs> paying for it. And it, I think that's from the Black Hole Monsters, where he even calls out the Parasite. Right. Uh, that Parasite's going to be in trouble for eating those because he's got a sensitive tummy, Eric. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a been doing intoxicated. that. So when he starts to power up with Firestorm, it kind of makes that Black Hole that we've seen before. We've actually seen that swirling ba- Black Hole 
and I don't know if it was even this one, but I, so thought, it was action com- I thought it was action comic. Well, that made sense with Wrath. Here it does not make yeah, sense to me. I know, I know. And then the but, fact that the way you stop it is that you take Parasite. Well, that, you, that's why I said in the review I even said it makes no sense to me, and I thought they both were dead. He even yeah. says, oh, this is a Hail Mary. No, this is batshit crazy, and there's no reason. But before that, you get you still have uh, Clark. He's... He's in the hand of Super Sucker Suit. He can't get out until fucking Wonder Woman gets pissed him. She's had enough. I'm, she's been very patient with him. She's had enough, Eric. Uh, a woman ridiculous. doesn't like to see her boy or her man. Her, her boy, man. Her man, you know, act like this and says, power or no power, you're still Superman, damn it. And Clark, is Clark like inspired was it a cheerleading thing was it a motivational or is he pissed like don't you talk to me woman i was waiting for him to slap wonder woman upside the face superman's new powers only work through motivation i get i said all he needed was a stern talking to they just people have to be disgusted by him and yell at him because all of a sudden he just busts out of that fucking thing he's gonna free wonder woman but she says no no you have to stop him and comes up with the listen you stop him it stops everything Superman just out of nowhere grabs Parasite for a little swim. They're going in the swim. Bruno Mannheim, luckily he's not around. Or he would chuck that heater in there and they'd all be dead. But he jumps in, uh, and the plan is to go into the black hole with Parasite because he is not expecting that power. Now, to me... More power the merrier, Eric. I would. Think I guess that because it's not transmuted into his DNA, possibly. I don't know. I don't because know either. Even so, he goes in, and the guy even becomes kind of a parasite-looking arm with a couple spikes or whatever. Well, he but had no. Does, he had that going on before yeah, that. Yeah, it just does seem to do something. Uh, yeah, he did. I'm looking at it now. It's odd. Uh, but he's. They go into the black hole, which I, I really don't know what happens. And that's not my main problem because then all shit happens. How do they – they just swim out then? Yeah, I then don't they know. go back out And the they have Firestorm. Yeah, Firestorm. Don't forget Firestorm. And in this part – They got him he, out of this little hamster He ball. appears to be very awake at that point too yeah, he because does. he's got his arms out. It looks like he's flying with him. He's going and uh, – I don't know. They they come out and <laughs> I the really black got hole confused. sucks in the island somehow. Yeah, I really got confused. Yeah, everything disappears, but everybody uh, important remains. Yeah, including uh, Mr. Ben, who's just floating in the water. Yeah, now he's back to normal. Yeah, I don't know. And nope. uh, it looks like he's back to normal, but in the meantime, Parasite had all his power sucked out of him, so he is the withered up uh, Parasite that started this arc. And he's pissed. He's very pissed, but it also just, it goes right back to, you know, everything's reset. Agreed. And uh, the thing is, the whole plan was Superman was supposed to let him free. That's not happening. No. I can't let you. <laughs> oh, I had to cough. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't let you go out there. You're going to suck on the first yeah. person I saw. The worst part of it is, uh, he uh, Parasite does one of those, oh, you, pa- yeah, you're yeah. kind of right. And yeah. it just maybe not the like, first, yeah. maybe not the second, maybe, maybe the, the third. Yeah. yeah, it just and but I earned it and like nope, you're going back. And no, I don't I think like, you've earned the chance to kill somebody, Parasite. Yeah, Sorry. It just was odd. Again, uh, kind of Parasite. It was almost like a vacation for him. He got to suck a lot of power. Got it's a field lot, trip. He sucked a lot of guys off. It's like my freaking uh, senior trip. Sucked a lot of guys off and then to, and then had to go back to jail, Eric. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, high Those school. Children, was, you high sick school fuck. was great. 
Uh, but yeah, they, they fuck Parasite. And I hope it comes to bite him in the ass. I hope Parasite gets out and, and fucking does him in. Uh, but then they, I doubt it. That's when Superman leaps away, as you say. No <laughs> sense. I'm looking at it right now. That's no leap. And he says, like, I'll take care of him. What is Diana? Diana's not really doing anything, right? She's going to take the rest of the criminals and Firestorm yeah, back to where they belong. Uh, yeah, I'm saying. Uh, it's weird. And he doesn't say, like, she should have said, like, you can't fly. And he's like, I can leap. And then just goes off or he walks off. I don't know. They, Superman they does not like being questioned about what he can and cannot they do. They didn't need that. And I, I'm left. The problem is with this issue. Now, again, we are normal readers, whatever. And most people would say, uh, okay, that's it. But if I was just a guy who came in, kind of knew that he'd lost powers, I would have thought that Wonder Woman really fucking yelled the powers back into him because he <laughs> ripped it. We have not seen him depowered since he ripped himself out of that. And no. now it looks like he's flying. And again, when you leap, you do not put your leg like he did. He's actually in the position of smoking like a badass. That Look, is a flying position. No, that's what happens when you kiss somebody. Yeah, no, he didn't put the thing back. He's got the one. I'm no, telling no. you, that is a Christopher Reeve flying position. I'm going with it. He's flying. It's bullshit. Or Leaping. we find out later that Wonder Woman just, she yelled the powers back in on me. Yelled it right into him. And then we go to Blackgate. You see... Uh, you see Ben there. He's in his prison cell. And sitting, he's fine. Sitting on the tank of his fucking cell uh, toilet. He's got a bed right next to him. Why is he sitting on the tank of the toilet? Uh, this That's week, where he thinks. This week, Pistol sent us a, uh, a thing where it was a bunch of uh, different figures, like a, a chart of how you can go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this should be one of them. I might even put this on there. Uh, no, because it should not I don't be because then you're sitting doing. on the tank. I don't. Yeah, but what is he doing? I said that's how I eat breakfast, but it, it's not how right, I sit right. and Check think. Check this out. Like, well, say you have a picnic bench, uh, right? A picnic whole thing, you know? A uh, table, I mean. Yes. And a lot of people, you know, you sit on the table, you got your feet up on the ch- seat, just no. like that. There's a bed right there, and there's even a pull-out kind of table slash chair. No, you don't want to sit on That's going to break. But the bed. I understand. He's just sitting on the, the fucking tank of the toilet. He, he wants a firmer seat. I don't think that's a firm. I guess I'm it's a firmer seat. I'm telling you now. It doesn't look you, you comfortable. You called me that I nitpicked the stupid shit. He could shit. fall out of there and, and crack his fucking skull. He's not you, Jim. And then, He's not uh, going to flush and try to run out the cell again, because he'd open the again, gates of hell. You, you can either say that, boy, Vandal Savage is a badass, or how the fuck did he get in that cell? Black but hole. He's <laughs> just there. You don't see it, but no. it shows up, and he's like, son. And then Ben's father, and he's like, why the fuck are you sitting on the toilet like that, son? Didn't I teach you anything? And then he gets up, and you see that he shit himself, Eric. He has no idea how to use a toilet. <laughs> he's Mr. Ben. He works every angle but you, that. that. That freaking, uh, that, that uh, weird science he's doing made him retarded. <laughs> the best is actually, I'm looking at it, and uh, Vandal Savage actually calls him out on it. Because he's like, I... I've been quite busy, obviously. And then Ben's like, yes, obviously. And he's like, I'd appreciate a modicum of respect, boy. Step off that commode when you address me. And I really <laughs> think that in the issue, he's supposed to be taking a dump, but they can't show that. I think that it's supposed to be the only reason this toilet weird is things. there. No, I think the only reason this toilet is there is because that would be the most disrespectful thing Hold on, Dad. That Let Ben me wipe. can do is take a shit while he's talking to him, but they can't show it. Because why would he say it? Step off that commode. Step off the commode. Nobody sits on a commode like that. You don't usually step off a fucking commode. How the fuck is this going on? I don't understand it. You're ridiculous. 
I, I do get ridiculous, but I'm telling you, why is he sitting on it like that? And then Vandal on, Savage, I'm telling you, the he was supposed of, to be taking a dump. The fact of the matter, Vandal Savage rips his son's heart out through his mouth, and you're worried about him sitting on a goddamn toilet tank. Yes, I'm telling you, I think that when he showed up, he was like, listen, I know my son. This is him talking as he's showing up. He's my like, idiot my, son. My, my idiot son, he's always been a problem. I mean, he is angle, man. He works those angles, baby. But he really doesn't do much. And, yeah, he tried to uh, betray me. I I don't know. I think that Vandal Savage would not kill him. I don't know. I think that he'd be like, oh, son, you tried it again. But then he shows up and he's like, you don't even know how to take a shit right. (laughs) You fucking idiot. I knew that I shouldn't have fucked that woman, whoever your goddamn mother is. I knew she had a problem. And now I get stuck with you. Fuck you. Give me your heart. You're fucking dead. I'd rather have that kid who's paralyzed. Yeah, and then, no, I'd rather have Frankenstein, which makes no goddamn (laughs) sense in fucking, is that Superman annual? annual? Yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense, but I would rather have Superman. But I I really like the badass action uh, hero line where he rips the heart out through his thing and he goes, never never had the heart. (laughs) Oh, perfect. And then he probably should have propped him up on that fucking toilet again. Sorry, fucking Ben looks like if you saw the girl from the ring show up. Yes, really. But yeah, I, I, that toilet, it threw me off. Jesus Christ, oh you weird. Oh my God, it threw me off big time. What but would it, you give this issue? Uh, what, did, what would I give? I did give it, Eric, because I reviewed this day. I gave it a 7, 5 out of 10. I actually really <laughs> like I like the fun of the Superman Wonder Woman book, and I really like, uh, in this issue, I like the interaction between Superman and Wonder Woman. So I, do I. I was kind of upset, but I actually did like that Tomasi even addresses the whole, you know, we're not dating, but we still have a working relationship business. Uh, I like that. And they Awkward. even say, listen, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Um, I was mad when Parasite got fucked over, but really, no, you knew I, that was coming. Exactly. No, but you I always like, fuck over I, Parasite. Actually, I like that Parasite actually thought that he was going to get to go free. Uh, but even he Stupid knows. Parasite. Even he knows he's an idiot. But nobody's an idiot more than Mr. Ben. The guy, super science, Eric, does not know how to use a toilet. <laughs> Don't understand. Don't understand. But what would you give it? I would give it a seven. Okay. Yeah, I give it a seven five. But I'm telling you, I give kudos to the whole art team because of having that many people on the book really didn't throw me out at all. Me the whole either. issue was pretty consistent. Uh, to the point where I wouldn't have even known. Uh, again, I'm a dummy. I'm you sent me a thing earlier. I had no idea. There yeah, was you kept thinking artist. I was talking about uh, Superman Annual. Yeah. Boy, that's a parade of people in that book. That I think they had to have a, a double spread fucking cover to list everybody. But yeah, we're going to move on, Eric, because this podcast is going long. Very long. People love the long podcast. Though. They like nonsense. They're going to love this one. Jesus Christ. But we're going to move on to Flash Reviews. Flash all right, Flash Reviews, Eric, and we have three books, and we didn't do any of those. That's why we Flash all. Reviews, right? And we're going to start with Black Canary Number 6, written by Brendan Fletcher, art by Annie Wu, Lee Lowridge. We usually don't say that, uh, but Reggie wrote it up that way because Reggie did this. And the Battle of the Bands commences and then devolves into local groups Bo M and Black Canary playing on stage simultaneously. BM. Sounds great, doesn't it? And if you think that sounds stupid, then you're giving a lot of credit to the rest of the story. (laughs) Annie Wu and Lee Lowridge absolutely kick ass on the art and colors in this book. And they are almost worth the price of admission alone. Almost. And Reggie gave that a 6 out of 10. 
the next one is Batman Europa number three that Jody wrote or wrote, Jody uh, reviewed. As we arrive at the third and penultimate issue of Batman Europa, I didn't realize it was only four issues. There did I. Uh, written by Brian Azzarello and Matteo Casali. We find <laughs> Batman and Joker racing the clock as they search the city of Paris, gay Paris, to find Nina, the hacker that started them on their journey, and possibly the mastermind behind all of this. There are some plot development uh, developments in comparison to the last issue, but some is not a lot to enjoy. A huge misstep in the issue was the art. As the darker images worked for scenery on the cover, it didn't impress when it came to actual characters, Eric. For a penultimate issue, it issue it fell hard on its rear, and Jody's going to give it when he gets around to doing it on the site. He's going to give it a 3 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah, I, I have not liked that book. Um, we did not, obviously, we didn't read it. Thankfully. Are you ever going to read it? Are you no, ever going to read issue number 3 or 4? No, I, I won't either. Not if I don't I, have to. I think that that was a bunch of hooey that that Batman Europa, and it was just something the they, they grabbed it out of there to try to get. We need money. to make money. Yep, that's all it was. Uh, Which is last, honestly everything, but still. I know they're they're in business to make money, but boy, that's not what people wanted. And just kind of teasing the whole, hey, it's Batman, Batman and Joker team up sounds awesome. It wasn't awesome. Uh, the last flash review: Harley Quinn and Power Girl number six. The final issue of this miniseries renders all previous issues irrelevant as we switch scenes to another dimension where Vartox keeps an alternate version of Power Girl and even more kids than Jim Werner. PG is annoyed that Vartox is keeping a clone instead of a robot, which she then reveals to be a robot. And then Vartox sends them all back to Earth anyway. Then he ends with Harley Quinn eats popcorn. Six out of ten, Eric. Boy, uh, there's there's a book that... I think it's a bunch of nonsense. The story that it spun out of was incredible. I loved it. Uh, that's probably the last bit of Harley uh, that I have actually enjoyed, and I thought that this uh, was a was a money grab uh, again. That they thought, hey, people like that, so let's put a whole series, and really they had no story for it. Shit. Sounded like you just got freaking punched. No, I, uh, I'm playing with my Red Robin. Imagine oh. I shot the missiles out, and they both shot out, and I lost them. I hit the Great. mic. Great. See? He wants the podcast to end, Eric. He's Shit. had enough. <laughs> I don't know well, where these went. Did I say you gave it a 6 out of 10? I don't know. You threw me off. Well, goddamn imagine he gave it a 6 out of 10, and that is what I like to call the Flash Reviews, even though you're not paying attention, Eric. Red Robin. Found one. Oh, really? Because we're recording, Eric. We have been oh, good. We have been back for a little. I, I was hoping that people would hear you cursing because you lost Red Robin's missiles, and they'd be like, "Boy, that guy, that guy is intense, or a loser, or both." Shut your mouth. What? Uh, Go. Oh, there it is. Did you find it? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. At least you weren't checking your email. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody emails me anymore except for fucking D. Scott. Yeah, that guy, he's mad. All right, we're going to move on, and uh, you get, get the first book of this last section. Man, last three books. You calm down. i got to fucking fix my red rod. Last three books. Superman Annual Number 3, written by Greg Park, Jean Luan Yang, Peter J. DeMasi, and Aaron Cooter, with art by Dan Jurgens, 
See, does that seem right to you? Does Dan Jurgens do art? Yeah, he does art, too. Okay, for some reason, I'm telling you, I thought they fucked this up. My man, who do I? Anyway, art by Dan Jurgens, Rafa Sandova, Ben Oliver, Bill Sykikowitz. 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 Wicks. Trish Mulliville, Lee Lowridge, Tameu Mori, and a larger world studios, Jim. Oh, I like that guy. God it's damn, a weird a lot of people name on this to be called. A larger world studios. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Tell us about it, Eric. Everything comes to a head in this issue, but only at the end. First, we see Vandal Savage's origin and his life throughout history as he becomes obsessed with getting more power from the comet that the meteorite that get from the from the comet that gave. No, I'm sorry. From the comet that the meteorite that gave him his power broke off from. Jesus Christ. <laughs> While we jump back and forth with that, we also see how tough Superman's life has become without powers. But eventually we see him accept his new role. But th- <laughs> he may need more power than he has to take on Vandal, Wrath, Hoarder Root, and Frankenstein for some reason. With this new acquisition of the Stormwatch Carrier. Yeah. Yes. How'd he get that Stormwatch carrier? I'm guessing that Frankenstein showed him the way, Eric. I don't know. Makes no Frankenstein sense. Frankenstein is he not can, he, I'm just saying. But I'm just making it up. I don't know. He's Vandal Savage. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. We, we see that, you know, he just fucks everyone over. That you know what I like gets. to think? And this that? takes place right after Batman Superman where he freaking uh, blew up with the freaking uh, the Nazi airship. And he wound up in space and saw it there. Hey. And it kind of <laughs> that floated towards good. it. Huh, I've been looking at this comet all my life, and now I'm a comet myself. Um, you know what? Though? I really enjoyed this book for to a degree. I hate the fact that we shoehorn Vandal Savage's origin in this to make it uh, something to deal with Superman. Yeah. Because we start out on Krypton, where like you know, ancient times ago, whatever that is, ML is going to freaking go against the Kryptonian High Council because he's making a rocket. Because that's what the L's do, apparently. And he deflects. That's all the- they do. I know, and he deflects a fucking comet coming towards that would have destroyed. Hey, you were right. Can nobody else see a goddamn comet coming? I know. And then that comet gets deflected, and eventually it makes its way to Earth, where all fucking Crow Magnum Vandal Savage is having a goddamn blood feud with another caveman tribe, and the thing falls. I'm telling you, uh, right from the get-go, it threw me off, and uh, the name Imel just leads into a a Abbott and Costello routine to me somewhere on (laughs) fucking Krypton. You know, who did it? I'm L. No, no, no. Your name's John. No, I'm L. No, no, no. What, you change your name? You're K. <laughs> hey, who's on first? It just, I actually, um, why does this guy keep to saying he's L? Uh, yes, but yeah, it, it is a little shoehorned. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind it. Yeah, you get something that ties in. Everything is somehow the almost, house of L's fault. I know, but it's, it, it, I like the idea that it's something where Vandal Savage hates Superman, but yeah. yet uh, one of his rel- is relatives is what made him. I, it's fine to, to me. I don't know. It was I fun. was, I was very tell. confused at first. I didn't know what was going on. I really I, didn't. I was fine the way a meteorite falls to Earth, Vandal Savage finds it, becomes immortal. The yeah. end. I'm fine the with that. End. I don't have to shoehorn Krypton into this bitch. Yeah, he goes all around. He's just killing everybody that he deals with throughout history. The thing is, I really dug all the flashbacks we had in this issue dealing with his whole life. Yeah. Loved every second of it. Yeah. And honestly, it was the best looking art throughout the issue. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the part where he's basically looks like he's uh, in like, uh, oh, it says he's in China. Samurai jacked AD. it up. Gotcha. Holy crap, that looks good. It looks that amazing. first panel especially. But yeah, even there. Basically, uh, you get the whole thing that it the comet to me is is second to that he's just an ass 
Yeah. He, he's going to get what he wants. He's going to do what he wants to to get, and he becomes more of a villain to me. I know that's it's nothing crazy. That's nothing new. Uh, but yeah, I really like that. You know, he's he doesn't care. He's fucking the one guy's wife. He's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's bad. He's no, like you at that bar that night. Fucking no, the guy's that wife. That night. Yeah, really. It's a long time. Uh, the other thing that I thought was crazy is he uh, he goes to see. Is it um, who does he go see? Is it Copernicus? It's, oh no, uh, well, no fucking Father Nicholas. Yes. Uh, he goes to see Father Nicholas, which basically they're talking. I'm like, he's gonna kill him. Now. <laughs> he gets so angry. I'm Jesus telling you, he, oh, thanks for not working on my thing. Yeah, I was doing other shit. You piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, actually, it's so funny. He's like, oh, you're working on, oh, I haven't felt good. Yeah, it, it seemed not getting in the way of writing that book. Oh, you read it cover to cover. I'm going to yeah. fucking murder you. Where's my goddamn binoculars? Yep, that's so good. But yeah, uh, I actually, uh, yeah, it was Copernicus. Actually. I just I just really dug the fucking thing throughout time because when he's in China, he has a, you know, um, uh, I want to say a wisdom guy. What the hell the fuck am yeah, I thinking? It's almost like a sensei. Oh yeah, to it's, a degree, it's a it's sensei. Like a, he's a wise. It's a wise. A wise old, he's like, oh, honorable sage. He's like Yoda. I want to, yeah, pretty much. Fucking, he's he knows the he's predicted this comic yeah. coming using astrology and yeah, mathematics, yeah. and he points it out to freaking Vandal Savage. And Vandal, when the comet passes, feels that old spark he got from when he first touched the meteorite oh, yeah. when he's a goddamn crow. And he's like, when is it going to happen again? The guy's like, no, no. Uh, no, you must not. And, you know, he's like, listen, he sees right away. He's got to be like, holy shit, this guy's fucking addicted already. We, yeah. No, it's better you don't know. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck you, killed him. <laughs> ah, so, such a good friend he was. But then, then spends, it makes sense to me. Then he goes to Copernicus. He spends the rest of his life trying to find someone to predict when this is yeah. going to happen. Again, like I Means said. Means to getting to it. He goes, uh, he goes, Copernicus obviously is like the sun, is the center of the, the physical universe. universe. Yeah. He goes and he goes to the preeminent mind on, on what it would be. It makes total sense. Looks like he's going to kill him. I'm telling you that. And he, goes, and he does. Yeah. Yeah. And then freaking goes to the Nazis and he, like, you know, they build yep. a rocket to go he up there. He killed Copernicus there. That's he teams cool. up with Captain, he killed Captain Nazi. He killed Copernicus there. Killed Captain Nazi. Yeah, Captain Nazi. I, I get that. I could have done without. That's I thought it was that, funny. I like that. That ties into him getting that airship. Yeah. Uh, that he's dealing with the Nazis and Hitler. Uh, I don't know. That Captain Nazi just actually it seemed like something that would have been a multiversity. Honestly, it, it kind of felt a little weird with the whole warship we got going on because here they build this fucking rocket that's yeah. going to fall apart with the, what they're doing, but then they have a gigantic airship. Yeah. It I, doesn't feel right for the technology. I know, so but just again, this uh, actually, technology to this fucking actually the airship, if you remember, that was actually that wasn't the third Reich, Eric. That was the fifth Reich. Oh right, it's so, the fifth yeah, Reich. Like My just, bad. So he, but he has it in with the Nazis, so uh, that makes sense. That you know his buddies the nazis oh yeah the nazis. Uh, captain fucking nazi bunch of nonsense and then i really like the panel where he's with captain nazi and he lifts up the wreckage yeah. and he looks just like superman it, it's like a superman looking panel even the bearded superman yeah. i thought that was pretty cool um but yeah we're talking all about Le uh lex we're talking all about uh fucking Vandal. Uh, Vandal, but uh, we're not mentioning Superman. And like you said in this, he just, it's like, woe is me, Superman. And we've seen that. And yeah. the one thing I do we, like about this is that he finally finds his point because Lex Luthor goes and calls uh, a Lex, team meeting. Lex is such a fucking jerk. And it's I so love great. Lex. It's perfect exactly. Lex. It's perfect exactly. Lex. He's going to humiliate him, even if nobody else knows. 
Yeah. Lex loves it. He loves to be able to shove it in. He loves to be able to like, look, I'm not only on the Justice League now, I'm more of an important member than you. I'm running I, this bitch. I'm running this. I'm allowed to pick who goes, and you and don't, buddy. That's even the best, because Luther calls a bunch of heroes to the Watchtower, because they have to have a mission, but he has an open channel where he calls a bunch of heroes, and Superman hears Superman it, but his name's not called. Fucking up. And Superman like called, like, fuck it, I'm going. And yeah. I love it that uh, like Shazam's like, oh, Superman, you're always Superman to me. Not Lex. He won't even call him Superman. He no. keeps calling him Kent. Kent. Now that he knows who he is, that's even like a rub in. Like, yeah, now your identity's no, sorry. nothing. Uh, you can't come. It's too dangerous. No. Yeah. Oh, you stay so here good. and hold down the floor. That's big actually guy. my favorite part of the issue. The, the Vandal Savage stuff I liked. Again, it, it's pretty over the top. Just to show. I know he's a bad guy. Oh, yeah, guy. I agree. It's very over the top. Uh, I, I dug all of it, though, but the, this is the, the fucking, Luther this is the part. best part of the book. Oh, yeah, it's the best. It's Might so not look the best, good. but it is the best. Yeah, oh, it is. And uh, basically, Wonder Woman even says, like, oh, you stay, remember when you went, who did he go fight? She she says it to him. Like, remember when you fought this guy? Uh, you told me he's there. Uh, I forget now, Jesus Christ. She, oh, Mongol. Oh, like, yes. Remember when you left me behind when you fought Mongol? Uh, you said I had to protect everyone in case you failed. Now it's your job. And he's like, he doesn't buy it. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, that you was you. Yeah. And uh, I'm Superman. Yeah, I want to do shit. That's the whole thing. He's Superman. He's very upset about Did it. Did you see the part though that's fucked up? What? When he actually destroys the fucking uh, uh, watchtower? No, no, no. That's that's fucked up. I mean, fucked up on the writers or oh, artists. Oh, no. What happened? Um. Old ass Green Lantern's there, fucking oh, you know, yeah, yeah. non renegade Hal. Yeah, he comes. I'm like, that does not make any goddamn sense, you piece of shit. I know. Uh, Why do I have to have continuity problems, Jim? Why's it got to be continuity problems? Maybe we're gonna find out that Hal River. I don't know. No, he's. It is. It is old Hal. That yeah. makes no sense. But also, it is him who destroyed the Watchtower, correct? He who? throws that fucking computer, Superman. Oh yeah, he, he throws fought. the computer, and then all of a sudden he sees the watchtower fall, and I think it was him. No, I don't think that was him. I think I that do. was that was the freaking carrier coming in because Superman goes down. He's gonna save some people from a freaking tanker truck that's out of control, and with the help of the people, he finds his place where yeah. he can't do everything all the time by himself, but he's at least there to help out when he yeah, can. Yeah, he's not gonna save the world one man only. He yes. needs other people, and um, I really liked it. I did, uh, the one part I really didn't like, I didn't like when he goes to the Daily Planet and he's kind of stalking everyone. Oh, he's stalking it, everybody. It That's really didn't creepy. do much for me. No. He sees Lois, he sees Jimmy, and he's basically almost like, again, it's a, huh, their lives are just going on as normal. Oh, poor me. There's they done Jim. forgot and about you know old Clark Kent. Fuck that. Jimmy in that fucking, uh, what's it called, in Superman, he was such a dick to Jimmy. I would have moved on, too. Why would he be nice? He told Jimmy to go back to Metropolis when he was myth-brawling, Eric. Myth-brawling it up. To being a dick. But, yeah, Lois is there, and she's like, oh, Clark, and he's just he's just hanging out on the ledge. And all she has to do is look the other way, and we'd see him. Yeah, you look out your window all the time? And I'm telling you, I'm still going with that Superman through that control panel and it hits something and it caused a chain reaction and he's to blame so the, you're telling me that superman is to blame down. for the watchtower yes the watchtower was crashing luckily vandal savage showed up or the whole thing would have crashed that's no, what i said. absolutely not i'm looking at it now he really flings that and it does hit some other things and i'm saying that that's the <laughs> gravitational control panel uh and then he's done and when actually it says superman mission alert and he goes off actually the mission was uh, that the watchtower was falling, and he misread it. Then when he took off on the rocket, the explosion from the rocket engines caused more damage. He is a villain, Eric. 
No, he's not. Don't tell me. Don't talk about uh, my Superman that way. But yeah, I'm telling you, uh, while it is very um, stylized, I'm not a big fan of the art. Neither uh, am I. It's just him. And in fact, they show Metropolis, and it looks like at one point that it might be Lee. Uh, but I don't even know because the art's too crazy. Right when they have the Lex Oil truck going over, it yeah. looks like Lee's there when he doesn't say anything. It's just nonsense. I, I like those guys. They're like, hey, we got to do something. The one guy almost dies. That's why you don't care. You know, here's the deal. Like, there's kids underneath. Yell to the kids. Tell them to move. And Get also, out of that, kids. this whole crash would have caused some fucking noise. I, I don't know. You, you don't just climb on a goddamn oil truck that's going off of a fucking bridge. Everybody's Try to stop covered. him, man. Everybody's covered in oil, too. You're, then, you're not trying to help anybody around you. Yeah. And then uh, I like to. Then it continues with Lex. He's like, oh, cute, Lex, you're coming. But it's actually the, the watchtower falling because of him. <laughs> not because of him. Yes, it's because But I'm of telling him. you, Frigga, we see Vandal Savage shows up with the freaking uh, the Stormwatch carrier, which I'm really dying to find out yeah. how the fuck he got that. And he creates a blast that yep. ends up killing everybody that everybody. Superman saved and yep. helps, they help save with him. And he's like, this time it's personal, man. It's fucking yeah. Jaws of Revenge. I like, too, though, that he does the the uh, standard, no, no, <laughs> out in the sky. If he had guns, he'd start shooting them. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he would. Uh, but yeah, then you have uh, Vandal Savage with his team that now includes Frankenstein. That so, makes yeah, no sense. Definitely read Superman Wonder Woman 24 before reading this. Yeah, you, you definitely need to. Because uh, Mr. Ben is not there. No, Mr. Ben's not there. And it almost seems like... Uh, because you need that extra person that he grabbed Frankenstein. I Turns don't out know Frankenstein's if, his baby boy. You know, Wrath was was controlling Frankenstein to fight Superman, but um, but he's still Frankenstein. No, it makes that. no sense to me. That. And the the black mask got taken exactly. away. Exactly. The black mask was taken away. Superman took it all. It makes no sense. Randall. Makes no sense. I yeah. don't understand it. I don't think uh, Superman would be involved here. But hey, he's there. And then it ends with Superman. a crazy panel. Oh, I mean, Frankenstein. You have to say, you called freaking Superman Vandal before. I mean, Vandal Superman. Now you're did doing I? Frankenstein. Yeah, I don't I think was... I did. I was just talking about Vandal and uh and You said Superman. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, Superman took the black mass. Somehow Vandal. Vandal, Vandal took the black no, mass. No, Superman did. What are you talking about? Yeah, Vandal Superman, opened up that, no, Vandal Superman opened that box. No, Superman consumed everybody's black mass. That's when Frankenstein lost it. Then Vandal took it into I'm the saying, box. I'm just all the black mass should be gone. Yeah, but, it was already, of... but that was uh, uh, before that. Frankenstein was freed before Vandal Savage even showed up. Superman, remember when he said, I'm going to take it all into me and I'm going to become all powerful. He sucked it out of everybody and then Vandal Savage took it from him. I'm just saying, the, all I'm trying to point out here is the black yeah. mass should be gone. Well, it should be, but it already was. Even before Vandal Savage came, it was out of Frankenstein. Yes. Superman had taken it all. That's what I'm saying. Superman okay. took it from everybody. Yes, Vandal Savage closed I'll take it the from box. You. But yes, yeah, so I wasn't wrong. Okay, you just my didn't bad. know what the hell I was saying. You're going to get me angry again. Uh, that last panel, though, is there. You get Superman with his glowing eyes again. Fucking nonsense. And then uh, he's like, and it's funny. He's like, uh, the guy's yelling, what can he do against a thing like that? He lost his powers. He can't even fly. And he goes, but I will. Whatever it takes, I will. I'm like, he just flew. Superman I'm telling you, though, that's another part of the book we didn't discuss is where he's hanging out with Steel and Lana. And yeah, Steel has been yeah. working on a suit for Yeah, Superman. he's been working on the suit. And uh, do you think that's the whole kryptonite thing? I believe it is. Uh, I actually thought that he was going to even be inspired a bit, that he'd think back at Ultraman with the kryptonite, but that's it, all out of continuity. Yeah, it doesn't wacky. work. But uh, 
Yeah, it must be a kryptonite suit because he even said if it goes wrong, you're going to die. That yeah. makes sense that it would be the kryptonite thing. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, he's going to steal to fucking get that suit going so he can do something about Vandal Savage here. And I'm telling you, I hate that last panel. It's so pencil heavy, and it looks like he's like got it. a hairy nose. I it like actually it. looks like he's got hairy eyes. We'll give you the hairy eyeball. It is not good. Uh, but yeah, uh, what did you give it? I'll say I love all the art with Vandal, but the most interesting part was Superman dealing with Luther and his new status quo and finding a place even though everybody dies. Yeah, yeah. But I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. This all is right. the most enjoyable issue of this truth I've had in a long yeah, time. I give it a 6. I would right. give it a six. I thought that it was, it's kind of like an annual. There's a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, again, we get Vandal Savage. We, we kind of know. I thought it was overplayed. I did like the Lex stuff a lot. Yeah. Uh, but the whole, everything with Superman, I did not really like. I Again, I, I like the, oh, I can join with the people, but uh, it just, and I'm saying the whole issue, though, leading up, he's so obsessed with getting his power back, and if he can't have that, he's gonna have steel, you know, make him suit. Even if it's yeah. gonna kill him, he needs to have a power back. And by the end of the book, like we get that yeah, moment no, where he by realizes, the end of the book, he's yelling that he's gonna get his power back. No, again. I'm saying that we had that brief moment where he realized yeah, it was brief, and I liked it. But then he has to go back to where, like, he needs the power yeah. to stop this. Like I said, I, he has I, to be Superman. I I never bought that he was happy with being one of the people saving people. It, it's been he too, was in the moment. It's been too much pounded into us that I agree. he doesn't like it, and it continues in the next issue as well. Uh, Superman is in this whole truth story. He has a crybaby. <laughs> he's, he's jealous of everyone and wants to be a number one. But yeah, the next one, Superman Wonder Woman Annual number two. Uh, and I didn't even write who's, oh, I actually did. That's because I put, we always list the creative team in each book out of respect. <laughs> there are far too many people here to list. And they're also not all on the cover and you have to go through. And I said, if you want to know who wrote, uh, the, basically it's in individual stories, just read the goddamn book and you can see who wrote each one. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that, but I will tell you what it's about. Did you ever wonder what Aquaman's dinner conversation was like, Aaron? Yes. Okay. Did you ever want to see the awkward moment when Wonder Woman tells Superman she's the god of war? Yes. Okay. Well, I have an oversized annual with a huge creative team for you, Eric. This not that huge. Filled, uh, the creative team? Yeah. It was pretty huge. I'm saying, is it, I'm saying are the credits for each individual story? Yeah. Each okay. individual story I'm looking has... At the, I'm looking at the oh, first no. one. Okay, never yeah, mind. No, then. that's each individual okay, story. There bad. might be... 14 creators on this. Each okay. one has its own creative team. I'm sitting here thinking, man, this guy's no, crazy. I don't know what no, he's talking about. each one has its own, including uh, Kay Perkins came out of nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah? From the Supergirl deal. Yeah, she's in on it. Uh, this annual fills in a bunch of missing pieces of Superman Wonder Woman romance and even shows the beginning of the end. I'm usually not a fan of annuals, but as a reader of Superman Wonder Woman, this one may not have been necessary, but I'm glad I read it. Me too. Yeah, it's all this is, is basically shows uh, missing pieces of their relationship, starting from their first kiss and leading into a part where we had no idea that uh, basically Superman was going to ask Wonder Woman to marry him. Crazy. And it ends, the book ends with him closing that up, saying, this well, is, shit got in the way. <laughs> this is uh, showing what a real relationship is like. Yeah, it is. I, I liked it. I, I have a feeling Spiraling out of people, control. I have a, a feeling that a lot of people are not going to like it as much. I really? even saw some on the uh, Roundup, that uh, comic book Roundup, that they didn't like it as much. Um, I think that this is an issue that if you are just a reviewer on a site and you have not been following Superman Wonder Woman, 
and they say, hey, do this annual, I don't think you're going to like it because you're not going to get the whole, you know, it's not in perspective then. Right. This issue is for people who know what's going on in the book. And while that might not be the greatest thing, because usually you can jump into an annual and have some fun. Uh, this is fun for people who are reading the book. But it's definitely, like I said, it's not necessary, but it's almost like a um, a director's cut or a, uh, what do you what do you listen to? Commentary. With, uh, yeah, the commentary. That's what it seemed to me. Like, oh, you, you wanted to know this, but you get the first kiss. The first story is Behind basically. Behind the scenes look. Yeah. Uh, first story. Yeah, it's like deleted scenes. Featurette. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. The first story basically is. I'm going to go watch Leprechaun Back to the Hood. It, yeah. Superman uh, falling in love and telling his uh, parents. Well, talking to the His graves. graves. Yeah. Talking oh, a lot of lying about it from Smallville. Uh, yeah, is talking about it, saying basically, hey, mom and dad. Uh, and also even being jealous a little of like you always had each other. They were always going to be together. I, I don't know. Even I think in his mind, he's like, and they died together. You know, they were always together. Um, I always wanted that. And now I think I have it, mom and dad. I think I'm in love. And you go and you see them have their first kiss. And then basically, I really love that part. Basically, fucking in the watchtower. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's crazy, and I like the fact that at the beginning, it's it's like it is. It's like young love. They they are going at it. They don't want to get caught, but they're going to take some risks because they can't keep their hands off each other. I like and, to think uh, too that that comment is the one that turned Vandal Savage actually, in the background. I actually thought that too. <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus Christ, there's Vandal Savage comment. But yeah, I like that they're supposed to go off, and they're like, nah, we'll just do this for a minute. And, uh, and you know, Superman, he only well, I know lasts how it a goes. minute. Uh, I like that they had to kind of lie to Cyborg. You know, Cyborg's there and like, hey, you guys getting chummy. But, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it set the mood for me for this first, uh, with this first story that, okay, you kind of get what you, you know what you're going to get. Yes. Uh, then you go off and the next story is in uh, Atlantis. It's a and, double date is what yes, it is. And it is. Advancing the relationship. And, again, it's before. Before they are out as a couple. Yes. They are there. They're they're only supposed to be, oh, we're having a couple friends over from the Justice League. Marisee's right through it. She knows that. I love this section of the book. It's my favorite part. I liked it. Uh, I liked it because, again, here is Aquaman. He says, hey, Clark, have I ever told you how the atmospheric generator we use in here works? The pressurization apparatus alone is a work of art. And I think uh, Clark is being very, very nice. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Who? What the fuck is he talking about? No, Nobody the best part too to, to me. It. Best part to me too is Aquaman has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't. Well, we're just gonna sit here and let it digest for a little while. You know, let the food sit. Yeah. We'll get yeah. back to. Hey, let's talk about that time we punched Dark Side in the face, huh, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I'd like it if. Uh, yeah. At- It'd be funny, like you're saying, like Aquaman's like, hey, you ever see this jet? He's making it all up. Yeah, he, he has no sound, idea. He wants to sound real smart, yeah. and it threw him off because he thought Clark would be like, no, 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 we're eating dinner with the ladies now. He's like, now nah, let's go see it. Oh, wait a second. Let's digest. But then Mara's, Mara's like, hey, Diane, let's uh, let's go. I'll show you the city. And it really reminded me of when the ladies go off to the bathroom together yes. to snort coke. Uh-huh. Isn't that what they all do? That's what happened when I grew up. Yeah. So and she basically calls Wonder Woman out on it. She's like, "Yeah, I see how you're looking at each other, and how's it going?" But then it almost comes off as like they're both fighting with each other of like who has it worse. I know. Like, I, you know, that's I have to nice. keep it secret. No, you don't know what secret is, and it goes back and forth. And it then, felt real. then I got the idea that they were in a cheesecake calendar when. They- <laughs> 
They're laying there with water. Mara's tits are out. I don't know what's going on. The next thing I thought they were going to start making out. I didn't know what was going on at that part. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, It's one of Eric's parties. Yeah, that's one of your parties. Yeah, really. But yeah, I don't know uh, what else there is about it, um, except that I really liked it. I liked the. uh, I liked that when you get this. The rest of the issue was really heavy Superman, and that story is really Mara and and Diana talking, the girl talk, and I really like that. If that so wasn't I. in there, uh, it would have been it would have been thrown off for me a little that it, it was so. Because man has become dark right after that. Yeah, because then you go to Pakistan, where this is the uh, one that I said Kate Perkins did. Right. And they get attacked. People in pa- Pakistan get attacked. I'm looking. I actually uh, named the second story. I didn't name the first one. Uh, the second story I, I man- named Dinner in Atlantis. I'm not going with their names. It's called Taking up. a Breath. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I called that Dinner in Atlantis. And the third one I just called God of War, Eric. But yeah, they're fighting Dakara. And uh, Dakara is a Olympian. Uh, he's demigod. a demigod. And Diana's there fighting. They're fighting over. He had stolen a weapon from Asbestos. She's like calling him out on it. Yeah, she's calling. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't keep a lock on that. I always hear the commercials about keeping locks when you have guns. Right. Asbestos should do this with swords and daggers and staves. But yeah, they're calling him out. He's gonna and he kind of. It's almost like outing uh, somebody. He pulls uh, Wonder Woman out of the god closet by saying, "Hey, I bow to you," and it it throws Clark off. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Yeah, when she gets back, he he. Asked her, like, what was he talking about when he bounced it? And she's like, well, I was going to tell you. A little something happened when Ares died. Remember I told you that Ares died? Yeah, yeah, the firstborn. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I didn't want the firstborn to get the powers. I kind of took the God of War uh, man. I'm the God of War now. And he's like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm saying, I, I went to you the doctor. You little bitch. He says I got a slight case of uh, God of War going on. So, yeah. But he said after six weeks of freaking... Uh, a penicillin, I'll be fine, baby. Don't yeah. worry. But but we've been together. Isn't that catchy? <laughs> no, it's not. You are not the God of War. And it it comes off to me with this whole issue involved. Again, I think when this whole issue is done, I really liked it. It makes Superman a big dick. It makes him look like more of a dick to me than in the whole, because this to me comes off as like... <sighs> God of War, you were already powerful enough. I was actually, you know, basically in this issue, or this story leading up to it, uh, Dakara is telling basically that, that Superman is like a, what does he call him? He keeps calling him like a... a servant? A, yeah, like a side... An underling or something a like that? underling. I think that's exactly him. Wonder Woman's like, you're not, he's not an underling. And um, it's just odd. Where he comes off as like, fuck you, you're too powerful now, I don't want to do this, Uh, you know, I don't want to, it just really comes off to me as Superman is a dick. And in fact, leading up to that, he kind of guesses it and looks at the ring and puts it away. (laughs) And I don't care if you say that it's only because she's keeping secrets, she even calls him out. We all keep secrets, you keep secrets. Uh, I didn't want to hurt you with this, you would have done the same thing. And he's like, ah. Eh. And then he watches the news, and there's a news about war, and he gets even more pissed off. <laughs> he's laying in bed, and he's like, you fucking whore. Uh, I can't sleep at night. She's already in bed to sleep, and he's laying next to her just awake watching the news oh, all pissed so off. He's so angry. I'm Still telling you, on it. he is co- becoming a self-centered prick through this whole thing, and this just this whole issue, this whole annual stresses it to me. And then we move on, 
and uh, you have the story where he's making dinner for them and burns his hand. You're like, oh, okay. And I thought it was uh, post-truth deal, but it's so more, it isn't. It's more uh, he's now doing his, uh, what they like to Solar call it, the super flare, they call it. And yeah. that pisses me off. I, I hate it when they get the name wrong. And there you have it, the super flare. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this art of this one. This was Matthew Clark. Uh, Wonder Woman just came off very odd to me. She didn't. She didn't look good. But this whole thing was about him using the solar flare, super flare, and how <laughs> she's worried content. that it might affect him a little too much. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, it's one of those where I like that this is almost showing you a preview of what's going to happen with the truth. Right. Because they're going to have dinner. Uh, Wonder Woman gets called away. She, there's a crisis. Superman can't go. He and is, he's such he's a little now. prick about and it. And he's a prick. He's like, oh, what? I can't come now. You wouldn't say that to Batman. And You're I not gonna, Batman, no, Clark. That's what I thought she was gonna say. You're not Batman. He even gives the Cam, uh, the Cam Newton there. Isn't that what that is? <laughs> yes. He is. A, <laughs> it's funny that now I think because of my son who loves Cam Newton, I think that that's actually Superman pretending he's Cam Newton. Uh, but yeah, I also like that when uh, when. Uh, what's it called? Emergency calls, Eric. Superman, or uh, Superman, Wonder Woman sneaks out the window. Yeah. Do you remember that? She just crawls out the window. Very odd. But she what's she going to do? She's going to go out the front door? He's got a secret identity to keep. I know. She flies away, and she's fighting what appears to be a giant octopus monster. Uh, yeah. might even It even looks a little like a Point Starro a little. But it, it's, it's a Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this She's fighting the cracking. hell out of that thing. Well, Superman reads a book. In the let's dark. the dinner get cold. He lets it, and he drops the book. He's a dick. <laughs> and He's then the, dick. she comes back, and she comes they just have an the argument. Window, through the window again. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm sorry I was late. The dinner got cold. And he just like, it's not about the dinner. Oh, my God. He's such a jerk. And then she, this is the whole thing in the Superman Wonder Woman book. This has been pretty much, until this last issue, uh, pretty much the theme running through it is that Superman doesn't want Wonder Woman to have to go above and beyond to protect him. Yeah. God forbid he needs protection. He's like here though he comes she says, off where like you know he's just jealous. Yeah, well she says I was just trying to keep you safe. I didn't ask you to do that. And he's just a jerk. And he's you're the queen of the Amazons and the god of war. Jesus Christ. I'm not even a reporter anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he is, is at this awful. Point, but... And then it's funny because he's just berating her. He's being so awful. And then he mentions his parents. And then she's like, eh, I would have liked to have met them. They're <laughs> I'm like, dead. she is desperately, desperately trying to be a good person. Well, yeah, she's and working through, harder than I'm relationship telling you, he is. I'll just tell you right now, through this whole truth thing. She has been above and beyond the nicest person, and all he has done is shit on her. I know. And she may like that, Eric. I don't know what she's into. <laughs> Shiza. But she might be into that. But, boy, even in the point where she has been very discreet with his, with him losing the power, she's never made it seem like he is a less of a person. She even says, listen, the thing I love about you is you're caring at you this. I don't care about the powers. I still love you. Nope, he can't take it. Nope. He, she's not allowed to drive or make more money than her. There is no <laughs> take, way, no way my woman's making more money. Stove. You get pregnant, woman. Uh, but yeah, then they're like, oh, you know, this is going to be problems down the line. You're vulnerable, and that's what I like about you. And then you get the thing where Superman is, uh, you know, he was going to ask her to marry, and I really like this pull out, this full page. It shows everything. It's their, their super doom. Yeah. You see her, uh, 
who I, I guess is Lois Lane with the lasso around. It doesn't look like Lois Lane, but I think it is. You see a couple arguments going. You see everything. It's really good. You see uh, Orm there. It looks like the, uh, what's it called? Trinity, uh, not Trinity War. Uh, the Ukar. Yeah, what was that? Uh, what was the thing with War, the throne, of, throne Atlantis? of Atlantis? Yeah, it looks like that would be from the throne of Atlantis. You have all that. You even see him flying into the sun. Uh, Ukar, like you said, there's a lot of shit. And he's just basically, eh, shit got bad. It's a rundown <laughs> of everything that's gone bad. Yeah, it is. I really like it. I like it. And again, it's one of those where you can look and you're like, holy shit. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then you go back to him sitting there thinking about his parents and like, oh, this is uh, indecision and what, and you know what, maybe things aren't supposed to happen, and just puts the ring away, and the end, Eric, and scene. And I really liked it. Superman comes off as, as a real dick. And the um, thing is, I was telling you, I was messaging you while I was reading this book, and I'm like, this this story is beautiful, I love it, yeah. blah, 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 and then you're like, wait up, it's going to get dark, yeah. and then it's dead, and yeah. then... You I talking about you. it kind of ruined it for yeah, me, too. But it kind of goes I, down a little, but I, I do like it. Because, so do I. Again, I'm trying to look beyond that. because I. Well, yeah, here's Superman's the thing. I'll dick, tell you. But Superman's I love the story. a dick, but it's, this is a relationship, and shit I like agree. this happens. And again, he so a podcast is a guy, talking about her dildos? Yeah, I can't. I, yeah, really. And next thing you know, there's a strap on right up your ass. Oh, God. Um, the, that's what we won't talk about. I won't tell anybody that story. Don't Thank worry. you. You're a good friend. Uh, the thing with Superman is I don't. They really pushed it, but I don't mind the fact that he's always been he's always been the the top guy. Oh, yeah. He isn't now. Big I man would, on campus. I really would have hoped that he would have gotten over this by now. Now the annual kind of this goes back, so it yes. goes in. But we're also seeing this in every other book too. He always ends up, even in the uh, the annual, yeah, Superman annual, even in the regular runs, he's always angry. He, you can't tell me that he doesn't like the Myth Brawl because it makes him popular again. People are cheering for him. He's oh, like, hey, Jimmy, I, you go. That's home what I hated most dropping. about it. Yeah, but it, it just, he's never, he's never gonna learn his lesson. Uh, and then Wonder Woman yells at him, and he flies away, Eric. Flies away. No, he doesn't. He leaves it. Yeah, I. This is a issue where it has a lot of creators, a lot of uh, changes in art, but I give it a pass because it is well-defined, different stories. I like it. So yeah. that that doesn't uh, that does not bother me. It's when they throw like three artists into one continuous story and you get thrown out. So I'm not even gonna uh, pish bash it because of that. I didn't like the art of that last story, but that's fine. I uh, will give this an eight out of ten. When That's I cool. review I it, because I did like it. I thought I'd like it more than you. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Though. No, I liked it. I liked it because it does show. It, it fills in some cracks. And it yeah. shows why, again, Superman might be a dick, but at least it shows why. Uh, he is a dick, though. He's a big fucking crybaby's wife. Yes, he is. He's a, a crybaby, a self-centered, jealous crybaby. That's all he is. That's not what no, I like. And this is one of the reasons why people hate the regular true Superman books. And people love, you know, the uh, Lois and Clark. Him, uh, they love because he's not Let's just get him that. depowered and we'll just walk and follow Lois and Clark around. Yeah, yeah. That's what we Go on. We have one right. more book, Eric. We, let's finish the this finish up. The finish line is late. in sight. 3.30 in the morning. Yes, Dr. Fate number 7, written by Paul Levitz with art by Sonny Lau, or Lou, Lee Lowridge, and Steve Wands. Yeah. I wish I remember what I said like month to month. Who? I don't, these people. Yeah. I like, so, who are these people? So it turns out that after Anubis ate Khaled in the previous issue, that our hero is actually dead. And with his death, he now has to face judgment in the land of the dead, and Anubis is going to tip the scales to make sure that he makes Khaled suffer. He's a cheater. Look, 
Seriously. Luckily, Thoth shows up, and after a little tussle with Anubis, Thoth loses, but gives Dr. Fate the idea to make his own staff of Thoth and uses it to, it uses it to overpower Anubis somehow and stop the god of death from flooding the earth. And his dad uses his mind powers, too. Mind powers. Yeah. Mm. That's because of the blood of the mm. pharaohs, I guess. I don't know. I, I would even say that it would have been that, uh, oh, because he doesn't know his son. And again, his parents are awful. I'll even start with that because there has they been give a space? fucking disaster, though. And they haven't seen him. And they're like, eh, I wonder when Khalid's going to come by. It's only been a couple of hours. dead. It's only been like an hour since the last time they saw him. Yeah, I, even that last issue, remember, they kept I getting remember busy. I remember Say though, it's only been like a couple minutes since that last issue. I think that whole issue, they barely saw him that whole issue. They kept saying that he Look, was gone and they were getting busy. They are a tender couple. Yeah, I, they need I their alone time awful, too. They're awful parents during a disaster. The power's out. What else are you going to do? It's how a lot of children really, get born, I, man. But yeah, but that's the problem is they have no idea where their son is. He's like, he is upstairs in his room. Eh. He's upstairs in his room. Yeah, they never check on him. And now this this issue, they seem like they might have checked and he's gone because they yeah, didn't mention. Just makes no sense. And actually, so, this whole issue makes no sense. I, I, I hated reading every bit of it. Uh, it's fucking nonsense. Uh, I know that I guess Jody likes it, right? Uh, he talks sure about does. how he likes it. Boy, I don't know how. Uh, because yes. he's a college kid and Khaled's a college kid. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, maybe he likes hoodies. I don't know. Who doesn't I, like hoodies? I, I don't like this issue. I don't well, like For six series. issues, we dealt with the same thing over and over again yeah. in this book. Anubis wants to... Fl- uh, he wants to kill the world, and Kyle doesn't understand his power and simply wants to give up. Now, out of nowhere, you have him you know, kick Anubis' ass after spending the majority of the book paralyzed and having yeah. his heart fucking ripped out in front of him. Yeah, and the it best is— It just comes off as nonsense. He still fucking thinks it's a dream. Yeah. It's like, eh, I must have been dreaming. That's crazy. Ooh, the, the rain stopped. Oh. Even, at, even at the end of the issue, I don't get the idea that Kyle wants to be Dr. Fate. No, and uh, he thinks he was dreaming, but yet he comes out of a glowing gate. <laughs> yeah, glowing gates <laughs> in a cemetery. he just turn around? He's like— how did I get here? He's like, honestly, oh, man, I must have been dreaming. Honestly, I'm not sure it wasn't a dream because he freaking comes back to the real world. He's in the fucking, not a he's dead. There's no flood. I Where know the fuck's because, all this water? Well, no, because he made because he made Anubis take it away. He forced him into taking it away when he, he stopped the rain. The water down. just doesn't go away. No, I think that that whole water, though, uh, I think that if Anubis made that happen, he can make it all go away. He's a god. He made it disappear. Uh, Khalid <laughs> said the, the rain's done. No more water. And he's boom, done. I, I I'll go with that because Fair he's, he's a god. The yeah, the one he makes thing, it rain. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he makes a lot of crazy things. That's it. Goes um, back to the underworld, cuts his heart out, tips the scales. Fucking do you nonsense. like Do you like the art in this book? No, I don't. I don't mind the art per se. Uh, how it, it tells the story, I hate. The only thing I liked in this issue, though, was when he's talking and then they become hieroglyphics and they talk yeah. through that. I thought that was a really neat touch, but overall. I think it's nonsense. It, it is very flashy, maybe, and I think it might confuse people. Into, uh, it confused the hell out of me, but I think it confuses people that they're supposed to like it because it's against the grain of, of usual DC oh, if they had a house style. What am I supposed to do, though, with the, with the art's not bad? I'm saying, what you're talking about where they become this hieroglyph and shit I like, like that? I don't mind that. that I well, thought, I'm, thinking, I'm just saying they, the art itself, I think people go gaga for it, and but when it's they a lot do of this, hocus so- pocus. They start talking about fucking Egyptian mythology like I'm supposed to know what the hell they're talking about. I'm not about to stop and do research on this shit. That's what this whole book has been about. And I have no idea what they're talking about, though. I I think it's nonsense. I guess Paul Levitz is a big uh, 
Egyptian, Egyptophile, I don't know what you'd call it, but he must love Egyptian history and mythology, and he's going with that, but yeah, I don't want it forced on me, I don't enjoy it, it doesn't really do anything for me for the story, um, he is in the land of the dead, and he has to fight Anubis at the one point, that's he a, ends up just pretty much winning, like we said uh, in Flash, he ends yeah. up, like you said, this is another issue of, hey, I think I'm going to get better. And then he just fights. That's exactly what happens. It pisses me off. He's fucking laying there. He's dead. Fucking, um, he hears a goddamn telepathic thought from his daddy to pray to fucking Thoth, which he does. Thoth shows up, gets his ass kicked right away. And then Thoth's like, all right, I'm going back into the wall now. Now think about your own staff, kid. And then he creates what the hell they called here. The, the caduceus, the fucking medical symbol staff and instantly defeats Anubis. And Anubis is even calling him master by the end. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, And I'm looking at it now. I guess when he comes through that gate in uh, Brooklyn, he's like, ah, at least uh, in my dream. So he still thinks he's dreaming. Yeah, it's Uh, It's nonsense. It really is nonsense. Uh, The whole thing where his dad's there and the cat and it looks different. I didn't need that either. All of this. And he's like, oh, and the whole Pharaoh's blood. The only thing I'll tell you is that this is it's a weird issue because all of these seem to go six issues and their deal start a new arc. This seems like the end of the first arc yes. slash maybe beginning of the next one. But we're still at the point. No, it's definitely the end of the arc. But it's a weird seven issues. I agree. And it's also weird that we still, like you said, finally he might. Except the whole, it still doesn't seem like no. he's accepting it. He thinks he's dreaming. He's he, gonna go he back to saying, really "I don't know want what this. he's doing." It's just, oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, uh, he's gonna put on the helmet to help him study, and then there's gonna be danger. He's gonna have to be forced into it. I don't want to do this, and then yeah, and then he'll nonsense. make a plane crash, yeah. a fucking hospital blow up. Uh, I Worst think hero that, ever. Is it that the way it's gonna happen is gonna be like a movie thing where he's gonna go home and go to bed? And or you'll see him next issue. He's just going to wake up. He's like, whew, what a dream. And then he's going to look and his hoodie's going to be have the blood on it. Oh, no, oh, <laughs> I God. don't know. It, it's so ridiculous. I really and hate fact, this book. Uh, I want his dad to be blind again. I don't know how things work. But, do I? Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it just seems like it's like, OK, Paul Levitz, let's get on with it. But he still doesn't. And I'm telling you, that was, that's the helmet Thoth. I want to know how Thoth is getting that helmet over his big fucking bird nose. I know. And I, I, I also like it. It reminded me of when we were talking about uh, the JLA, when uh, Aquaman just let the people in Atlantis, yeah. the, the Rao people. When he leaves, he's those baboons. Hey, eh, just do what you want here. You're in control now. <laughs> Shit's going to go bad. These, these guys aren't ready. Ay, ay, ay. I, I didn't like it. I hate this, this book. This whole book is, is ridiculous. Um, I don't even know. Why the fuck did we even include it in this podcast? This is you for tell Jody. Me. This is for you, Jody. That's why we have. I said, when we set up the thing, what we're going to do is have nine books usually in a podcast, three, three, and three. But yeah. that last book of the podcast is the one we hate, so we can just rip on it and go to bed. Yeah, I don't know what to talk about. I, I'm done with it. I, three out of ten. Yeah, I, um, I have a four. I'm changing it. I'm changing So did I. I'm changing it to a two. Boom. I just changed on my outline two out of ten because it's nonsense. I don't know what went on. I I think it's a bunch of bullshit. All right. What's your pick of the week, Dr. Pick of the week? No, fuck you. Pick of the week is friggin' Lois and Clark. Yeah, that's mine. Superman, Lois, and Clark. But I'll tell you what we have next week. Next week's a uh, 
Not as many books for ah, both of us. We have a um, it's, it's a toss-up, actually. A Justice League or Lois and Clark. Yeah, I like Justice League a lot, but I, I liked uh, Superman, Lois, and Clark more. Uh, yes, but next week, Eric, listen to this lineup we have. We have Action Comics number 48. All right. All right. We'll continue that truth story, and who knows what's going to go on. Batman and Robin Eternal number 14. Like I said, the solicit and everything that I could see points to time and being on that again. Awesome. We'll see if everything explodes. Batman Beyond number eight. All right, get back we'll into this, see with some new shit. We're heading off to, uh, uh, soon enough, we'll be going towards the uh, Justice League Beyond, so maybe that'll, we'll see the seeds of that. We'll see what Matt does in Metropolis with yep. that fucking power ring. Yeah, maybe he's the one who, like, gathers them up. Maybe, maybe. he finds them. Uh, Detective Comics number 48. I, I do not know, know what's going on we'll in that see book. what's going on. Yeah, it's weird because you will, we should be starting a new arc. Yes. Because that one was tied up uh, prematurely. Uh, Green Arrow number 48, Eric. Fuck. You speak for the Green Arrow fans, and you just said fuck. Fuck. Green Lantern number 48. All right, well, we left we left at a cool moment where fucking Parallax showed up. That's all I'm interested in with this run. Now, I think that this one, he uh, Hal heads to Gotham. That right. is what I saw. He's going to find out about Batman. Somebody's going to have some explaining to do. He's going to find out. Especially in continuity. It's funny, too, because, yeah, it, he should be like, hey, I know all about this. I've been back and forth to Earth with a haircut, not a haircut, and my grin went in. Uh, next one is one Reggie is going to review, but we will talk about on the podcast in full because of the Swamp Thing number one. Nice. And, in fact, I said next week in the podcast, the middle section will be the green section, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Swamp Thing. Nice. Uh, the next two are a bunch of nonsense, and they'll be at the end, and we'll rip them apart. Telos number four, and we will talk about it because there's not that many books, and Midnighter number eight. Midnighter number eight. I don't want to read Midnighter anymore. Well, I don't want to read Telos anymore. Each of us have four books, and I think with Reggie Swamp Thing, it ends up being a perfect nine for the podcast. Perfect nine. Perfect nine. That's what they call me. That's what the ladies call me a lot of times. The perfect nine, they said. Perfect nine. I don't know what you want from me here. Perfect nine, Eric. It's all about perspective. All right. But yeah, <laughs> it's now uh, 10 of 4 in the morning. <sighs> I have a laugh with people like, 10 of 4? What, what? These guys go to bed in the afternoon? No, we're idiots. No, no. We're idiots and do this podcast at night. And it's we, supposed to be a short one. Well, we, we started out by talking to ourselves off the mic for an hour when we started after 10. That doesn't start things off well. But yeah, this is going to be a long one. I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, I am done. I'm going to go uh, yeah, get I'm something beat. to eat and go to bed. Uh, what do we say, Eric? Everybody have a great week. Keep it weird, and we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes.